Welcome to the Pulp MX Show. Presented by Motosport.com. Fly Racing and Decal Works. Coming to you live from Las Vegas, right outside the Lion's Den. With your host, Steve Mathis. And now strap in and get ready. It's showtime. I just don't like the guy. The guy's just a douchebag. Wah, wah, wah. Yeah, welcome everybody to Pulp Mech Show. Coming at you. It's Monday, January 31st, 5 p.m. Pacific. Thanks for watching. Thanks for watching and or listening, man. We got a great show tonight. I I uh, I'm stoked with my in-studio guests. They they uh, they have a lot to live up to. And I think it's going to be another great show. Thank you to motorsport.com. Thank you to Fly Racing. Thank you to uh, the folks at Decal Works for coming on board. All the codes, all the re- ways to save with our sponsors are on pulpamexshow.com under sponsor deals. So please check that out if you can. And, uh, man, we really appreciate it. So Eli Tomac will be on the show tonight. Eli Tomac got his first win on a Yamaha, widened his points lead as well. So Eli Tomac will be uh, on the line to talk about that. Blue Crew, of course. Uh, also on the line, Ryan Dungey, uh, multi-time Supercross motocross champion. He's going to talk a little bit about what he saw at Anaheim his coffee business, what he's been up to uh, with his foundation and more. Uh, Lars Lindstrom will be on, the Team Honda factory uh, manager. Team manager will be on. Mitch Payton had uh, something come up, so we're not going to have Mitch on tonight. Um, it's bummer, bummer for that, but he'll come on another time. And uh, who knows what else will call in. Who knows who else will be on the line. Who knows, everybody. I want to thank the folks uh, uh, that sponsor us, that that partner with us. Motorsport.com, Fly Racing, Decal Works, Race Tech Suspension and Engines, X-Brand Goggles, Renthal, Michelin Motorcycle Tires, Acherbees, Firepower Batteries and Chains, Maxima USA, Pro Filter, Skosh, ORW, OGO Power Sports, Atlas Neck Brace, Guts Racing, FMF, Works Connection, MotorcycleNewsyJobs.com, Get Data, WUSA, Ride Engineering, Intense Cycles, Suspension Direct, Manscape, CTI, and Wisco Pistons. We'll tell you more about them a little bit. Uh, thanks for uh, watching and listening. 702-586-7857. Uh, if you want to give us a call and talk to our in-studio guests. Uh, Jake Weimer is in studio here, but he, he's got some flight problems. He'll be here uh, within an hour, we hope. So Jake Weimer will be in, Jelly Bean Jake. But in here now, he is the... Uh, Supercross champion. He's a motocross champion. He's a motocross the nation's champion. He's the greatest retired rider ever. Ryan Villapoto, what's up, man? How are you? How's it going, buddy? Thanks for coming in. Oh, well, yeah, it's a pleasure. I mean, it was, it was a lot to get you in here. You know, it's like never a lot to get me in, you the, were, in you the pulp were, studio. You were in. You were out. You were driving. Then you were flying. But we made it happen. I mean, not. I mean, <clears throat> I mean, I flew in Saturday night. Taxied to the yeah. to the stadium. Yeah. I mean, I, and then you know, mm-hmm. a couple of days later, I'm here. Yeah, but I'm just saying to get you here was a lot. But I, I'm no, happy. just because they didn't answer text messages doesn't mean it was a lot. <laughs> hey, is he coming? But, but, is he not? Yeah. I haven't heard from him. Right. And Jake right. says, No, I think he's coming. Yeah. And, you know, well, okay. here I am. All right. Yeah. It's, you know what? Why bother? Why, don't question the process. Just just know that it's going to happen. Yeah. That you're a, a lock. Right. Yeah. 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 Uh, Coors Light counter is is going. So yeah, perfect. Uh, um. Yeah, you look skinny. You look like you 
Down 22, Steve. Really? Yeah. Getting ready for 125s, or what are we doing? Uh, every seven pounds is a horsepower. Oh, is that what they say? That's what they say. Oh, wow, I didn't know that. That's what they say. So, <laughs> Vintage racing is coming up. Uh, uh, yeah, you're a big, big vintage guy now. Well, yeah, yeah. yeah. I saw on your Instagram you got something going on. Yeah, Dallas is building my uh, 74 YZ250. Yep. And then as soon as that one's done and... Out of the stable, yeah. the 125 is coming in. Okay, all right. Um, and he's going to start on that also. Okay, so. so yeah. So you're just, yeah, shedding weight, getting ready. Race time. Uh, have you ridden much lately? I haven't seen you. I, I actually rode, you? Um, I rode uh, Sunday okay. out at Blackmore Ranch with, with, with my boys. Oh, okay. So they haven't, I mean, they got to see me ride the yeah. Apollo 125 thing a couple laps. Yeah. But I was able to go out and actually, you know, ride with them. It's yeah. just us three riding, so okay. which was pretty fun, you know. Yeah. Uh, do you plan to do races? Do you want to do some uh, uh, vintage stuff? If you vintage can? for sure. No. Yep. So I have on the calendar this year yep. um, the stuff that Yamaha's got planned for me, which you know, not sure exactly what that is, but it can be sales stuff or it can be bike launches yeah. or this, that, different things. Um, but then for my personal self, I have I'm going to do the Boise uh, vintage race. Um, right now on schedule is Unadilla's vintage race also. Oh, wow. um, Unadilla, you're going all the way out there. I might even drive all the way out there. Nice. So, nice. uh, and then, um, uh, what is it? The vet worlds. Oh, you're in, in England. England. Yeah. You're going to that? Yeah. All right. So that's my plan. As yeah. long as everything, right. you know, still go- keeps going. And what are you, you going to ride there though? Because I know KX and, uh, CR 500s are what people ride. So you're, they have group. some. Badass they do. Sheffield, is it? No. Uh, uh, YZ250s? Yeah, YZ250s, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So I think Brownie rode those last uh, year. Uh, d- you know, Wobbles, yeah. you know, Doc Wobbles builds right. them. Um, big weekend for us Blue Crew. Christian it Craig is. and Eli Tomac. It is, yeah, 1-1. One, one. Me, you, Craig, Eli, doing well. I mean, Blue I mean, Crew. It's it's happening. It, it is. It's all happening. It's happening. You um, know, the one the, the 250, you know, we, we, you know, we knew Craig was going to be strong. Yeah. You know, coming in, bike's good. Yep. Um, as from the fans' perspective, you know, I mean, not mine and probably yours, but from the fans' perspective, everybody's probably wondering how Eli's going to do, um, you know, just with the transition yeah. well, and a new team. I want to talk to you about that. I got some real good questions. This okay. isn't something that you went through because you stayed with one. I know. I wish I would have. I wish I would have changed. Ah, so okay, perfect. We'll get save that thought because okay. th- th- that is something that I want to yes. talk to you about okay. for sure. Uh, taking your calls over there, uh, holding things down. Uh, He's got two chicks on the go right now, it sounds like. Two dates. He's kind of juggling nice. some love life. Nice. Talon Taylor. What's up, Talon? Hey, what's up? RV doesn't know about the Kiefer talk, so no, we'll just I know. let him think about the two chicks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that's what I'm yeah. trying to make you look good. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Make me look good. So, okay. Uh, you been riding at all, Talon? Uh, last weekend, actually. Oh, yeah? I might race this weekend. Oh, a wow. customer at our shop said he'd pay my entry, so. Oh, he's off-road Kind of have to. Yeah, I mean. He's off-road if, if my entry's paid, I'm racing. Yo, RV, really? you want to <laughs> team up this weekend? Yeah, maybe. Desert racing? Yeah, desert yeah, racing. Yeah, he's, okay. he's, he's a works it's guy. It's not like high speed, though. It's more of a technical. Okay. I like that type of racing. Uh, or riding. Directing the show, this, determining the camera angles, keeping track of the Coors Light counters, uh, doing lots of things over there. Working on the Pulp Mex app as well. Travis Marks. What's up, Marks? I'm just lucky to be in this uh, high cubic footage estate of yours. Oh, boy. I'm a, uh, yeah. Dude, when I walked in, oh, here we go. fans, yeah. listeners. Okay. So this place who put is you, a fucking mansion. <laughs> who put you up to that? Like, who told you, hey, man, when you walk in, make sure. Like, I've you been know. to the last house. I know. And yeah. now hey, he sends me the address plus the gate code. Right. Now, this yeah. is basically mm-hmm. the same square footage as the last house that you were in. But how's that cubic footage? 
Well, cubic gets more. Okay. Yeah, cubic gets more. But we nobody counts cubic footage. It wasn't That's gated. Two for one right there. It wasn't gated. A lot of gated communities in the world, RV. I'm sure oh, you I don't live in, a, in one. You don't have a gated community? No. Don't you live in Coda de Casa or whatever? No, no, oh, no. You no, don't? no, no. Oh, you Newport. Okay. Oh, okay. I thought you were in Coda. No. Or, or whatever, no. However you say it. Um, okay. Not with the Orange County Housewives. Okay. Um, I should be. You should be. Yeah, absolutely. Should be you on you that belong show. there. Right, right. Listen, if you had my money, you'd jump off a building. Okay? That's, that's, you know, that's where we're at. If you, you think? Yeah. Yeah, because you'd be super I mean, super I see the depressed. hot ride out there, the Honda Pilot, the, the, or the, the, Ridge you know, the Ridge Line, you know. and the, Mid-sized truck of the it's year. It's got the pool and the hot tub and, uh, yeah. what, 16-foot ceilings? No, I think those are taller than that. I don't know. Mm, they're probably, they're but probably, I like yeah, how okay. you're taking advantage of my generosity because you, you and Jake have decided that you want sushi for the commercial <laughs> break. Sushi. <laughs> we usually get pizza, chipotle, but oh, no, we're going to roll out the sushi for you. I mean, this is yeah. this is a this is a production. Yeah. Okay. Sushi. Is that what you want? That's what you will get. Uh, I didn't say. I, I said I'm good with pizza too. Uh, I'm watching my figure, but yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, we'll do sushi then. Uh, don't forget, everybody. Uh, again, the the uh, codes on pulpamexshow.com. Sponsor deals. You can uh, you can save money there. Uh, with the folks, uh, with all the, our partners and codes and things like that. Um, and of course, uh, RV. Are you ready? Later tonight, you and Jake are going to do a little trivia contest. It's going to be a Skosh car jumper flashlight power bank up for grabs. Wow. Yeah. So. What else can we take home? I need that Manscaped what thing, else maybe. Do you, can you take home? That Manscaped thing? Don't you have one? No. Didn't we discuss this I'm when not we were sponsored. at Paris? I never got the hookup. They never called me. Never DM'd. I thought you, I don't want to get into it, but there was a rather graphic conversation with you and Kiefer. Yeah. About grooming habits. Yeah. 100% I, I groom. And you made it sound like you were covered in that area. Well, with a Manscaped, I thought. Not with a Manscaped. Oh. With another, I don't even know what brand it is, but oh. I have my wife do all the undercarriage work. Phenomenal. <laughs> Phenomenal. I mean, how Your can wife you, does the undercarriage work. How can you work. see? You can't really. So, hey, babe, it's, uh, you know, it's that time. <laughs> Unbelievable. Great marriage you have. Great marriage. I'm just being honest. Uh, yeah. It's, how are it's, you supposed to really get a clean, you yeah. know, a tight job done? Yeah. You need the wife. Yeah. 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 You need the wife. Pookie, you're on. You're on. You're on deck. Is that what she's? You okay back there? Yeah. Uh, all right. We got lots to talk about when it comes to Anaheim too, in the series, and, and in general. Dunge is coming on. Oh, your That's old awesome. rival, you and Dunge. Oh, he's a good dude. Yeah. Yeah. You guys had some great races. And one we thing. We did. One thing you never did, either one of you, was do Jason Anderson on Ken Roxon at Anaheim this weekend. No. That never happened. No, so, I. Uh, but I don't think that was that wasn't. I, I'm gonna I'm gonna go out there and say it wasn't totally deliberate. Um, well, I want to oh, Eli. I'm gonna get to the Eli. Seth's on the line, but I want to. The hot topic. JT and I argued about this for 15 minutes on the review show. Okay. Uh, what's your take on that? What do you think about that pass, Kenny and and Anderson? And, and like, Jason. where are you at with that? It, are, obviously, Kenny should be upset. But what what do you think? Well, first of all, okay, he went outside. Yeah. Bad move. Right. He, you know, he could feel the pressure. Second of all, the sand, it's sand, and those lines came together at the end. Mm -hmm. And maybe Jason could have could have come up under underneath of him, you know, a little and, and kept it tight. But he didn't, you know, like the lines did come together. Yep. Um, and he went for the pass. 
and Kenny didn't realize. Well, I could say I, I in my theory, or yeah. my yeah, yeah, my opinion, yeah. he, he didn't, you know, wasn't expecting him to be, you know, right there at, you know, at that, and also at that speed because it wasn't a full ninety or you know right. a one eighty. It was a you know a nice sweeping turn. So as Jason came in there, it he faded way out, and if that's you, I'd be uh, fucking pissed. Yeah. But if you're Jason, okay, and you're behind somebody, like you don't, you probably shut off because you're like, oh, I don't have them. I don't have it. Do you know what I mean? Like, what? I don't think what? I would have shut off there, no. No. Okay. I right. think Kenny was caught off guard that he was all but of a sudden outside. there. He, when, but he went outside. So if, you know, to, did he know he was there? Yeah. Like, uh, you know, three quarters of a lap or, you know, whatever, yeah. ha- half a lap through, I would assume he did. Um, but he went outside. If Kenny would have changed, been inside, that that would have never been an option right. for Jason. And so, in your opinion, there was no penalized, no nothing penalized. Jason, if there would have been a penalty, I think that would have been a complete like bullshit move. Right, penalty. I agree. Jason met with the AMA after you know, like you know, they're not happy with a bunch of these passes that's going on right now. Whether, I mean, I've what, seen. The, I, I I didn't know that the Barsha and uh, Bogle thing was a. He's got what six months. Or whatever, I don't know what the yeah. word, probation yeah, or whatever. Yeah, whatever, Every, like probation they've dished out a few times, yeah. Which is, yeah, which is, what's, right. what's that mean? Uh, yeah. I don't know, but looking, and I did see that pass, but I would look at that and be like, I think looking no. at Justin and go to Justin and be like, hey, just if I was on the team or yeah. if I'm Justin, yeah. and be like, well, that was kind of a a dumb so, move because he would have passed him the next yeah, turn yeah, or yeah, the yeah. whoops Yeah, or no, whatever. he's riding better than Justin Bogle right now. But, yes. Yeah, 100%. So to me, tell me if I'm crazy here. By the way, you haven't even commented on my vest. I like the vest. Do you know what this is? Yes, it's uh, Shorty's vest. Yeah. Yeah. Andrew Short sent me his fly racing Yamaha Dakar vest. Signed. I like it. Dude, what a guy. He's he's a great guy. What a piece of memorabilia. Unique and everything. You've never sent me anything other than your answer jersey. I was looking at that earlier. There's ain't shit up on the wall. Can I get me. a helmet? Maybe. Really? Yeah. Oh, that'd be cool. Is, where, is it going to go in here or is it going to go out in the living room? It'll go next to Stu's. No, right there. Where? Right on the on the counter. Oh, on the counter. Ca- okay, yeah, right here. Yeah, okay. Go next to Stu's. Okay. Okay, anyways. I'll so, work on that. Thank you. Because I know you got a lot of them, but you have some helmets that are pretty cool to you too, so I know I'm not getting any of those. But um, uh, call me crazy here, okay? Barsha's pass on Bogo was worse than Anderson on Roxon. Yes. Oh, really? It, you agree with me? Barsha's pass was worse. Yes. Yes. I totally think so. Yes. I feel like Bogle's coming because into was turn. That, I, I don't know for sure. Was that, uh, was that racing or qualifying? When no, was that was in the first, first lap in the main. Okay. First or second lap in the main. Okay. I didn't see that yeah. at all. Yeah. Um, they didn't, I don't think they, even think they showed it on TV, did they? They did show it on TV this weekend. Okay. Oh, so you didn't see it? Well, I watched it twice, but I didn't see it. But I got I got five year old kids, so you know when they're. I yelling. watched it twice, but I didn't see it. <laughs> well, when they're fucking yelling and screaming. Well, and what does that mean? Did you watch it or? Yes, I watched okay, it. Okay, yeah, all right. I just want to get a, your opinion here. Um, so, Kenny should be pissed at Anderson, a hundred percent. Like, but to me, super. If, like you if, didn't race if you like got this. Good, like, and I know Kenny has good people around him. Yeah. If I, if okay, if that was me in that same scenario with Eldon and my wife and Mikey. Yeah. They would have said, and my dad, yeah. they would have said, what the fuck are you going outside for? <laughs> you knew he was yeah, there. Yeah. That's what right. I would have received. Right, right. So in my eyes, and like I was saying on the podcast, like Kenny should be pissed. 
and he doesn't do this either. But if he has a chance to down the road to slam Anderson legally, not a T-bone, not, you know, legal, a legal block pass, a, a super cross block pass, he should take the advantage. And if I he knocks he, Jason down, he knocks Jason down. Yes, I don't. Now, going and looking at that and, you know, now seeing that and then looking at how there's some guys that are wired that can – that can play that game. Yeah, I think yeah. that if Kenny, Kenny r- comes in right. and runs him high or does come in and hit him, you know, or whatever, but I wouldn't be looking for that opportunity because I think that's going to hinder Kenny in right, the long run. Right. And you didn't play this game at all. So, you know, you're no, not, I'm not good yeah, at it. Right, right. Dunge is not good at it either, nope. right? So I, I understand that, but, but you understand the Barshas and the Andersons and those type of guys' mentality of racing. And that's if they have a but chance, they're going to grab Jason it. I don't think Jason is that person. He's not a – like, I, we all know that Barsha's – he's got the nickname of Bam Bam. Right. We, are, we, we know that, like, um, you know, Vince Freezy is, is, you know, if you come in and slam him and yeah. you don't get a gap, he's, he's coming. coming in the right. next turn to do the same or within that lap that he has if yeah. he's going to be there. Right. So – I don't think Jason's the one that's going to be that has that just as soon as that happens he's got a vendetta for it. Yeah, yeah. yeah you know, yeah. Um, is Jason better at it than than me or you know Kenny? I, I, would I agree. Say he's the second best after Bam Bam. I would yeah, agree that he's yeah. better than me or or right. or or Roxon or some of the other guys out there. Yeah, yes. Yeah. So um, I'd be careful on the retaliation on that because. Kenny it, can't do it as good. It might be Kenny might end up on the ground again. <laughs> right, right. I mean, Kenny said, and if you're looking at points and yeah. the series and the championship, right. you can't afford that. Yeah, and and Kenny said the same thing about Cooper last year, and he never really got to take a shot at Coop. You know, that way, he yeah. never did it. You know, and Coop did a couple times or whatever. So, yeah, I just I don't think there should have been a penalty. I think all these people that are freaking out. Are, I don't know. Are, is there a lot of people? Yeah, fans. Fans are freaking out about it. You know, like, oh, uh, Anderson should be DQ'd and uh, Rocks. You know, it, like anything, it swings on both sides, right? But but I don't – I see that as just – Kenny goes outside, Anderson's like, shit, I can get him. Who wants to follow a guy in the sand for 20 minutes? I got him. It's an opening. Oh, our lines came together. Yeah. I you mean, know? I don't look at that as a T-bone at all. No. I look at that as a, an aggressive pass. Lines kind of came together. Could have yeah. could have Jason kept it inside probably, but he was going for the pass. And as a, as a fan, as a X-racer, as somebody that has done it, it's been, you know, it's been good to watch. Yeah, dude. It's been great so, to watch. The Marvin on Mookie pass. Barsha yep. on Anderson. We have uh, this week, this one. We have- but it never ends up being this. It, it's, you can't even have that. You can't link Marvin's in the same conversation because they both went down. Yeah. So yeah. it was a failed attempt. Well, yeah, when you, as I've said on this show a few times, if you go down when you make the pass, maybe wasn't the best chance to do it, right? But uh, to me, Marv had three quarters of his bike in front of Mookie. So, you know, you had it. You have it. It's not It's not a, a T-bone. It's not like a, you know what I mean? Yeah, but Mar- you know. Marv's half the weight of, of yeah. Mookie. Yeah. Like, you're not going to move him out of the way. Yeah. So the odds of you both so, going down are pretty high. So when you're in that situation, that brings me up to the next point. So when you're in that situation, and again, you didn't play this kind of game, but as a rider, when you're in that situation, does the physical stature of who you're going against come into your mind? Like, like I can move Marv, I can't move Mookie, or, you know, uh, you know Travis Preston, I can't move, and, you know, this I mean, guy I don't know I if it, I mean, I don't know. I, no, I don't think it came into into – into my brain when I was racing, yeah. I think that it definitely has – it plays a role. Yeah, yeah. Like, you're just not going to move a big guy out of the way. Right, right. You know, so I think you have to – you do kind of, but as a racer, you don't – I don't think right. that's running through your Tomac, head. Tomac, you're not moving out of the way. 
I big, don't think so. Big guy. Yeah, you know, not not going to happen. So I don't think so. Uh, Ryan Villapoto here on the Public Mech Show. Um, Jake Weimer coming in soon. That'll be good. Well, too bad he wasn't in for this conversation. He'd have something completely different to say than I said. Why? Do you feel like he's off? He's, he's well, he just, yeah, he just he's, he looks at things a little different oh, than yeah, I do. Yeah. Uh, let's take some phone calls. And then uh, Don just coming up here. Uh, Seth's on three. Seth, you want to talk about Blue Crew? Yeah, so full bias. I'm a Blue Crew guy myself. I know you and RVR, but with how well Eli and Dylan have been riding, can we put the whole the YZ450 can't turn thing to bed? Well, I don't know. I mean, it's I, always turned for me. I feel like that's like the first generation of backwards motorbikes, like 2010. They maybe didn't turn that good, but I feel like for years it's been better. They've been fine. They've been as good as anything out there. Barsha won races on it, you know? Yeah, Bar- uh, Barsha won races on it. I think that uh, I think the stigma around that motorcycle was was handed down from a was for handed down from other riders and Stu. Well, it started with Stu, yeah. and then Chad was on it, and, right. you know, yeah. and, and things didn't, you know, yeah. work out. But honestly, the first time that I rode the motorcycle, what I've been Blue Crew for four years now, roughly. Yeah. You um, just renewed, I heard, too. Yeah, just, just renewed. renewed. But, but regardless of all of those things, when yeah. I rode the stock motorcycle, it was it was a good motorcycle. It has its its weak points, just like any motorcycle does. They all do. Every motorcycle does something good and does something bad. Um, and I have my opinion on, on what I'd like to, you know, fix or what I set my bike up to try to, to yep. fix and things like right. that. But as a motorcycle, I think it's, it's, it's as good as any one of those out there. Yeah. I think, I think, uh, uh, Seth, yeah, I don't, I don't hear the guy saying they can't turn it. Right. Um, I, th- I heard it was wide years ago. They've narrowed it up a lot. I don't know. Yeah. It is wider than a Honda right now, but, but Eli told me that that's a good thing. He thought his cowie got too skinny. So you know, to each his own, right? To, every rider is different. So Eli likes the width of the bike. Um, the sucking sound from the airbox, I guess, bothers some people. I don't know. I mean, yeah. we're, we're right. really talking in, on these factory motorcycles. We're, we're really talking about splitting hairs. And if you can't overcome splitting hairs in certain situations, I said that then that's that's in your head. Right. You know, like like no motorcycle is perfect. My my race bikes back in the day weren't perfect, but I. But where they were good at, I made sure they were ex- they were really good. And where they were bad at, I just tried to f- make those better. You, as I've said, hundred you cannot make a bike work 100% in, no. a, in all situations. You just can't do it. No. no. Uh, thanks, Seth. Thanks for the call, man. Thanks, guys. Thank you. Uh, by the way, Works Connection is celebrating E.T. and Christian Craig's win. Uh, they both use a Works Connection Start, a pro launch device. Uh, and uh, great company, great guys, great product also. Uh, Factory Honda guys are using it, of course. But in honor of the uh, win by Craig and Eli, we are going to give a pro launch device away. Popamex20 is the code to save at WorksConnection.com. If you can't win, then you can uh, use the code to save. Um, we got to give a pro launcher. How do you want to give a one? How do you want to give a pro? I don't know. How launch? do you normally give your stuff away? Well, we do calls. We do emails. We do a lot of things. Well, that email, winning through an email kind of sucks, right? Okay. So you want to do just a, a random call? Probably, uh, yeah. Okay. All right. Uh, Will, what's going on, man? Hey, yeah, I listened to the A2 review pod with you and JT going at it. Yeah, JT's very to... angry with me lately. I, I, I don't understand what's going on, but you know, I try to make, I try to be nice, but this is what I get, Will. I know you guys were getting heated up in that yeah. that show, but hey, I, I have to say, and I can't believe I'm saying this, but I actually sided with JT on that. I don't really understand really? why okay. these kind of takeout. Yep. Yeah, I don't understand why these kind of takeout passes are so accepted. And you know, don't say that. Oh, it's been around for 30 years. That's not really a, a justification. 
But if you're if you enter the corner and your whole plan is to slam the guy and hope that he goes down and you don't make a pass, I mean that's just dirt bag racing. You should start doing some demolition derby stuff because that's what they do. They slam guys, try to take out their competitors. Um, okay, don't I, say that, like, I understand, but I guess said, oh, don't be a pussy. You just right, slam right. the guy in the corner. Well. Tomac and Webb, they don't they don't race that way. They race with skill and racecraft. You know, are those guys pussies? No, how many? How many no, no, no. I'm not. I'm not nobody saying have, that. You know but, what I mean? Well, for me, for me, Anderson went in. Like to me, contact has always been a part of Supercross. It always will be. Right. Um, I'm not saying T bones. Don't get me wrong. T bones, no good. Right. Sawing off front wheels, no good. But contact in a corner, I've been fine with. It's a sand section. Anderson is in second. He doesn't want to go down. You know what I mean? He, he's not going and sending it like, oh, God, uh, you know, this is a 50-50 thing. Anderson also obviously thought he had the pass. You know, he, I don't think in second place Anderson's like, you know what? I don't really have this, but let me force it. Like, he's not going to do that that early in the main event. Jason Anderson thought he could do it. It didn't work out. Well, it did for Anderson, but, you know, there was hard contact made. But, you know, I, I don't know. I don't feel like Anderson – would go in there being like, oh, you know, I'm going to go down here. RV, what do you think? I, I mean, yeah, I, I think contact. I mean, when I wasn't a contact, a lot didn't have a lot of contact in my racing. But um, like I said before on the show early was that their lines came together. Um, and Kenny should, looking back, watching it on TV, Kenny went outside. Easiest way to get contact made is leaving the inside door open, and that's what happened, and those lines did come together. Now, could have Jason, like I said, come inside a little bit farther? Yeah, he could have. Would he not made the pass? Kenny should have known he was there. You know the rider's there, yep. and he should have stood it up. Because if Jason did not have his bars in front of Kenny's, Jason would have went down. All right, Will, what do you think on that? That's RV. Yeah. I mean, I agree that uh, Jason, Jason, the, the, the line changed, but Jason knew. He knew when he entered the corner that that line was going to come together. And there okay, was but so did, so did Kenny know that he went outside and he had K- J- Jason right on his ass? Well, I don't think it's uh, Kenny's responsibility to race around Anderson. It's Anderson's oh, it's fucking one hundred percent of Jason, or that it's Kenny's responsibility to, to protect the inside. Protect, but not race around. He's not racing around. He's protecting the inside. If he knew Jason was there, he should have gone to the inside. Supercross, outdoors, if lines come together, they come together. There's there's ruts in outdoors that you'll have an outside rut that cuts across the inside. How many times do you see a guy come outside and they hook and come across the inside yeah. line? That's just the way it is. And if you're not prepared or or have the whereabouts that there's somebody that could come up the inside of you, that's, I think, on the guy that went outside's fault. Yeah, 100%. But I just don't think they should plan to make contact. I mean, there's rubbing. I can you know, guarantee you that Jason didn't. I can That's guarantee different. you that Jason didn't go into that turn and say, I'm just going to clean I, Roxon's clock. Yeah, I agree with that. I think he saw, he saw an opening. Because went outside, you, you, you subject, you open yourself up to you be both going down, to bike problems, to, you know, potentially him going down and getting hurt and Kenny staying up. There's a whole wad of things that could unroll by that happening. Will, I really. Really, uh, I don't mind your opinion. You're not, you know, you're not wrong. It's an opinion, right? Just like JT and I did. Uh, do you want the Works Connection Pro Launch Start Device? Yeah, man, that'd be great. What do you got? What kind of bike you got? I've got a Husqvarna FE 501. Okay, you're good then, I think, because uh, the other guy had like an 01 KX250 that didn't work out so well. Um, <laughs> so uh, we're gonna get you the Start Device. All right, thanks for calling in. WorksConnection.com. Stay on hold. All right, we'll get your info.
Thanks, guys. All right, thank you. Appreciate it. Uh, Sean's on five. Question for RV. Sean, what's your question for Ryan Villapoto? Hey, what's up, man? Um, I was just wondering, you know, as a racer, um, would you prefer to be like Super Web, um, you know, winning some titles, um, but kind of be a non-existent in motocross, or be like Ken Rocks and kind of battling for both championships, you know? Does that make sense? Uh, yeah, that's a hard one. Obviously, uh, championships always, you know. They pay better. Well, they pay better. Yeah. Um, you're in the record books for that um, also. Um, but also, you know, Honda probably liked, you know, Kenny putting the bike on the podium in both classes or both championships, you know. I can that's promise you that the, that the championship outweighs the the fight for the championship always. Yeah. Like yeah, Cooper, and, Cooper. And, and like, let's face it, yeah. that Supercross right now in our sport mm-hmm. is is heavily televised, and motocross is too. But mm-hmm. but there's there's a lot of people. I don't think so. I think that motocross needs to com- always stay around. If motocross goes away, mm-hmm. I think that that's a big no no or big boo boo on our sport if that goes away. So I I I think that needs to stay around. Um, so I would I would opt to take the 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 web route. Okay, cool. Thanks for the call, man. Thank you. Thanks. Uh, We got uh, Cody on three. Cody got a Seattle Supercross question for RV. Yeah, well, I I got one other quick question, too. Uh, Speaking of Cooper Webb, so last week, Barsha was penalized because he went down and then went around the whoops, right? Yep. Did you not see Webb do the exact same thing this week after after he went down? Yeah, I seen that. I didn't see Barsha's, but I... Barsha went way faster. Way faster. I was there in he person. He still gained a ton of time on but Wilson, though. Barsha went faster. So I think what they want you to do is take uh, uh, Cooper where, Webb. Where Webb fell, though, he should have. Where Cooper fell, he should have gone. He should have. He never needed to exit the track. He could have gone jump. Jump the whoops. Yes, the he could have jumped the whoops. Absolutely. So I agree. as as a as a whole, yes, they were the same but, thing. But he slowed down and he looked to his left a couple times. So no no yeah, but I'm if not, he would have rolled through, if he would have rolled through the rolled through the whoops that's at least at least would have cost him no, another two Dino to three gets seconds Dino gets for him. sure for sure I get it but I think if you're if you're Webb you're like hey man I was just getting up uh, I wasn't ready to hit the whoops I wasn't hitting them with enough entrance speed no no I'm not saying it's valid I'm saying what he's going to tell the AMA I didn't have enough entrance speed I got so in so, safety for safety purposes so say he didn't fall and he and he and he hits neutral before. Now we're going to pull off? No, I, I know what you're saying. Listen, I'm and not then, saying... And then, hey, dude, I, so, hey, AMA, sorry, I hit neutral. I understand it, but... Well, that's the same was thing. grabbing gears I, I didn't see it. that, yeah, so yeah, I don't know. Yeah. But regardless of going right. around them, the speed-wise is... Right. Okay, if he got docked because of the speed, that's one thing. Right. But he, Coop should have so. stayed in the whoops. All right, Cody, what else? Um, yeah, so this will be my first Seattle Supercross as an actual Seattle resident. So I was wondering about, like, where to go if anyone's doing any kind of like after party stuff or or yeah where, where people go dude wants to rage yeah he wants to rage um uh, there's a good little there's a good cow bar right there across cowboy, cowboy bar cowgirl bar whatever it is, is right that a strip club no 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 it's a bar right like where the actually the pits are different now so yeah the pits used to be outside so you're talking right. about like uh you you walk out of the stadium and you go like so where the pits used yes, to be it's right right the there left. on the corner yeah, 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 yeah it's yeah. on the left so yeah if you're it's hard to explain if you are on the north side of the stadium where the pits used it would to be, be the north side the yep. left, yeah. your left side there's yeah a, there's it's a like bar there. yeah like a 45 degree angle there's yes. a there's a cow right cow yep. uh fucking uh, cowboy uh, bar yeah so uh, i'll okay. be there rv will be there will be raging <laughs> Opposite from the uh, 
the baseball stadium side, right? Yes, 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 uh, yes yeah. north of that. So straight up. Right. So yeah, because water's to your left. Yeah, straight left. Yeah. So, <laughs> so, all right. Okay. All right. All right. Cool. You, man. Thank you. All right. Thank you. Uh, Dude right, wants to know where he's gonna go pull some yeah. chicks. Yeah, calm down over there. That was me. Leave us alone. Not sure what you're talking uh, about. A Cherubies USA. Uh, you used the Cherubies when you were at Kawasaki. I do. Yeah, you did. Uh, and if I still need plastic, that's who I call. Oh, you do? Yeah, if I need it. Lone Wolf? You call Lone Wolf? I, I, I normally would probably just call Talon, but yeah. That's Lone Wolf. Oh, okay. His yeah. name is, nickname is Lone Wolf. Oh, okay. I didn't know that. You didn't know Talon no. Boland's nickname is Lone Wolf? No. Dude, that was his name the whole career. His whole career. Well, I'm sorry. I don't know. Okay, well, talent. Like, You're kinda, fucking like, kidding me. Like a little bit before my time, I guess. Okay. A Cherubis, industry leader in aftermarket dirt bike, plastics, and accessories with over 40 years of experience with input from current riders like Cooper Webb, Adam Cerillo, and more. Jason Anderson also uses a Cherubis. He probably needed some plastic after that. Probably. After that hit. Maybe a foot peg. Yeah. Cherubis is fine-tuned the products to offer their highest level of performance and protection in the industry. Bring your bike back to life with a full line of replacement replica plastic kits. Handguards, discards, and more at Cherbies.com, at Cherbies USA uh, for more information. Uh, Cherbies USA bringing you multi-time Supercross motocross champion, R.D. Coffee owner. Uh, he's got a foundation. He, the guy's super busy with everything. You have Minneapolis Supercross coming up. It's Ryan Dungey. What's up, Ryan? How are you, man? I'm good. I'm good. How are you guys doing? We're good, man. Thanks for, uh, thanks for calling in. I appreciate it. Heck yeah. Heck so yeah. we were just talking here with R.V., like the Anderson Roxon thing, you guys didn't race like that. There was none of that between you two. <laughs> no, there wasn't. There wasn't any yeah. of that. Like I'm, sh- I'm sure at some point yeah. one of you could have done that. Like you know, somebody left the door open and. Well, I well, I mean, Dunch yeah. did. Dunch did hit me at Anaheim two, I think, but nothing like that speed. It was like I kind of yeah. came inside, like tried to block I don't tough blocks. That. Okay, yeah, yeah. And it was really slow, and we both fell, and I still I got yeah. up because yeah. I ended up laying on top of his bike, so then I was able to get up first and kind of go, you know. But, I don't remember that. I gotta Google that. I don't remember that. Yeah, yeah it was it was it was real soft, <laughs> real soft. <Yeah. laughs> I was hoping you were gonna hit the brakes, and but that didn't happen. So. Yeah. Um, Last yeah, but anyways, Ryan, uh, we got the Villapoto's take on that. What? Look, again, you didn't race like that. I get it. Anderson does. Barsha does. Some guys do. I didn't see a problem with it. AMA didn't penalize Jason. They talked to him after the race. You know, they were they're not stoked on that move, and I'm sure Kenny's pissed. I get that too. But to me, Ryan and Jason Thomas and I argued about it for 15 minutes. I thought that that was just uh, an opportunity for Jason to take the inside and there was contact and Kenny got the short end of the stick and that's too bad, but I don't see a problem with that. Uh, where are you at with that, Dunge? Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I, I think it wasn't – that's not how I would have gone about it, but at the same right. time, everybody's, <laughs> everybody's different. And, and look, he, he even said on the podium, like, yep, he, he yep. full on went in there and went for the t- you know went for the takeout or tried to make the pass and they knew where they were going to hit, right? But yep. – um, you know, it, it was, it was hard racing. I don't, I don't think it was crazy, crazy. I think, I just think in those scenarios, it's, it's tough as if you're looking at the championship scenario, it's like, okay, you, you almost took both of you, both of you guys almost went down, right? Mm-hmm. He almost took himself down too. But then there's the other risk of like, you know, you, you put a, a hole in your case, right? Your oil, the oil comes out or you, yeah. you have a DNF of some sort, but sometimes you get away with it. But it was a pretty, it looked like a pretty hard hit. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Maybe, yeah. maybe the real lesson is sand shouldn't be in supercrosses. Where do you guys stand with the sand? I mean, I don't, I don't dis. I mean, I, I don't, I don't hate sand. I mean, I think yeah. it, it's another element to, to the to the racing. Okay. You know, Don, what, what yeah. about you? 
Yeah, I don't I don't disagree with it either. I think okay. it's sometimes it's nice to to add a you know just add right. a little some new obstacle in the in the in the track. Sometimes. Right, right. You know, like yeah. my my take on it was okay. Kenny Kenny had to. I mean, we both raced, right? You know when. Hold somebody, on, I raced too. Well, I, I raced <laughs> yeah. I raced in Manitoba. Okay, yeah, yeah. that's right. All right, yeah, the man, what uh, four Manitoba titles? Titles, that's yeah. right, four four titles. So, yeah. <laughs> so it, it, Kenny, I mean. I presume he knew Jason was behind him, and he went outside. And it's yeah. sand, as as you know, the sand merges a lot of times like that. They end up going outside. Now, could have Jason held it inside? Probably. But like I mentioned to the caller two callers ago, like if Jason's bar would have been behind Kenny's bar, Jason would have went down. So looking yeah. at it on TV, like – I, I kind of fault Kenny for either not knowing his whereabouts or leaving the door open. Now, could like I said, could have Jason gone inside a little harder? Yeah, maybe he could have, but they were passing. He was passing for the lead at that point. Yeah, th- that's a hundred percent. And that that was that was one of the things I when I when they played the replay, I thought like, oh man, what, he probably shouldn't have gone outside. I mean, you're always gonna make the guy if he's gonna pass, you make him go the long way around versus you know at least protect your insides. I mean, that that that's a good. Um, a good read on it, but, but yeah, that's yeah. Uh, um, yeah. You got to know, right? You got to know who's behind you. And well, and when, and yeah. as racers, you know, like you, you you know that there's somebody behind you. Yeah, you know, like our peripheral vision when we're when we're racing is really good. Right. You know. Yeah. yeah. Like you you know. I'm always surprised when I talk to you guys after the race. Like you guys know where the, somebody's gaining on you. You know, you saw a battle for third on another lane. You guys are watching the clock, the tower. Like, you know what I mean? I'm always surprised at how much you guys are sort of aware of what's going on around you. It's amazing to me. Yeah. yeah. You know? And then you'll have a big old mistake in the whoops. You're like, hey, remember when you got really sideways in the whoops? And you're like, no, no, what, 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 when, where was that? No, dude, you got way sideways. We've seen the side <laughs> yeah, panel. Right, and you're right. like, shit, man, I don't remember that. <laughs> yeah, exactly, right? Um <laughs> Ryan, uh, uh, it's been an aggressive start to the season. I mean, obviously the Kenny uh, Anderson thing. Uh, we got Barsha on Bogle last week, right? We got Barsha uh, Anderson on Barsha or Barsha on Anderson. Sorry, Marv on Mookie. I don't know. It seems, and I know from talking to the AMA guys, uh, Dunge, they're a little concerned. This has been an aggressive start to the year. Do you do you think so too? Oh, hundred percent. It, it's definitely been aggressive, and I think that just—I mean, my take on it is like there's just there's a lot more guys who are closer. And when I was when we were racing, I mean, Billo, you could probably attest to this too. But like towards the you know fifteen, sixteen, when there was like six guys who you felt like you know you're all up there, you're all fighting for position that first lap, especially. So every it gets even more wild. Now you got nine or 10 guys or more. Mm-hmm. And it's just so wild that first lap and everybody's going for positions. And it's like, you, you got to make moves. And if you don't, you're kind of left in the dust and everybody's going to take advantage of you. Somebody's going to block past you. A bunch of guys are going to go by. Uh, it, it's just like, you got to fight for that position. And so I think the intensity is so much high, the pressure, um, you know, you know, these guys on the track, they're, you know, the, uh, the adrenaline and, and just everything the, that they're dealing with, they're they're trying to and you're nervous out there too you know mm-hmm. so you're kind of trying to make decisions clear headed but you're also kind of maybe maybe there's a little bit of panic going on but yeah there's you know a lot of a lot of takeouts and such and some maybe intentional some not but it's just I think it's just that competitive where it's getting you know there's a lot of bar banging going on you know yeah I, I was uh, our other co-host was supposed to be Jake Weimer here he should be here shortly. 
But Ryan, that was a guy that I saw you get aggressive with. Maybe the only time I saw Dunge got aggressive on Jake. I was going to bring that up and try to make things what? awkward. But oh, um, Anaheim. Yeah. Yeah. Anaheim. Where's the replay you uh, put up on the TV? I don't know if we have it. I don't even know what year. Dude, oh, yeah. I, I remember I remember me and him. I, I went in for the like a hard block, a hard pass on him at, at San Francisco, and then I ended up going down. <laughs> so shows how good I am at, uh, yeah, at really. that. But, and then uh, I, I know we got into each other at Dallas because we were fighting for a position like the last lap, but I, I don't remember cleaning him out. <laughs> uh, we'll have to f- ask him when he gets here. Maybe we'll bring it back on the stage. I'll, yeah. I'll, 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 I'll send it. I'll text it to you, Dudge. You guys can go over it. <laughs> yeah. um, uh, but, uh, no, lots to get into when it comes to uh, this 702-586-PULP. Got a question for Ryan Dungey uh, on the show. Dunge, uh, your Ryan Dungey Foundation, $60,000 you gave to St. Jude's uh, just last week. Uh, nice job. Congratulations. You're getting more involved with the foundation. Uh, that's something that's fairly new to you. Uh, good job, man. It's a, it's a, it's a cause close to your heart, isn't it? It is. It is. No, I appreciate it. And you know, we, we launched the foundation in June last year and, uh, got off to a really good start right away. We, we had our first, uh, event out at Fox Raceway, which was really cool. They're, uh, they're a founding partner of ours, Fox is, which is, uh, awesome to have their support, but we had a great event there. Uh, great turnout. A, a week later, we had one uh, another event here in Minnesota, a ride day, and um, also a great turnout. So that was pretty cool up at the BP Motor Ranch. And then, um, gosh, yeah, just really be, because of our founding partners, our partners, and then uh, the donors and fundraisers, everybody involved with this, we were able to, you know, write our first our beneficiaries are St. Jude and, and All Kids Bike, but we were mm-hmm. able to write our first check to St. Jude for 60000 which was really cool. And then uh, we've we've actually um, got um, five all kids bike programs uh, in in five schools across the nation, um, as well, just giving kids the opportunity to ride the bike. But but it's been awesome. It's off to a good start. Got a great group of people behind us. Got some awesome support from everybody, which is amazing. And then, you know, just just uh, fulfilling that mission of just creating opportunities for kids. So it's uh, yeah, I'm really really pleased with it. And it's also you know? for you, like bicycling, cycling is close to your heart too. You know what I mean? Like, that's something that you've always loved to do. You had your ride, of course, for years. You know what I mean? And oh, all yeah. that. Yeah, so this is a natural thing. And then, so Minneapolis Supercross, there can be some bikes delivered, I understand, too, which is awesome. There is. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. two of those uh, all-kids bike programs are actually here in Minnesota, which is which is cool. We we picked kind of the cities that, that in terms that have built me as a rider through my amateur career. And, yep. you know, Minnesota, Texas, California, and Florida uh, are the main ones. So we're going to put, put uh, two programs in, in schools here in Minnesota. We're going to actually build the bikes Friday uh, before uh, the Supercross here. Yeah. And then uh, we'll deliver them to, uh, to the schools. So it's, uh, that'll, it's all fun stuff. Yeah, that's awesome. Now, I, I heard about this, this, these cities that, you know, kind of launched you and helped you in your career. But was it, was it Dallas or Houston? Which, which one was it and why? I, I, I lost this meaning on that. Maybe tell us why you picked the Texas one. Uh, I just spent a lot of time in Texas. Oh, okay. So, uh, okay. It wasn't so much a moment. It was more just that was, um, you know, we would, we would head south uh, ah, between, got you it. Know, yeah, to yeah. Texas and, mm-hmm. you know, ride and train there during the wintertime. So that, that just was an area and just got a lot of relatives and family there. I, I love Texas. I loved, always enjoyed going back there. So it was also just an easy choice. Ah, okay. All right. Sounds good. Yeah. yeah. Congratulations, man. That's awesome. That's super cool. I talked to Sean Brennan a little bit. Uh, so we're yep. doing a, we're doing a live show, Minneapolis Friday night. You may make it, you may not depends on what goes on with you. Uh, but we're going to have a live show at in Brown brewery in Minneapolis. And we're giving some proceeds to St. Jude. 
So, um, yeah, we're also helping uh, the show a little bit out. So that's cool. I'm stoked yeah. to be able to donate and help those guys out. No, for sure. And I'm, I'm going to try to make that one if uh, we got the baby coming here soon. So hopefully, uh, yeah. hopefully we yeah. can squeeze it in there. That'd be that'd be cool. It'd be a, it's a good brewery, too. Baby, yeah. too, for Dunge. That's RV. right. Yeah. So it's coming. Have you have, yep. you have you seen RV's kids on Instagram, Ryan? Uh, that, I, yeah, I've, yeah, we follow. I follow them quite a bit. They're they're pretty talented little Dude, guys, man. You, well, I wouldn't go that far. Not yet. We don't know that. <laughs> yeah, yet. But, but I remember this is like I don't even think they were three, and they were like they right? had this skill. Well, they were they were maybe two and a half, and it was I don't remember. But you had them on SpaceX, and the 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 style and the skill, and they were jumping. And I was like, holy smokes, like. I'm, I mean, Harper's three almost, and then, like, she's not she's not on a space to get. Um, you know, that's just yeah. it. Like, I feel like RV. Like, look, okay, look, I am not uh, I'm not a parent, right? I only have a dog, so I don't know anything about kids. <laughs> not the same, Steve. No, no, no. But I feel like you're very aggressive with your kids. I feel like you are. Like, you're just, hey, yeah, you want to go jump that? No problem, kid. Well, no, I mean, I, I, no, like jumping. You, you have a loose parenting style. Well, I, yeah, maybe <laughs> loose, but not as loose as some. Okay. Yeah, I'm not coming down on you. No, I'm just, no, no, yeah, but yeah, I'm just, yeah. like, right. I, I'm, I mean, this next generation is going to be so soft. So I'm trying to, <laughs> like, I'm serious. This, I'm serious. They're going to be so soft. Right. Um, so, no. I, so, yeah, yeah. so I, I know, like, I, so, you know. Dunge, I'm probably your dad was probably similar similar to mine, and and my grandpa's still around now. So yeah. you know, like I've heard stories, and and you know, I and grew up with my grandpa, yeah. and and oh, thank you, sir, and trying to you know do you know way more physical loving on my boys, but also be tough on them like I was raised, so they get both of it. You know, like we're trying to do better than then you know in hopes we do better you know like oh well, yeah, yeah you know uh you know i don't want to say yeah. better than my parents because that's not the right way to say it but, but like yes. do you know be better you know change this and change that yeah. but but there's a lot of it it's like you know that that's made me or you you know dunge who you are today because of the the struggles or the battles or the the right. hard assness of 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 the parents you know and yeah Oh, and yeah. I think that's with like, and, and I have boys. I don't have a girl either. So I'm looking at it as like, you know, like, you, you know, push them to where, you know, you know, and I don't push them too hard. Like I only bring these guys riding when they ask to, to, yeah. to go ride. Yeah. Like I'm not right now. Like it's not like, Hey, we're going riding. Yeah, yeah. No, no, no. We went to Supercross on Saturday. They woke up says, or, you know, driving home. Hey, can we go riding? I said, yeah, if you wake up and tell me you want to go riding again right. or riding on sa- Sunday, we'll go ride. Yeah. So that's my kind of mentality. But as like the discipline side of it and like being hard on them, like I think being disciplined and hard on them just makes a, you right. know, a good human and, and a tough yeah, person I agree. I think, in the long run. I think sports is great. And Dunge, you, I think you believe the same thing. Like sports, oh, gotcha. c- competition. Win, lose, I like all of that for a kid. No, uh, yes, oh. you're right, but not not everybody gets a trophy. See, that's no. the problem with today's world. <laughs> everybody gets a trophy, and you can't do that because right. it raises pussies all the way to the end, and they all want a handout in the right. end. Okay, all right. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Um, yeah. No, no I, I hear you, and that's too. It's like um, I even think, you know, with, with little Harper, she's a girl too. So you, as a dad, you like, you want to catch them and you know, that you don't want them to fall. You don't want them. Well, as son, they got to learn like what pain is a little bit. They can't, you know, otherwise they're going to grow up and, 
not have the common sense of like, hey, don't don't do that. Yeah, one hundred percent. Yeah, like like we grew up racing, riding at a young age, and so these. And I think it's and not to say that you know. kids that ride motorcycles are better in cars but just for example like you're like hey if i crash my motorcycle going you know in third gear yeah that 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 really hurts but but we also have the wind in our face and the sound and all those feelings when you're riding we go get behind a wheel of a car you're in a closed environment you know Mm -hmm. like just using this as an example and then you go dude i'm doing 90 miles an hour and i don't even know it you know and (laughs) then you wad up your car you know, whatever you know, it's, yeah. it's different. You have a you have a you you have a uh, appreciation for speed, and you know, like well, if I fall off this couch yeah. onto the tile, it ain't gonna feel good. Right. This right. is dirt. Yeah. No, and I've seen your kids send it, so it's good. Uh, a Cherubies USA bringing you Ryan Dungey on the show. Please check it out at Cherubies USA. So, the clip on YouTube, Dunge, is called. Uh, it's called Dungey. Hold on, where, where was it? Here? Smashes Dungey smashes Weimer. So oh, we got it. Is. Well, you can't see it, Ryan, but we got on the screen. I gotta say, it's not as Where bad as it? I remember. It's on YouTube. Uh, if you, uh, it's it's round six, two thousand and twelve. It doesn't say. So um, wow. here we go. Oh, that was Dallas. That that I think that was Dallas. Yeah. Yeah. I, oh, that's I Jake's fault. In. Yeah, that wasn't even really that bad, that Ryan. That wasn't bad. <laughs> yeah, I I had to do something. I don't remember how it went out, but I remember I. Either I got to put a hole in his case or my case, but something was smoking. Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay, so you know what? I remember this being way worse. Oh, See, so this was in the 450 class too. This yeah. wasn't in the 250. Yeah, this is 450s. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. I think you, Villo, you won that night, I believe. You're right. He's leading right now on this replay, anyways. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> so yeah. Dungey's like, I gotta go. I, I, I got, I gotta get going. Right. <laughs> so, um, yeah. Oh, Weimer. Oh, yeah. I know. Poor, poor Weimer. Um, That'd be funny if he was here, though. Uh, he's, on the he's, he's on the ground. He's on the ground. He's on his way. way. Uh, how's how's RD Coffee? How's everything going there? I just put an order in uh, last week or two weeks ago. Uh, showed up. Uh, at I wouldn't know. So. I've never tried it. What? Nope. Never tried it. Dunge. Never tried Billow, it. Billow, I, I sent your wife reached out at the very beginning. I sent her a bag. Come on, man. Oh, maybe we did try it. That was a long time ago. <laughs> that was a long no. time ago. I need another one. Years ago maybe we used it no, already. I'm sure you did. Yeah, you, yeah I wouldn't. Uh, oh. Yeah, but no, it, it's going good. It's going good. I'm actually really pleased with it. We had a really busy um, you know, Christmas time, but things are slowing down a little bit. Yeah. But uh, it's been nice. It's been nice. We got some good reviews, um, got a lot of great feedback, and just it's in a really good place. We got whole bean as well as a mm-hmm. bunch of ground options now to – just make it accessible for a lot of people. Listen, so it's been really good. I'm not yeah. a coffee like snob guy like a lot of people are, but I, I, you gotta grind the beans. <laughs> it makes a difference. You gotta get yeah. whole beans and grind them. RV, is that where you're at? Are you grinding? We're, actually, currently, we have an, 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 an espresso, oh. but we're we're we do, like we're we go in the fad. Like we'll go in the espresso, and then we're like, yeah. I'm not really into this right now. I like the drip coffee, and we'll go back oh, to okay. drip, and then all, right. all of a sudden it'll be this, and it'll be something else, and okay. yeah. All right. I don't know. Dunge- I, I mean, I like my coffee. Yeah, but yeah, no, you're a coffee guy, Villo. I know. I, that. I am, but uh, but but right. you know, I we just we, fads. You know, right. I call it a fad. Dunge, where are you at? Yeah. What's your what's your preferred like system of drinking coffee right now? I, I go back and forth too. I mean, it's, I got an espresso machine, so sometimes it's that, sometimes it's drip coffee, pour over. It's it's kind of all dependent, like how much time you have. And I go in phases. I'll be run espresso for two months, and I'll be on the drip coffee program for two months. It just it's just kind of. I don't know whatever kind of feeling at the moment. And I like French press too. Like oh, French press, French is, press is too much for me. It's too strong. Too strong. Well, that's the bean. I don't know, man. I, I feel <laughs> when I've had French press, it's been too, too, 
too. Maybe you let it sit too long. Maybe I do. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, oversaturated. Don't do that. See? Okay. Um, so speaking of being upset uh, uh, with riders and everything else, have you? What was the angriest you two got with each other? Was there anything? I don't remember, but I mean, I'm sure privately you were both, you know, calling each other tons of names to your teams because you guys had such a rivalry. But like, I don't remember. Was there one? Was there something? I I don't ever really remember. We. Steel really City, Steel City, the last little... the last turn or the two turns to go in Steel City. Was there any words exchanged there? Anything? Well, no, it wasn't. I mean, I was pissed that I got castled. <laughs> right, I mean, right, right. Yeah, right. he could but... you could use that one as as that. You know, like nothing happened. But then you could right. use Indy when I led fucking till all the way till three laps to go. And what am I gonna say? Right. I got yeah. my ass whooped. Yeah, he caught you. Yeah. Um, you know, what, he, what, you, which race? Indy, where uh, was it? Indy, Indy. No, I don't know. Uh, I thought you were talking. Mi- about oh, sorry, oh. Minneapolis. Oh, oh Min- yeah. When, when yeah. I led eighteen yeah. laps, I think, and D- that was you know two Dunge laps wrote, to go. Duns rode really good. That I got night. passed in the whoops. Yeah, I you know. I I heard a rumor. I don't even know if it was true or not, but like it gave me a little bit of confidence that week. I remember hearing. They said you you were a little under the weather, so I was like, "All right, like here's my time to, to capitalize on this." And I don't know if you were. Or not, I don't but, know either. I mean, yeah. I felt like I was right. I, I don't think I was. I think looking back, I felt like I felt pretty good. I just struggled in that one set of whoops, you know, yeah. coming onto the yeah. flat straight across the straight there. And God, that place was loud that night, dude. Dude, it was. That's one of the loudest races I've ever <laughs> yes, raced. It was not. Yeah, it was confusing. It was almost distracting. I was just like, yeah, if you, yeah, if you could have told everybody to quiet down, you, you would have. <laughs> yeah, but like. Like, 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 awesome, maybe yeah. Dunge, you can, you know, you, you know, now being retired for, you know, five years, and I think what I'm, you know, coming up on yeah. eight years or eight. Do we years count now. your GP as racing? Yeah. Or do you... I don't know. I mean, you can count it if you want. I prefer not to. That's what but you, you can. You looped out. You can. You can. Right, right, I, I won't okay. hate you. For, I won't. Okay. You know, you can count it if you want. Um, I did get a win, by the way. Also, you did. So yeah, loop yeah. out and a win. So yeah. how, you can take it. Yeah. Uh, call it even. It's a draw. Right, right. So. Um, you, you know, like going back and looking at those, you know, it's it's pretty cool. Like, and if you were to watch it again, like, fuck, man, like that was a hell of a race. You look back and you yeah. look at it differently now. And every, I've yeah. talked to, you know, we've all talked to old timers, older, you know, retired yeah. guys. Like, say, yeah, you know, Rick Johnson or, or Albie or, right. you know, these, you know, Wardy. And it's like, oh, you know, you, you'll look back and you'll, you know how badass it was and it, it is pretty cool to look back and and have that and actually have it's on you know it's accessible on youtube yeah. and things like yeah. that and like that was a hell of a race like <laughs> it was yeah. yeah it was yeah i mean it's and you're and you're so right like yes you know you watch them on youtube you got everything's on youtube today so you can rewatch it and it does it gives you chills it makes you miss it it, it uh yeah it makes you kind of appreciate i think as, it as, makes you look i think for me i look back at it and look like and and remember or you know remember or be like god we were really good you know <laughs> yeah. like because you live yeah. it every single day yeah, and you train you it right, and you right. do it and you live it you sleep it you breathe it yeah and it's just like second nature and it is what it is and we have that mentality it's like fuck we got to do this again it's another saturday night and it's mm-hmm. monday morning again yeah. and we got to go back and do it again and blah blah yeah. blah but then when you get some time away from it obviously been retired for like i said eight years i think it is almost for me right um, but then you're like, well, dude, we were really good. What? Yeah. And even all the nights you get seconds and thirds or even every time you're not, if you didn't win or if you're second or third, you kind of walk away from the race too, like kind of let down, like, dang it. Like <laughs> right. you're like yeah. bummed out and you don't know, you don't really 
soak in like yeah. how good of a night it, it really was. You know, hundred percent. And I think that's and I don't know where that stems from. If and I think part of that stems from us just being. Was it the families? Was it the dads being well, like we're, not we're, after? No? Not when we were pros. I no, think no, just no. Okay. Our, yeah, just yeah. us as as human beings now. Like yeah. we were ex- we were we were expected to produce. You know, yeah. to be to be at this level yeah. as kids, you know, and as as young teenagers, and and it, and it comes up. So, like, our as personal human beings, our expe- expectations are very high. Yeah. But I think yeah. the teams do a bad job on on like a second and a third. The the, uh, the atmosphere of the team. If you lose. Yes, yeah. a, a lot of times. Right. Not that like you know, like hey, we're we're. You, Yes, you got second. You know we're in it. Like this is you know like yeah. and what I the way I can look at it now is is like you let's use Coop as an example or the inconsistency in our sport. You know that we've seen since yeah. you've retired, Ryan, because you retired after me. Yeah, the inconsistency and it's like, dude, you'll have a guy that goes from first to eighth to fifth to second to 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 tenth. Yeah, and you have this this inconsistency where me or or you and you know like. Uh, Chad, when when yep. Chad was was on, like James, Art, Ricky, yeah, those, like, like the, Ricky, like yeah. the consistency was so well, much more consistent that you know we, uh, it's, it's different. Why and I were just talking about this because we've seen guys indoors and out. Uh, Tomac's been close, but since you retired, Dunge, like we just took it for granted that if you were the baddest dude in Soupy then you'd be riding 17 of those and then 12 nationals and you'd be the baddest dude in one of those and maybe you'd go well, back and forth. think about it. It went from Ricky right. to then... Uh, well, James, a little bit of James. James went 24-0. Yeah. So you had you had a stint of James. So it was Ricky, James. Um, I just think these guys now... Me, Dunge. Like you had a, you right. had 20, almost what, almost 20 years, pushing close to 20 years yeah. of like... Of a guy that would that was a contender for Supercross that you knew yep. there was no questions yep. that was going to be a contender and there was no questions that he was going to be a contender outdoors. Yep. Period. We, yep, we've seen it with Eli a little bit, but Jason Anderson and Coop and a couple other guys they just haven't been able to do it. And Wygan mm-hmm. and I were talking Dunge like twenty nine races indoors and out, hot weather. Like it, it's really special. Don't say twenty nine because at Monster Cup, Dunge would show up the same as he showed up at Anaheim one, and I would show up the same. <laughs> yeah, right. and, and MXON the right, same right. fucking thing. Yeah. Which it was Anaheim one all over again. Every yeah. ra- yeah. every gate drop it, was the same. For yeah. Us. yeah, yeah, Dunge. It's, it's something to look back on and admire. Yeah, it is. It is, and just back into back up to uh, what Villa was saying. Just like yeah, you're you're constantly evaluating yourself, Cause, and you know, there's no time to celebrate these wins. Really, you you you. It's ten o'clock at night. You're going to bed. You're off to the airport. You're on to the next race. It's like you're you're always so forward thinking. You you don't really get time to absorb like what we're talking about. Like wow, we get to now we get to look back and and really enjoy. And that's kind of what I think about you know a lot of these racers. And it's a lot of the you know it's like it's such a short career. Like and it, and then you know some of it ain't easy. And and maybe you know you feel burnt out and this and that. But at the same time, it's like it's so short. And one day it's going to be all over, and you're going to be wishing you were back in this position. And and you have plenty of time to enjoy the moment. But my and, question yeah, is: is how do you change the mentality, or how do you change the thought process of say teams? Because the racing's not going anywhere. So well, that's I my question. Like, yeah, you know, we're bred that we're you know like you win and this, you're only as good as your last race. Well, and I, I think it's perspective, right? And as a rider, 
um, you know, the, the race team, everybody's hired to, hey, we're here to win races, and, and every, that's the expectation. And and I think I think the rider is in the most influential position to control that nature of, you know, how they inspires the team, how he encourages the team. Hey, good job. You know, like, I, I think a lot of the riders look for the team to, hey, it's okay, you'll get them next weekend. But, like, like the rider, you know, Invest back into the team, you know. Tell your suspension guy, dude, what a great job they're doing. We're going to get it. Let's, let's keep mm-hmm. pushing. And it, but it's also a scenario where it's like, it is. It's it's such a fast pace of life. I, I remember when we'd race thirty, the, the races we'd race through the year. It was like the year would go by like like the blink of an eye. It would go by so fast because you were you're always on the go. And I think you're just always forward thinking to the next one. But. Yeah, you also got to keep things in perspective and, you know, soak up the moment and live in the moment too and, and realize, you know, what a, what a moment. Yeah. It, it's hard. There's a lot of, yep. there's a lot of, it's a tough dynamic, but it's, it's, um, yeah, it's uh, just, it's, it's tough. It's complex. Uh, let's take some calls. We, uh, can you stick with us a little bit, Ryan? Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, we'll take some calls. We do have a guy wanting to know if you have any plans to make cold coffee in a can, similar to Starbucks or Black. Cold brew. I have, I, yeah. I've thought of it. I'm not quite there yet. Um, I've, I've always kind of just mentioned the cold brew. We have recipes on, online and everything like that. But um, make your own cold brew, that is. But yeah. maybe maybe one day if we can get to the can, that'd be nice. All yeah. right. Uh, a Cherubies USA bringing you Ryan Dungy. Let's get to some phone calls. Of course, the lines are full. Uh, first <laughs> up, but what? No, they are. Of course, the lines are full. Well, it's Ryan Dungey on the phone. It's you in studio. You know, these people want to talk to you guys. <laughs> yeah, we're the big time. You're big time guys. Yeah, big time. I, I had Wygant here like two weeks ago. Who cares about Wygant? Yeah, that's right. Who right, cares? Right. Uh, <laughs> Nick, go ahead. What's your question for uh, RV and Ryan Dungey? Hey, can you hear me? Yep. You're good. It's, okay. Thank you. Uh, hey, so real quick, I actually uh, flagged Atlanta, and you always think, like, you hear Dungey talk, and you always think he's a real nice guy. Him and I made eye contact on the track. He came over and talked to me for, like, five minutes. At some point, I'm like, hey, uh, man, like, I appreciate you coming over. You don't have to talk to me, though. I don't feel obligated. And he kind of <laughs> looks around, and he's like, no, I uh, I really don't have anything to do right now. And I was like, okay. So we kept talking about coffee some more. And I was nice. like, this guy is legit. Um, but so real quick with uh, Baker's Factory, I know you guys probably get a lot of questions about this. Everyone's kind of been, or you guys have been there. And um, my question was, you know, there are guys leaving at different times in their career. And I think I heard an interview one time with Dunge where he was saying that he actually found before he went there that he was actually maybe working almost harder to some extent. I don't know if that was maybe a more smarter, not harder type thing. But, you know, and then you have like Tomex dad. He's talked that you kind of have a 10 year career, like at the really tip of the spear, um, you know, guys mm-hmm. talk about burnout there a lot. Uh, like, do we see, uh, different people seem to just last there much longer or shorter, whatever. Do you think it's a part of a, a time in their career? Because it's not like Webb has any different responsibilities that he left, right? He still has to basically win. Um, so yeah. why do you think people leave at different times? And, you know, is it, is it, uh, you know, is it really burnout? Is it more that Eldon's so disciplined that no one can be on his level? Is it just Eldon? Gen- I mean, I know he's a great guy, so mm-hmm. uh, always had a question about that. All right. Yeah. Who wants, you want to go? Who wants to go? Go ahead, Ryan. Dungy, go ahead. Um, yeah, so I guess in the beginning, well, yeah, I was over. I was working hard. I mean, Villa Boda was winning every dang championship so it's kind of hard to shut my mind off during the week so yeah i was probably doing a lot just trying to trying to find the confidence but i had a lot of doubt too i know that like when the opportunity opened up with eldon 
Um, I had already passed it up once. I wasn't going to do it again. So that that's, you know, once mm-hmm. that, that time came, um, it, it was nice. It just simplified things. It took the doubt out of my program. I knew, I knew everything that I was doing was right in line and just what I needed to be. But, yeah, I mean, Eldon's program is very structured. It's good. It's very professional. Um, it brings a lot of confidence, uh, physically good, mentally good, the, the whole nine. And I, my, my whole take on it is just simply put is, you know, I was told by Johnny O'Mara, you got 10 years to, to really make, make this thing happen before that kind of candle goes out, you know, mm-hmm. and, and right around that 10 year mark, that's, that's when, you know, I started feeling the effects of just of, of the whole, you know, everything kind of adding up, but it wasn't necessarily Eldon. I think, I think a lot of people, you, you have two options. You can, you know, you can get 20 years out of your, a 20 year career and, and kind of, you know, mediocre, or you can get, you know, 10, 11, really, really solid, solid years. And I think, you know, a lot of these riders, when it starts to become in the burnout and they want to keep going, and I don't think it's burnout so much. It's, it's a tough program, but at the same time, it's, it's, it brings results. It's, it's what it takes. And, and it's not an easy life yeah. either. You know, you're, you're in, you're, you're kind of, um, it, it gets a little bit lonely. You're kind of, it's you and your wife kind of doing your thing. You have your small group of people around you. You're racing. You start to kind of question, you know, things, but at the same, not, not the program, but yeah, just, just like, you know, but at the same time, it's like, no, like I just always reminded myself, you hit it hard. You do the best you can. And when it's done, it's done, you know, and, and you move on. And so other people have different takes on it. You know, if they choose to leave Eldon and to, 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 to get it, to get more of um um, you know, um, you know, more just to have more fun or enjoyment or get more out of it. And, and, and that's awesome, you know, but we've also seen everybody who, who has left Eldon, it, it just hasn't gone. It, it, it's been mediocre results too. And I, and, and that's not, that's just me mm-hmm. speaking for what it is. You know, I'm not, no, I, I agree. I agree. I agree. I agree so with that. I, you know, it's, it's a, you know, um, it's a perspective, you know, you, you, you do anything I, the way I looked at, it, I'd have done anything to work with Eldon. I got the chance to work with Eldon. I wasn't going to, you know, overlook that opportunity or, or take it, take it for granted. And, you know, you just, you know, once you start winning and, and you start getting all these things and then you start, you know, you got to get, yeah, stay humble. Don't get a big head, you know, don't, don't get arrogant, you know, don't always think you're better, be open to criticism, you know, keep being open to learning, you know, mm-hmm. you, you can't shut all those doors that a lot of people do and then it end up, it doesn't end up going really well. So that, I mean, RV, you can, you yeah, can I mean, I'll, I'll go a little less political, like straight, <laughs> like narrow, but. Uh, well, yeah, you despise the guy. Yeah. <laughs> no, but I, I think that, um. Looking at it, it has. I don't think it has anything to do with Eldon's program. Mm-hmm. Like looking, and I personally think right. that Eldon's program, Dunch, has gotten easier since me and you. I think he's he's had to alter. Because his, he's gotten a revolt from guys a little uh, bit. Well, yeah. I think, and I think in the media's in 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 what comes out is that's what gets said. I, I it's Eldon yeah. burning me out. It's Eldon burning me out. I I disagree because I can go back and I think, like I said, I think it's gotten easier. I think he's changed up his program. I think he's he's done uh, you know certain things, and I don't. I disagree with some. Like he's he's pretty much all plant based now. Yeah, which I disagree with. Right. 
I do. I, I would I'd say now I, I disagree with all plant, like most plant-based other than fish. I think he's only on fish because I had a great conversation with him uh, two weeks ago, I think mm-hmm. it was. And I said, oh, you're on this plant-based shit, you know? And <laughs> he's like, yeah, mate, you know, it's, you know, it's good. This, that. And I say, yeah, well, that ain't for me. So I disagree with that. But I honestly yeah. think his training has probably gotten, I don't want to say he's gotten, right. uh, you know, soft but he's 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 altered his training to uh you know because i think that i'm going to just say it i don't think some of the guys not all of them Mm -hmm. some of them aren't as as they don't have as thick a skin as as we do or we did right now we're soft now but um (laughs) and and i'm just this is my opinion right this is my opinion so so i think that i think that he's altered his thing to 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 the athlete yeah to try to keep these guys keep these guys but honestly what really comes down into like burning guys out in my opinion is is our schedule and I wanted to bring up like the winning a championship, and we all celebrate, but we don't celebrate for second. Like I watched something, uh, like something came across on on Instagram that mm-hmm. was in Europe, yep. MXGP, where um, oh yeah, second Febra. place Febra. was partying yes. and celebrating as hard and as big as first place. Yeah, yeah. That's an achievement in itself, and I think that our sport has to understand that to get second in Supercross is a fucking big deal. To get third, to make the podium in Supercross is a big deal. Is it winning? No. Do you get the bonus check of winning? No. Yeah. But to be consistent enough to be second and third is yeah. a big thing. You know, do yeah. I, I'm sitting here. I would I would never want to be sitting in second and third. I know. You know, Kenny. But Kenny gets I'm some a, criticism. I got second in both series last year. Exactly. Like, <laughs> like, and and even even me, even me, I'm like, oh well, you know, you know second that's great you know but like right. that is a thing that i think we need to change our thinking a little bit mm-hmm. and be like hey this is these guys are very sm- very very small percentage of of the world that yeah. can ride this ride one of these motorcycles and do what they do and to be second and third in a series is huge i agree so i think it's our industry standard is too high on the side of like you know if it's not winning mm-hmm. we yep. suck um, we have 32 races a year, you know, or whatever the hell it is. If you race motocross right. nations, you race monster cup. I know that's kind of gone now, right. but like uh, uh. the schedule is a huge thing. I think is what burns people out. You, our minds never have a chance to actually have a break. Uh, thanks, Nick. Thanks for the call. Thank you. Yeah. Thanks. Guys. Thanks. Uh, yeah. Count me as surprised. Dun- uh, Tomac is 29 Dunge right now. And you guys, both of you were long done by then. and um, But he started winning a little bit later, yeah. too, right? Yep. No? Yeah, yeah, yes, yeah. yes, no, in the yeah. 450. You, you, both, like, of you, both of you left lots of money and lots of titles, on the, uh, you know, because you were, you were done. You felt like you accomplished it, you know? I, I don't know if it was accomplished. I, I think Dunge could have raced another two or three yeah, years of successfully of winning, and yeah. I could have raced another two or three years right. potentially successfully in winning. Yeah. But, yeah, but the, we say that, but like the the mind, the, the but our the heart, our head mind, wasn't in it. Yeah, our heart, yeah. our heart, yeah. I think heart was in it. The mind, yeah. but our mind wasn't in it. Yeah. Right. Uh, let's get a couple more calls here before yeah. we uh, yeah. let Dungy go. Uh, Tony's on three. Tony, what's your question for Ryan Dungy? Oh uh, man, it's actually more than that. But I just got to say, what an honor it is to be on the phone with both you guys, even you, Steve. Oh, thank but you. It, uh, <laughs> uh, just to be able to see both your guys' careers. Um, as not as amateurs, but first coming on the 250s and then hanging it up. So 
I got to say, I'm pretty happy to be on the phone with both you guys right now. Uh, so Thanks, I'm going to butter you up first before Thank I ask the question here. Um, <laughs> no, I have a Wheaties box that I've been holding on to with the hopes to get autographed. So, Dunge, if if you could, that'd be awesome. If not, I totally get it. Um, how, how does uh, uh, yeah? How do you, how do you, how does somebody send that to you, Ryan? Do they see you at Minneapolis or something, or what? What, what, what we got to do? Oh gosh, I, I would probably just at a race. What what, what races are you going to be at? Dunge, you don't uh, have you know, a peel box? Just send it to the peel box. Yeah, I got a. All right. Um, Not your address. The peel box at the at the UPS store. You know when you got the lock yeah, box. He knows what a PO box <laughs> is. Well, I'll send it there. <laughs> your local do UPS the, uh, guy. Do, do the. Um, um, Gosh, I don't know. I, I I'd have to. I got. I don't even have a PO box. <laughs> I know. Neither uh, do I. I don't have one either. <laughs> yeah, I know. And, yeah, right. and the other thing was is that, like, you know, I remember, uh, you know, hearing the show and talking, like, Villapoto talking about how, you know, once you retire, like, everybody forgets about you in the sport. And I want to know how you guys, if people still forget about you, or since you guys are still doing things, and um, and how that, you know, how you guys, how you pretty much feel about that comment because. You know, I went to 8-1, and I was tripping out because I saw Pike there just standing there in the crowd and, like, nobody talked to him. Um, I saw Kennard walking through, and I, I was excited to see these guys because these are the guys that I see in the race. And it just kind of made me wonder if, like, you know, how do you guys see it, you know, and how, how you guys are now post-racing. <laughs> Go ahead, Bill. I mean, look, I think that it's it's good. It's it's great that I can walk into Anaheim and and not – be you know bombard i can go where i want to go yeah, like, you don't have, freely yeah, now yeah, which yeah. is which is nice um i i think there's and i wasn't and dunge wasn't either and i must speak for you right now but i don't think we were very ego driven you know like people where we needed that like spotlight of like who who am i you know like um yeah. when i go want to when i want to go buy a new truck i hope you know who i am so i get that deal you know but yeah. like <laughs> in the pits you know it's not like a, you know like so it's kind of nice to be able to walk through there um and not be you know, seen, you know, for our kids ask, you know, point of view, like it'd be nice for them to, you know, be able to see what dad actually did, you know, but yeah. I, for me personally, I don't think it bothers me very much. My, my wife might have something different to yeah. say about it, but I don't, I, I honestly, I don't really think for me, like the spotlight part of it was the TV, the spotlight, the interview, things like that, other than with like Steve and certain people we knew inside the industry, but like going to do TV, going to do like the pre-show stuff, like that all stuff for me, like was like almost, I guess we maybe it's my mindset was more of like, God, I really got to do this again. Like I got to sit down for, you know, two or three hours, but it's part of the job, you know? Well, Don has been on the, the, the TV show doing pit reporting job, doing a good job. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, yeah. I don't, I don't mind either. I honestly, it's just when you're racing, it's like, yeah, there's, there's a lot of buzz going around, and when you're done, it's, it, you know, that calms down. Which, which, yeah, I don't, I don't care. It's just sometimes you just enjoy being at the races too and seeing everybody, and yeah, it's kind of fun just kind of cruising in. Uh, thanks for the call, man. Thanks. No thank worries. you. Thank you guys, man. Enjoy. Hope thank you. you. Appreciate it. Uh, Ryan Villapoto, Ryan Dungey, brought to you by uh, Cherbies USA. Um, all right, Dunge, thanks for uh, thanks for calling in, man. And again, 60, yeah. 60k to St. Jude, uh, Ryan Dungey Foundation. Um, we got more coming down the road for that. Yeah, that's awesome, man. Congrats on that. Yeah, stuff. That's thank really you. Cool. No, I uh, enjoyed the time with you guys here. I didn't know we were going to be on here for forty five minutes, but it's always fun. Well, Enjoy let's grab a glass of wine next time you're in Newport. Yeah, grab some we're, wine with RV and bring it. some coffee for him because apparently, yep. yeah, 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 we got to get you got to get you set up there first and foremost. Yeah.
But, yeah, it's good to see you guys here in person here real soon. Awesome. Thanks, Ryan. Thanks for calling. All right, Dunge. Later. All right. See See you guys. That's uh, that's Ryan Dunge, everybody. Jason Thomas coming up right next. Uh, When can I pee? You can pee right now. Oh, I can. You want to pee right now? Yeah, that's great. Okay, good. Okay, go. Uh, brought to you by Cherubis USA. I want to thank the folks at Firepower, firepowerparts.com. Uh, you know who uses Firepower? Chiz does, and we absolutely love Chiz. He's a privateer hero. Uh, they're committed to offering superior products with over 50 years' experience in the industry. Don't waste money when replacing OEM batteries or chains when you can get more power and supreme reliability by choosing Firepower. They offer a wide variety of chains from heavy-duty roller to O and X-ring, all made in Japan, firepowerparts.com, backed by a two-year warranty. Uh, Shorty's tuning in, Marks, and he's very stoked on the uh, vest. So, I'm sure he is. It looks good. Yeah, thank yeah, you. It looks. I, I, I love it. Looks the, fly. I love the fact that I got like a Dakar vest that's custom for Shorty. That's tight. I'm super sure. jealous of the Dakar. Yeah, vest, that's by true. The way. You would actually probably would be. You'd probably be more stoked on this. I mean, I'm 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 beyond static, but I you, think I would be right. same level. Right. Same level. Uh, thanks to MotorcycleIndustryJobs.com uh, for sponsoring the show as well. Uh, upload your resume for free today. And if you're a company in the industry and you're listening to this and you're looking for some of the best people out there, uh, we give a lot of press to MotorcycleIndustryJobs.com, and a lot of people have used them to find jobs. Um, uh, so thanks to those guys. Upload your resume for free today. Job of the week, product line manager level one at Western Power Sports, uh, yeah, really cool company, obviously up in Boise, Idaho, and uh, they got a full-time um, job for a product line manager, level one, uh, fly design department. So, uh, t- Jason Thomas, what's up, man? How are you? What's happening? What is this job? Uh, do you know? I don't know. Okay. I don't uh, know. Is they're seeking a talented, creative, detailed, focused product line manager to be responsible for the segment strategy for the assigned fly product segment. Yeah, sounds like a real fancy job. Yeah, and, and we have a bunch of different brands, right? So there's, you know, uh, street and off-road and snow, um, and there's, you know, at, at times bicycle projects. So it could be a myriad of different things. Um, you know, they're they're developing new things all the time. So yeah, never really know. There, there are designers down there that I've actually never met in person, believe it or oh, not. Wow, so, okay. All right. Yeah. Uh, Jason Thomas on the line, Fly Racing, flyracing.com, motorcycleindustryjobs.com. Thank you to those guys. Hey, uh, RV, uh, yes. Dun- Dunge was good. Yeah, it was great. Yeah, it was a good interview. Yeah, no, it was good. Can't believe I hasn't sent you coffee yet. I think he did actually. We drank it yeah, like this but, was, but when it first came out. Yeah. So but, um, I could use some more dunge if you're watching. Uh, Jason Thomas on the line. Uh, so JT. Um, so what, what? What was the big argument about? JT didn't like the Anderson move at all. Hmm. Yeah. Hmm. So JT, have you thought about this anymore? Have you? Have you? Have you, have you, still- you got to explain. You got to explain it to me. I I need to explain it to you. Yeah, I think you do. Uh, I just didn't think it was the smartest move if you're trying to win a championship. I, I think he does that pretty often. Um, I don't think that's a move you would see Eli or Cooper or yourself or Dunge or uh, just insert whatever uh, you know perennial all you know champion that's in the hunt every year mm-hmm. and going down to the wire. I don't think okay, that's so a move I, that I, they would make. I don't disagree with that what you said but let's look at like uh kenny outside right sand section and in my opinion the lines came together on the outside a little bit at the very exit of the turn in my opinion also kenny should have known that 
that somebody or Jason was behind him. As we, like we talked on the show early, like our peripheral vision is really good when you're racing. Like, as you know, like, you know, who's behind you. Yeah. You just feel it and hear it. You can feel it. You can, and most of the time you, you, you actually know, like, you're like, fuck, this is a green fender and it's gotta, it's either an AC ain't racing. So it's gotta be Jason. So, um, I, you know, I, could have Jason gone up the inside a little harder and cut back? Yeah, he probably could have. But the, all end of all, he Jason's bar came out in front of Kenny's, and then I look at it and say it's Kenny's issue for for not you know realizing that he was being aware being yeah. aware of that yeah. that was going to happen. He was on the outside. What happens when you go on the outside? Well, you leave the inside door open. Yeah, I, I do think Kenny should take some blame for not having better racecraft in that moment, um, which we've seen happen to him before. You know, Cooper has taken advantage of him several times and, and just that way, not always with, you know, contact where he is flying off his motorcycle and that, you know, that one picture that's floating around out there. Uh, but I, to me, it's more of a, I was, I wanted to more comment on the approach and the things that I see Jason do more often than not. I just don't think over time, that those work out the best. Well, I agree with sure. I agree with that. Yeah. I, I don't. Th- you can't, uh, you know, racing for a championship every single year. Putting yourself, he could have put a hole in his case on 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 you know the other not the clutch side but the ignition side. He there are the radiators yeah. there. Yeah. There's a lot of things that could have happened. That's not the smartest move to do for sure. He could have more than likely more than likely with that run that he had through the sand, he could have ran him high in the next one. Yeah, that, that's really what was my main point was. I, I don't love rough riding in general. You don't. But you you really I, I don't. don't. Yeah. I don't. But I will say from my point of view, it, the racing this year, and I don't know if it's because the guys have been a little more consistent this year um, so far, but it's been exciting to see. You know, like oh, of course. I consider, yeah, I consider sure. us as – you know, like, you know, there's not much, there's really nothing like it other than bull riding, really. I mean, to a certain extent, you know, like we're riding a machine that, you know, they're riding bull, right, we're riding right, a machine, right. like sucker could blow up or, you know, you sure. get taken out or there's a lot of things that could happen. So I don't know. I, I think that looking, looking at it, I think it's, I weigh that it's probably 80% Kenny's fault for number one for going outside. Yeah. Yeah, I think Kenny should be pissed at Anderson, and and he's got one coming. And Anderson, yeah, I mean he could have had some issues, but to me, the outs in, you're you're in second. Guy leaves the inside. You're going fast because you caught him a little bit. Go for it, and, and it, that shit happens. I mean, I think I, I, I think the one thing with Jason is he's a loose rider in general. So yeah. like J, like JT, like you said, like he tends to do that more times than not because he's just kind of like he's just like that carefree loose rider. But he reminds me a little of myself, where like you get away with a or Ricky, where you get away with a. What happened this guy? Oh, yeah, you you get away with a lot of. He gets away with a lot of stuff, meaning like when the sucker kicks out sideways, right. or you're like, dude, he should have crashed there, but he saves right. it, or yeah. you know, he's just that guy. And I, I guess I just go back to round one where he gets aggressive with Barsha, and I'm like, what are you doing? Why would you ever instigate something with Barsha? Because He's waiting for that. Like he 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 wants that, and you, you end up instead of being on the podium, you end up tenth. Yep, I race, I right? and I agree with that too. I don't think that he intentionally was like, dude, I'm I'm going to jump this finish line, and I'm just going to blow Kenny's doors off. No, I don't either. I, it's more of just the decision making process. I but think, some people don't make good decisions in life. Absolutely, absolutely. 
yep. you know, I don't very know. True. <laughs> no, I do. Very true. Uh, I, I but do, I guess but. we, you know, we, we sit here every Sunday and we're armchair quarterbacking these things. I just think that's a place where he could be better and he would put himself in a better position to win a championship by being a little bit more patient there. Do you, I 100% agree. Do you take back some of your words to me, your harsh words to me? To you, no. Oh, okay. to you. definitely not. <laughs> wow. Okay. No, we never do that. Okay, all right. Uh, Fly Racing, flyracing.com. Please check them out. Uh, so we just talked to Dunge and, and Ryan. They had a great conversation about you know retiring early. Oh, Dunge, text me now. Oh, Send me your address. Okay. I'm sending it to now. Okay. Do you want to say the address on the air or no? No, no. Okay. I'm just saying. Okay. Keep going. Uh, so, um, and, you know, we talked about how Tomac's 29, JT, and he's coming on here. I'm going to ask him about it. But count me as surprised that, uh, you know, Dunge and Villapoto walked away with all this money and all these titles. Dude, we don't live in a house like this. My ceilings aren't nearly as oh, tall as this. Oh, here we go. Okay. All right. <laughs> uh, They're not. This cubic, is cubic footage. Did JT text you before the show and tell you? I swear that? to God. I don't even know if JT has my number. You don't have my number. Okay. It's, it's number one or number two, typically. Yeah. Uh, okay. Okay. Yeah. This is JT's, high on the list for JT. I this, didn't know that. That's this great. Is, this is his <laughs> joke to every single fucking text I'm in. When someone says, "Do you have this guy's number?" and then he replies with the guy's <laughs> racing number. He's been doing that for five years. That's his number one joke. Okay. Anyways, Tomax twenty nine. Are you angry about? It? I'm not angry. Not it's angry so about brutal. It. So brutal. I just know it's coming. I'm just like this poor sucker that just asked for this rider's number. Here it comes. That was uh, number two. Yeah. Number one. No. Um, okay. Uh, Tomac, 29. Still going, JT. And, you know, uh, got, the, got the red plate. JT, like, maybe you'll okay. know. I asked right, Steve. He didn't, he didn't know. He didn't know. <laughs> Did he start winning a little later in his career than Dunge or me? I think he didn't really figure out how to win championships in the 450 class until he was older than you guys were. That that's how I would. Best so that's put it. so you know is how, that you know buy, races, so, so does that uh, buy him another? Uh, uh, maybe not. Maybe he's better than we are. I don't know. I'm just saying. Does that buy him an extra two or two year two? You know, two or three years. Honestly, I don't think so because I don't think you had to stop. I mean, when you left, then no, Dundee I didn't have to stop. Over. I didn't have to stop. Right, but I, but I think you could have been winning at 29. Is all I'm saying. I do so believe I, that, but mentally I was fried. So like, sure, of course, right. I, I'm and wondering I think that's why he left. I think that's why he went to Yamaha because he needed to do something different, or he was going to step away. I think that was coming. Yeah. Yeah. I think the frustration was building. He wasn't having a good time. The financial side of it was secure for him. So if it wasn't fun anymore at some point, I think he was out. I think I've said this this on another show that if I would have left Kawasaki, it would have bought me another at least two years, maybe three. Yeah. Well, I mean, we can get into that now. I totally agree. So I talked about Well, You wanted me to wait. I did, but let's let's do it now. It's go time now. It's go time. Okay. So Eli looks happy. Like I talked to him at Anaheim 1 before at the Will Call trailer. Dude, he seemed different Eli. He really did. Like happy, laughing, talking about the bike, pretty open. He seems really happy in all the interviews. And now, especially after we won, you know, he's, he's been in a great mood. He's coming on the show tonight. That always hasn't always happened. But the flip side, though, is Jason Anderson, RV, is riding maybe the best he has in years, maybe ever. Uh, and he's on Cowie now, which is Eli's old team. I just think, and JT and I were discussing this on the review, why can't too? Like, just the switch to a new... Doesn't need doesn't need to be the bike, just the new no, atmosphere. I, so I think it's so looking back on you know looking back on my career that and also I think I was you know call it stunted in a way, but because I came from pro circuit and mm-hmm. most of the people that at, at Kawasaki were 
at, at Kawasaki already. So they, they already knew I was coming that way. Yep. They already knew me. I hung out with Big B. I hung out in the truck quite a bit. So, uh, and, and maybe I'm way wrong, but I, you know, I don't want to use the word they treated me as a kid, even when I was, you know, 25, yeah. yep. you know, 24, 25. But if I would have went to, say, switch that up and at, when I decided to retire and say, okay, screw it, I'm going to just move to a different team, yeah. which I couldn't yeah. have. I couldn't. You have. had one offer, right, earlier? Not Early, the last year. But, but it wasn't yeah. even close. Money-wise, yeah. it didn't, you know, right. financially did not make any any sense. Right. But if I would have moved, then you're, you kind of, you build this whole new foundation inside of a team where I wish, looking back, that I would have been able, I would have moved so that I could have then called a little more of my shots and had a little more you know, like, yeah, I want to do this. And, okay, we'll do yeah. that. And, yeah, and, not, and, pretty rigid. and not be a dick about it, right. but just, you know, I think that those people would, you know, a new team would would bend a little more where I was doing the bender, bending as yeah. a rider. Right. If that yeah, makes sense. I, yeah, absolutely it does. And I, don't, and I know we know Cowie's pretty rigid and pretty strict in what they want you to do. I don't know. The I, bikes I, and stuff, you know, but we know that. But I think every team is. Every yeah. corporate manufacturing team is 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 I think, rigid and I stiff. think the star guys with Eli. Eli but they're calls, not fat. Yeah. Well, yes, they're factory, yeah, but they're but a not, satellite right, factory, right? right? Not so a, a corporate. Unless right. I'm, I'm, I mean, I'm a Yamaha guy, but unless yeah. I'm seeing something wrong, yeah. like, you know, they're more like Mitch. Yeah. yeah. It's more of um, a, they run their own kind of team. But with Anderson going to your old team. Like, I don't think that Cowie's so much better than Husqvarna. I just think that it's new people, a new it's team. New. Yeah, he's yeah, got a new yeah. fender in front of him. Right. He's got new people. Right. You know, like, he's older. He's more mature. So he's coming into a new team because, remember, he was with Bobby at KTM. Yep. And then that team was a lot of the same yep. personnel. Yeah, Suzuki, KTM, Husky, yep. Yep. So then, you know, it, it, I, I think it helps to move. Right. As you're more mature when it's time to move and right. you move to a different team and you're more of a man and you're, you know. Yeah, able to be a little bit. I don't know. So, you process things different. Uh, Travis just looked up some stats. Eli's first outdoor title in the big bike class was at 23. Okay. You were close. You were 23 for your title. Okay. Dunge was 20 and then 23 for the second one. So hasn't really done any winning later like you thought. Around the same age. Yeah, just say. Not four in a row. No, no, okay, all right. <laughs> I mean, if you want to go, like, and then, yeah. you know, if yeah, I yeah. didn't race right. outdoors, I won. Yeah. Well, we know. Well, I'm just saying, yeah. I think that and has USA a- hasn't won Motocross the Nation since. Me. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you brought it up. I didn't. I know, I know. Jason Thomas on the line, Fly Racing, flyracing.com. A um, couple other things from the weekend. Uh, Vince Freeze, you saw that? I did see it look like Ricky all over again. Right? Kind of San Diego 99 a little bit. Exactly. Did Ricky get hit in the head? Oh, yeah. Was it more like body? It was worse. Swatted by Albertine. It was worse. I know, but wasn't it shoulder? No. It was right in the head? Dude, his fork. It was right in his face. It was his fork caught Ricky. I guess I'm not. Because Ricky kind of like dove back into the track where Vince kind of got hit like what was kind of his shoulder and then his head a little bit. But regardless, he he was loopy. Yeah, yeah. So... Poor Vince, uh, two laps, a lap and a half away from a podium. Dude, he's riding well. He is. He is riding. He is. Like he is riding well. Yep. And the fucker can start. He can. It's unbelievable. He's better than Mike. Hold no. I'd say he's better. No, than he is on the starts. He is on not the, better than Mike on the starts. I think he is. And he's one hundred percent. He's better than the whoops. Uh, yeah, he's better than yeah. the whoops. He's not great in the whoops though. He's not. Gr- I did think, I say well, he was no, great? No, no, I just, said he's better than Mike. What's that? Just not on Saturday. 
No, he was okay on Saturday. He until, crashed, he crashed yeah, in the woods. Until, yeah, but he was tired and it was late. But um, Well, I, I mean, I don't know. I think that, you know, being that the – what do you want to say? Mike was – Mike's a better starter because Mike was doing it against you guys. Vince has been in the 250 class. That, 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 that dude would whole shot our class. He didn't whole shot over these all the time. He had a, he was good. He was good. But Mike, so you think about uh, he also has transitioned to grid what, as well. Can right? you pull up his, what's can, his name? Can you, Is that what you're trying yeah, to get? Yeah, what's to? his name over there? Can you pull up whole shot records from Vince Freezy and No, we don't have Mikey? that. As soon as you learn my name, it's not possible uh, to. What's his name? He's Canadian, isn't he? No, nope. he's not Canadian. He's Canadian. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> he's not Canadian. Oh, sorry. It's Travis. Travis. Can yep. you, is there a the record? Other, of, the other guy is talent. I don't talent. I don't think that's easy to pull up, no. It's not, no. No. We but don't have the art. Put the headset the, on. Put the, the, we got, we got uh, a neutral Amy. we got a neutral party here. He can jump in. He can tell <laughs> exactly <laughs> exactly what's going on. All right. Hey, put put the headset on. Jake Weimer. Hello. Who's a better starter? Michael Lessie or Vince Freeze? Uh, I would say pretty similar, really. No, no, I, I don't. I don't <laughs> no, know no. who's the, he's better. I don't know, but he does. Absolutes. The problem is yeah. he does a lot of weird things before the gate drops. It's very <laughs> distracting. Oh, it's, yeah, there's a whole thing it's going very on. Very distracting. Yeah, JT, you started beside. I don't him care what times, he does on the line. He, I yeah. wish I had his moves. Right. Honestly, everything he did. Before the start, after the start, on the track, off the track, it all bothered me. But <laughs> I would have won a lot, lot more races if I would have had those starts. Oh yeah. I mean, you won damn near all of them anyway, dude. Yeah. I'm just saying. Welcome, I... Jake. By the way, welcome, Jake Weimer. Dude, yeah, I've had a day. Thank you. You have had a day. Dude. A lot of flight. Well, you problems. live in Rupert. What do you? Yeah. Expect? I mean, what yeah. do you expect? I don't know. Yeah. So they don't want people getting in and out. No. If, you're, if you're there, you stay there. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> uh, just in time for the first commercial break. By the way, where dinner is. Oh, here. great. So, yeah. Great. Yeah, yeah. I know you both demanded sushi, so we got that here. Yeah, Good. sushi for you. So I don't didn't worry. see it. Great. Uh, JT Fly Racing's Justin Brayton. Man, 37 years old, uh, COVID, missed one race with COVID. Who did? Brayton. Oh, yeah. Uh, this one, he was coming up from a, an early track crashed, crash, right? crash, and then he crashed at the end. He got all the way to like 11th. He was on McElrath for 10th. He can't be hitting the ground like this, JT. He's a tough guy, though. And I, I think you guys touched on something interesting last night when we were doing the Race Direction Review pod. He's really competitive when you compare guys his age. You know, we, we've only seen a few guys that have raced you know, 36, 37, 38, like he looks the part when, you know, when he's riding in qualifying practice, when he's out there in the heat race, he doesn't look like you need to stand up and clap because he's 37. Yeah. Like he just looks like he's out there and one of the guys. And right. you think about how long he's been out there in the age factor. And you're like, that's really impressive to be like, because his riding style hasn't changed. Right. right. No, None it's a sexy riding style. He's oh, got wow. a sexy riding sexy style. Riding style. <laughs> he does. <laughs> It's just like nice and smooth. He's got just that well, it's neutral not, it's body not position. Craig or Sexton, but it's good. But JT, you have uh, a point because Chad, uh, Chad looked like he got a really rusty. Like he was left yeah, outside for a I long mean, he time. Old. That's what happened. Right, right. He just looked. I old. think, but but I think that uh, Brayton's puts way more laps in the off season than Chad did. Maybe. Oh, without a doubt. Yeah. At, I this, think at this stage, that at this stage, that did. I, Chad's uh, Chad's my guy. I like Chad. Good friend of mine. But I like near the dear end of his friend? not dear friend, just friend. But I, <laughs> I but near the end of Chad's racing, I was like, who's on the bike? He looked like the Tin Man, and Brayton does not. He looks sexy. He I I like his riding. His riding style is one that is just it's timeless. Okay, right. It's a timeless riding style. Jake, sexy. 
I think he looks great. I would agree. <laughs> wow, we're all just. I think he looks great. I he, saw him. At I saw him at the Honda years track. old. Yeah, and yeah. he can smash a set of whoops. Yeah. probably better than anybody. Yeah, yeah, he's great. So um, I remember we would fucking have a big old set of whoops in Supercross, and I'd be first practice struggles to them some bitches, and that sucker would just annihilate them. It's from the Arena Cross days. Right, right. The son of a bitch would just annihilate them. <laughs> sexy son of a bitch. <laughs> you sexy son of a bitch, Brayden. <laughs> just saying. Uh, we got a call for you, RV. Uh, Ash, what's up, man? What's your question for Ryan Villapoto? Ash, hey, you guys. Uh, hey, how you doing, man? What's yeah. up, man? Um, hey, RV, man. I've got a question about your riding style. Um, everyone always said you steered with the rear ends, which is pretty cool, you know, slide it in there. In terms of bike setup, like, were you different from everyone else in the truck in terms of, like, did you have more or less weight? Did you set the front hard and back soft? Or was it still a pretty conventional setup and you just rode that way? Yeah, you know how you steered with the rear. You did that more than other guys, for sure. Yeah, and, I mean, it's good because Jake's here just because he has a different uh, perspective on the motorcycle. But our the Kawasaki at the time, the way it came off the showroom floor, was very like high in the rear. So we cut the subframe, we shortened the shock. Um, but when you do those, put those Band-Aids on it from, from the factory, it, it, it brings up a whole other bunch of issues. Um, you know, yes, we. I liked my bike a little bit lower. I'd like. I liked it lower than Jake's. You know, like he and he he would set his up a little little bit different than mine. Um, but back to bringing up like motorcycles with that are strong in certain areas and weak in others. Like our like the Kawasaki that I that we rode, it uh, it was great going fast, like down a long straightaway. It was great going outsides. It didn't do well going insides. Um, it was pretty stable through the yep. whoops and things like that. So, so I, I, I worked with what I had, and now it's it's a uh, like jumping on the Yamaha now. Like when people are like, oh, what about the Yamaha? Well, yeah. dude, I'm like, okay, well, the first time I rode the Yamaha in Supercross, like I came out to do some testing, and they were like, you're sliding. Right. That- thanks, thanks, Ash. Yeah, a lot of noise. Oh, okay, a lot of noise in the background. Okay, well, yeah. I yeah, was yeah. sliding that sucker around right. the track on the hard pack and whatever, and like, oh, well, shit, I thought you only could ride the Kawasaki like that. You no, know, that's, yeah, yeah. That's, what, right. um, that's what I got told. And I was like, well, you know, my riding style, I can, yeah. I can do that on, on both. You know, yep. like they, they have positives and negatives and strong points and weak points. Yeah. And so yeah. you work with the motorcycle, with the motorcycle. Yeah, JT, you. maybe you should have worked with that 09 Honda a little bit. I the only thing I wanted to work with it was work on and selling it. The only thing I wanted to work on. <laughs> right, right. Uh, all right, we got another couple. Of, uh, we got a gentleman who wants to know: Are you going to put on a hot shoe and do flat track RV? You let me know when. Oh, okay. All right. I have one. Yeah, so light, you're ready. Uh, I think it's a light, light speed or light, yeah. light shoe, or light, okay. light something. Okay, so you're ready. Custom built. All right, so we'll tell that my cut. Tech Seven Alpenstar. All right, okay, sounds He's good. He's the best at flat tracking. He's the best at anything. Yeah, he wanted to grill tonight instead of doing <laughs> the show. Well, the pull any one of these mo- pull any one of these supercross guys, and I bet you I could do better than flat track than they can. Okay, all right, fair enough. Uh, fly racing, flyracing dot com. Uh, Brayton uh, just found out you called him sexy. He's very excited. So um, <laughs> that, that's good. Yeah, yeah. Um, he does. He's got a sexy riding style. 
A couple things, other things. I want to, Jake, we're going to get into high miss later on with you. So welcome to the show. We'll talk to you about that a little bit. World Supercross. It's only two hours late. Triumph. uh, Triumph is looking for riders. So I don't know how much you guys know about that. I want to talk about that a little bit. JT, did you hear much about the Triumph thing? Uh, I just haven't got anything firm. There are a lot of rumors, a lot floating around. We know Ricky's involved, but, and, and I've even heard, you know, that they're obviously looking for deals and sponsorship stuff, but as far as like what's really happening, I don't know really what to believe yet. Yeah. Yeah. You guys heard anything? No. Mm. I knew it was going on. I yeah. heard about it maybe like a couple of years ago. Yeah. That they were Hot working on a doing bike. Some but maybe, right? maybe we could just be their, their first riders, you know, like as coming in like as X riders. Aren't you under contract? Yeah, you're Blue Crew. I'm joking. <laughs> he just remembered I'm that available. Blue Crew. I'm available. Wyvern's available. <laughs> yeah. Uh, is, if they set up the race shop in Rupert. We can go race Arena Cross. Right. Okay. Uh, speaking of Arena Cross, that actually works into a nice call. Christian, what's up? You got some, you got to, uh, you want to talk to uh, RV? Yeah, I wanted to see uh, RV's uh, setup for the Yamaha and the Whoops. Uh, Going to be racing Arena Cross this weekend. All right. What, what do you got to do? Make sure she's should, not too soft. Should he call Brayton? In the forks. <laughs> or the, the shock. Brayton. <laughs> um, stock suspension. Uh, is it set up for arena cross? Yeah, where are we at, uh, Christian? No, where, where are we at? Uh, running some uh, race tech gold valves, but it's more of a vet setup. Okay, we'll turn that sucker all the yes. way in and pull it three out. Yep. Make yep. sure she's not all the way closed off. Yeah, open that rebound up a little bit and stiffen it. And you and make sure your sag's good, too. I mean, yeah, they on, tag you. Well, it... it I, Depends on, I think where I think when I was doing SEG on the Yamaha, we were a hundred. Uh, Kiefer, I think Kiefer had me doing like one ten. Whoa, one oh seven. He had me lost. Yeah, but like, I we had a different linkage. Ah, got it. At, when I was testing. Okay, all right. With Sergio. Well, listen, Christian, if you're on Yamaha, you're already a step ahead. So push else. it all the way, pull it. You know, just crank her all the way in and pull it like three out, and yep. then maybe yep. I don't know, <laughs> slow it down two, three. There you go, Christian. But you're going to want her to be as stiff as possible. All right. Stiff as possible. Yep. If it's like you just yeah. said right, it was, right. like a vet setup. Yeah. All right, man. Yeah. Thanks for the call. All right. Good luck. Thank hey, you. Hey, call in. Let us know if those tips helped or, or email us or something. Let us know. I'll probably send you a video of me crashing my brains out. <laughs> All right. We'll tag RV in and, and tag Arthur Draper also. Thanks, man. <laughs> All right. All right. Thank you. Uh, all right, JT. Thanks for uh, calling in. Keeping it short, buddy. Sorry, Dungeon went a little long. My bad. No problem. It's all good. I I, uh, I can respect that, Jake. I'm glad you made it. Yep. Yeah, RV, me too. Uh, keep yep. it keep it calm with the sexy riding style. Yeah. They said <laughs> tonight they're going to stay at. You guys are keeping it at a seven, right tonight? I'm six, I think. Because the last time you were here, we were we were <laughs> it, it was nine and a like an nine and a half. <laughs> we went too far. Listen, like RV tells me, hey. <laughs> Sometimes you swap out. <laughs> <laughs> it you got s- away from us. So the, the last time you were in, you went back and listened, Jake, for a little bit. Oh, I like I like scrub through the thing the next morning, and I'm like, oh my god! Like I I shut it down. Right. I'm like I I don't even I'm not going to listen to this. Right. And he he never even pulled it up. He's why would I, I do that? I told you what he, he <laughs> told me. Yeah. JT, hey. this is what I this is what I say. <laughs> yeah. Hey, you know what? I didn't get fired on Mon- uh, on Tuesday, so you know what? Our stock is only going up. <laughs> that was <laughs> And he told me, "Hey, if there's skeletons in a closet, you don't open that door. <laughs> you leave that door closed. Br- brilliant. Yeah. Brilliant. Uh, all right, JT. Thank you, man. Fly Racing, flyracing.com. Thanks, buddy.
See you guys. All right, we're going to take a quick commercial break here. Come back with Eli Tomac. We got the X Brand Goggle Tariffs. I got a Race Tech rant. Motorsport.com uh, tweet at Talon. We got uh, Lars Lindstrom coming up. Mitch canceled on us, by the way. He had a meeting. Lars is coming up. Wilbur Hahn is giving me shit, so maybe we'll call Will. Why not? It's always good to call Will. Yeah. Uh, so we'll be right back after this commercial, everybody. Yeah, he knocked his dick loose pretty. Those who love motocross know Motorsport.com has the knowledge and expertise to make your next ride your best ride. Motorsport.com has a broad selection of in-stock parts and gear at competitive prices. We specialize in bringing you OEM and aftermarket parts, riding gear and accessories for dirt bikes, motorcycles, ATVs, and UTVs. All thanks to the most dedicated and experienced team of gearheads in the industry who use the very parts we sell on Motosport.com. Motosport.com always offers fast shipping and free delivery on orders more than $79 to ensure you never miss a ride. Whether you race on the track, ride the trails, or commute on the street, shop Motosport.com today for the best customer service and experience when buying the parts and gear you need to stay on two and four wheels. Make your next ride your best ride only at Motosport.com. Steve. Kiefer. You want to hear about one of the best rides I've ever had? Dude, it's not time for After Dark yet. <sighs> Chill down, dude. I just want to talk about Race Tech stuff. Oh, that's it. Okay. Gosh, go man. Basically, I've had the chance to do some stuff with Race Tech recently with the CRF250R and, of course, the KX250. And as you know, I've talked about on the show, I wasn't a real hardcore fan of Race Tech stuff back in the day. But since Rob and Andrew and those guys have assembled at Race Tech, the stuff has been great. So um, for you guys out there listening, you guys are looking to get your engine work done or even some suspension work. Or Steven says on the show sometimes, get your seals and <laughs> your oil rebuilt Bushings. in your fork and shock. Get it rebuilt. It helps. 15 to 20 hours. Head over to Racetech.com. Check out. They even got a cool little simulator. You can look at uh, what size spring rate you might need for your bike. So a lot of cool features over there on the website. But uh, And as you know, Yamaha Blue Crew guy over here. You guys have some of that on your bike? It's fantastic. Zombie Blos uses it. Jerry Robin uses it. Starling, all of those guys over there. Malcolm Stewart won a Supercross with Race Tech stuff a few years ago. Pulp 19 is the code to save. Mention Pulp MX when you, when you call. You can save on the service. You can save, save on motor work. You can save on springs if you just want to do that and get it put in yourself or do it yourself. Race Tech is the one-stop shopping for motor and suspension work. You can also mention the code HOMELIFE2020. That's better. That's a better code, I think. We'll do either one. Just <laughs> listen, people. Give your bike some love. Get your suspension modified service. Get your motor modified serviced with the folks at Racetech. Good people. Love the guys at Works Connection. They continue as a 10-year sponsor of this show because, yeah, just like you, they're committed to the sport for 33 years. They've been designing and distributing leading-edge performance products like the Elite Axle Blocks, Elite Clutch Perch, Pro Launch Start Device for performance, radiator braces and skid plates for protection, along with a shock pump, attack, hour meter, and more for maintenance. Works Connection, great guys up there in NorCal, and super cool company. I'm more stoked to be uh, associated with them. When you take a look around the AMA pitch, you'll see Works Connection proving ground for products under the canopies of Team Honda, HRC, Star Racing, and other top teams. And the best part of this whole deal is if you use the code PulpMX20, you get 20% off your order. Visit your local dealer, check out motorsport.com, and uh, ask them to see the Worst Connection product line for 2022. 
Great company, great products. Check it out. Thanks to Works Connection for coming on the show. Pulp MX20, the code to save. Maxima Racing Oils was created for world-class racers who challenge the limits of possibility. Their demands on equipment drive us to look beyond conventional ideas and to exceed industry standards. It's in our DNA to identify problems, formulate solutions, and execute at the highest levels of competition. Case in point, the championship-winning Factory Kawasaki Race Team. Long-time Maxima partners who extensively use Maxima throughout the bike. Maxima's USA-made products exceed JSO requirements and can be used in all motorcycle brands. Kawasaki, Honda, Yamaha, Suzuki, KTM, Husqvarna, and more. Maxima Racing Oils. Experience the difference. Visit MaximaUSA.com for more information. In 1990, my dad, Jamie Gregg, started Guts Racing. Guts stands for Gregg's Ultra Trick Seats, because I was just a little kid that wanted a trick seat. And if you're out there looking for a trick seat, go to GutsRacing.com, your local dealer, or Motosport, and place your order. Support the people that support Pulp MX. You can use Pulp 2022 for 20% off at GutsRacing.com. FMF Racing is proud to celebrate over 45 years of fun, building every FMF exhaust right here in the USA. Owner and founder Don Emler may have started FMF Racing in his garage 45 years ago, but Don is still hands-on in our 100,000-square-foot, state-of-the-art manufacturing facility in Southern California. FMF's goal? Design and manufacture the world's best performance exhausts, 100% in the USA, under one roof. FMF is a proud sponsor of the Lucas Oil Pro Motocross Championship for over 25 years. Hi, it's Tomax Superfan Dylan here. The only thing I love more than seeing Eli win is Michelin motorcycle tires. And Michelin is introducing many exciting new tires for 2020. For V-Twin riders, the Michelin Commander 3 Cruiser and the Michelin Commander 3 Touring Tires offer improved wet grip and enhanced tread life. For sport bike and track day riders, the Michelin Power 5 Tire and the Michelin Power GP Tires feature the same architecture and profile for effortless sport bike setup from street to track. If you'd like to have the same tire that won the 2019 Red Bull Ayersburg Rodeo, the Michelin Enduro Extreme Tire is the tire for you. And the Michelin Star Cross 5 tire range is now available for young motocross and off-road riders in sizes for 50cc bikes and up. To learn more about these and all other Michelin two-wheel products, check out www.motorcycle.michelinman.com, visit your local dealer or online retailer, and follow at Michelin Motorcycle on Instagram and Facebook. Hey guys, it's Mathis. Look, if you're still not wearing a neck brace in 2020, it's time to go get one or at least think seriously about it. It's been over 15 years since the neck braces first came out. They're not the clunky, oversized devices they used to be. Atlas came in and changed the way all neck braces were designed by introducing flexible technology to the world and proving that neck braces can be something you can actually ride in while performing at the highest level. Look at Jason Anderson winning Supercross Championships or look at Martin Davalos or anybody else. Don't take my word for it just because I have two Manitoba Championships to my name. Wait, I have four. 
Just look at how many other brace designs look like the Atlas one. Atlas pioneered all the modern neck brace features and have been refining them ever since then. While the competition has been trying to catch up, grab the brace that's been leading the pack. Check out atlasbrace.com. Get yours today. There is a pulp discount if you check out sponsordeals.com on pulpamexshow.com. So be like Chase Sexton, Martin Davalos, and many other guys that wear the Atlas brace. Atlasbrace.com. For over 30 years, Decal Works has led the industry in quality and customer service by offering the best custom motocross graphics, plastics, seat covers, and rider ID products. Decal Works is officially licensed with Honda, Kawasaki, Yamaha, Suzuki, KTM, Husqvarna, and Gas Gas. Their expert staff will go above and beyond to make sure your questions are answered. Decal Works is a proud sponsor of Red Bull KTM Factory Racing and the Rockstar Energy Husqvarna Factory Off-Road Team. Visit decalmx.com and be sure to use promo code PULPMX at checkout. Quality, service, and knowledge is what makes Decal Works stand out. Decal Works, number one for many reasons. Those who love motocross know motorsport.com has the knowledge and expertise to make your next ride your best ride. Motorsport.com has a broad selection of in-stock parts and gear at competitive prices. We specialize in bringing you OEM and aftermarket parts, riding gear and accessories for dirt bikes, motorcycles, ATVs, and UTVs. All thanks to the most dedicated and experienced team of gearheads in the industry who use the very parts we sell on motorsport.com. Motosport.com always offers fast shipping and free delivery on orders more than $79 to ensure you never miss a ride. Whether you race on the track, ride the trails, or commute on the street, shop Motosport.com today for the best customer service and experience when buying the parts and gear you need to stay on two and four wheels. Make your next ride your best ride only at Motosport.com. Maxima Racing Oils was created for world-class racers who challenge the limits of possibility. Their demands on equipment drive us to look beyond conventional ideas and to exceed industry standards. It's in our DNA to identify problems, formulate solutions, and execute at the highest levels of competition. Case in point, the championship-winning Factory Kawasaki Race Team. Long-time Maxima partners who extensively use Maxima throughout the bike. Maxima's USA-made products exceed JSO requirements and can be used in all motorcycle brands. Kawasaki, Honda, Yamaha, Suzuki, KTM, Husqvarna, and more. Maxima Racing Oils. Experience the difference. Visit MaximaUSA.com for more information. Max Superfan Dylan here. The only thing I love more than seeing Eli win is Michelin motorcycle tires. And Michelin is introducing many exciting new tires for 2020. For V-Twin riders, the Michelin Commander 3 Cruiser and the Michelin Commander 3 Touring tires offer improved wet grip and enhanced tread life. For sport bike and track day riders, the Michelin Power 5 tire and the Michelin Power GP tires feature the same architecture and profile for effortless sport bike setup from street to track. If you'd like to have the same tire that won the 2019 Red Bull Ayersburg Rodeo, 
the Michelin Enduro Extreme Tire is the tire for you. And the Michelin Star Cross 5 Tire Range is now available for young motocross and off-road riders in sizes for 50cc bikes and up. To learn more about these and all other Michelin two-wheel products, check out www.motorcycle.michelinman.com. Visit your local dealer or online retailer and follow at Michelin Motorcycle on Instagram and Facebook. Love the guys at Works Connection. They continue as a 10-year sponsor of this show because, yeah, just like you, they're committed to the sport for 33 years. They've been designing and distributing leading-edge performance products like the Elite Axle Blocks, Elite Clutch Perch, Pro Launch Start Device for performance, radiator braces and skid plates for protection, along with a shock pump, attack, hour meter, and more for maintenance. Works Connection, great guys up there in NorCal, and super cool company. I'm more stoked to be uh, associated with them. When you take a look around the AMA pitch, you'll see Works Connection proving ground for products under the canopies of Team Honda, HRC, Star Racing, and other top teams. And the best part of this whole deal is if you use the code PULPAMX20, you get 20% off your order. Visit your local dealer, check out motorsport.com, and uh, ask them to see the Works Connection product line for 2022. Great company, great products. Check it out. Thanks to Works Connection for coming on the show. PULPAMX20, the code to save. FMF Racing is proud to celebrate over 45 years of fun, building every FMF exhaust right here in the USA. Owner and founder Don Emler may have started FMF Racing in his garage 45 years ago, but Don is still hands-on in our 100,000-square-foot, state-of-the-art manufacturing facility in Southern California. FMF's goal? Design and manufacture the world's best performance exhausts, 100% in the USA, under one roof. FMF is a proud sponsor of the Lucas Oil Pro Motocross Championship for over 25 years. Steve. Kiefer. Do you want to hear about one of the best rides I've ever had? Dude, it's not time for After Dark yet. <sighs> Chill down, dude. I just want to talk about Race Tech stuff. Oh, that's it. Okay. Gosh, go man. Basically, I've had the chance to do some stuff with Race Tech recently with the CRF 250R and, of course, the KX250. And as you know, I've talked about on the show, I wasn't a real hardcore fan of Racetech stuff back in the day. But since Rob and Andrew and those guys have assembled at Racetech, the stuff has been great. So um, for you guys out there listening, if you guys are looking to get your engine work done or even some suspension work, or as Steven says on the show sometimes, get your seals and <laughs> your oil rebuilt Bushings. in your fork and shock. Get it rebuilt. It helps. 15 to 20 hours. Head over to Racetech.com. Check out. They even got a cool little simulator. You can look at uh, what size spring rate you might need for your bike. So a lot of cool features over there on the website. But uh, And as you know, Yamaha Blue Crew guy over here, you guys have some of that on your bike. It's fantastic. Zombie Blos uses it. Jerry Robin uses it. Starling, all of those guys over there. Malcolm Stewart won a Supercross with Race Tech stuff a few years ago. Pulp 19 is the code to save. Mention Pulp MX when you, when you call. You can save on the service. You can save, save on motor work. You can save on springs if you just want to do that and get it put in yourself or do it yourself. Racetech is the one-stop shopping for motor and suspension work. You can also mention the code HOMELIFE2020. That's better. That's a better code, I think. We'll do either one. Just <laughs> listen, people. Give your bike some love. Get your suspension modified service. Get your motor modified serviced with the folks at Racetech. Good people. 
For over 30 years, Decal Works has led the industry in quality and customer service by offering the best custom motocross graphics, plastics, seat covers, and Rider ID products. Decal Works is officially licensed with Honda, Kawasaki, Yamaha, Suzuki, KTM, Husqvarna, and Gas Gas. Their expert staff will go above and beyond to make sure your questions are answered. Decal Works is a proud sponsor of Red Bull KTM Factory Racing and the Rockstar Energy Husqvarna Factory Off-Road Team. Visit decalmx.com and be sure to use promo code PULPMX at checkout. Quality, service, and knowledge is what makes Decal Works stand out. Decal Works, number one for many reasons. In 1990, my dad, Jamie Gregg, started Guts Racing. Guts stands for Gregg's Ultra Trick Seats, because I was just a little kid that wanted a trick seat. And if you're out there looking for a trick seat, go to GutsRacing.com, your local dealer, or Motosport, and place your order. Support the people that support Pulp MX. You can use Pulp 2022 for 20% off at GutsRacing.com. Hey guys, it's Mathis. Look, if you're still not wearing a neck brace in 2020, it's time to go get one or at least think seriously about it. It's been over 15 years since the neck braces first came out. They're not the clunky, oversized devices they used to be. Atlas came in and changed the way all neck braces were designed by introducing flexible technology to the world and proving that neck braces can be something you can actually ride in while performing at the highest level. Look at Jason Anderson winning Supercross championships or look at Martin Davalos or anybody else. Don't take my word for it just because I have two Manitoba championships to my name. Wait, I have four. Just look at how many other brace designs look like the Atlas one. Atlas pioneered all the modern neck brace features and have been refining them ever since then. While the competition has been trying to catch up, grab the brace that's been leading the pack. Check out atlasbrace.com. Get yours today. There is a pulp discount if you check out sponsordeals.com on pulpamexshow.com. So be like Chase Sexton, Martin Davalos, and many other guys and wear the Atlas brace. Atlasbrace.com. Welcome back, everybody. Paul Beck Show presented by Motorsport.com, Fly Racing, and Decal Works. We have uh, four Manitoba titles here. We have a Supercross Championship over there. We got some Outdoors and Motocross Championship over here. Dis Nations Championships over there. I went to Dis Nations, got second. So, you all right, Harvey? Yeah. Okay. That's a mechanic. I had uh, wasabi. Yeah. Pull the mic closer if you can. Me? Yeah, you. Uh, also, um, you guys are welcome for the sushi. No problem. Thank Most expensive you. meal we've ever gotten for the in-studio guests, and you two uh, are the recipients of it. So you're welcome. Yeah. No I thought problem. it was great. Do you yeah. want me to get started? It's great sushi. Okay. No problem. I just want you guys to appreciate that we don't get sushi for everybody. <laughs> I was try- I was going to be nice, but now I'm just going to tell all the listeners. I just want you. Steve, he's all upset about this sushi. I'm just, no, I just no, want, no, 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 I'm no, upset. No, no, I get you. I, I'm, I'm not upset. Same. I'm the same. I just want him to know. Okay. You live next to an equestrian park in Las Vegas. <laughs> but the, about tell eight me you're, miles out of the strip. Tell me you're rich without telling me you're rich. The equestrian Fuck. is like two streets over. It's really Oh, my not. bad. It's my really bad. not. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. I can Ten give you the gate code to get in his uh, lockdown neighborhood. Um, yeah, he's got a door before the front door. That's how you know you're rich. Again, if RV had my money, he'd jump off a cliff. 
He really would. He if, if they if he woke up tomorrow and they're like, hey, you have this amount of money. I mean, yeah, you just bought a mansion. Give it a couple years, oh, you'll okay. get your right. you'll get your bank account. Your back definition out. of mansion is really off because you live in Rupert. So like, what do you know about like life? This is bigger than our house. Is it? Is no. it big? Oh, but it's on the river. Oh yeah. Oh, it's nice. actually kind of a big house, but I don't use the basement. I'm never in well, there. I never even went in the basement. Yeah, there's a whole basement down what, there. What's in the basement? Rooms, living room, gym. Oh, wow. I, go, I hit the gym once you, in a while. Once in a while. Gym. Uh, 702-586-7857. If you have a, a question about the Anaheim 2 or, or our next guest on the line, brought to you by the folks at Off-Road Warehouse. ORW, they support the Club MX team. Uh, they have stores in Temecula, San Diego, Georgia, Phoenix, Corona, Vegas, Stop in and check out the latest in truck, Jeep, Overland, UTV, and racing products from the industry's leading brands. Off-road warehouse stores are staffed by knowledgeable, experienced team. Plus, they install everything they sell from suspension kits, tires, and steps. Uh, tires and wheels to steps, bad accessories, and more. Offroadwarehouse.com. Code is PulpMX to save. Thank you to ORW for coming on board. We're going to have it launch a contest here soon with the ORW guys. So stay tuned for that uh, if you can. ORW bringing you our next guest of the night. This man just won his uh, first Supercross of the year. First win on a Yamaha. He widened his points uh, series lead as well. And we're happy to have him on a star Yamaha's Eli Tomac. What's up, E.T.? How are you, man? Hey, what's going on? Not much, man. Thank you for calling and appreciate it. Congrats on the win. The, that had to have been cool. I don't know, man. Look, you've won a ton of races, uh, but you seemed really excited and really happy when I talked to you on TV in the press conference to win on the Yamaha. Uh, I guess it means a little bit, right? Cause it's the first win. Yeah. And that's what it was. It's like, yeah, I, I, I didn't really know when I was going to win on the thing. And then just, I don't know, being around that whole new team, new environment and just, um, just that feeling. I don't know. It's just, just a different feeling when you go some like to a new place, right? And yep. then we were able to to do that. Like there's just there was a ton of expectation, you know, and, and questions, and and you know, I had questions in the back of my mind before all this change. And uh, yep. I guess once you finally accomplished that win, man, that's what it was like. It all just came out. I was just freaking yeah. pumped. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. I mean, what's funny is like you're one of the you're one of the all time greats, and you've got all these wins. And it's still, I guess it's still, yeah, cool for you. It's still neat to, to do it on a different team and a different bike. Yeah, that, that's awesome. Um, well, yeah, it's like, I mean, that's why I'm out there, right? It's like yep. I'm out there to try to win a race. I just love that feeling. So, And then I got it. It was sick. Uh, RV, yes. he's three behind you. He'll beat me. He'll, oh, he, pa- he'll pass me for okay. sure, 100%. <laughs> Are you, uh, it's, we're early in the season, baby. I know, I know. So well, how do you feel? <laughs> three, three back. Um, well, uh, what do you mean? How I, how do I feel? Well, am I, uh, are, are you, would you be angry when Eli passes you and you go one behind? Like, no, you know, no, like, I, I mean, okay. no. Okay. I mean, it's, 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 those records are B to be broke. Yeah. Not mine. Yeah. Not, mine's not even a record, I, but it's, you know, it's, it's, yeah. it's there in the books, you know? Actually, now that I think about it, I don't know who cares less about sort of their all time stats than, than you RV or Eli. Eli, you don't seem I've told you a few times over the years, hey, man, you just passed this guy, or hey, man, you just did this, and you're like, yeah, cool. And RV, I think you're the same way. <laughs> you know, neither one of you guys are – I'll start with you, Eli. It's not it's not what you live and breathe, you know? No, I think – I mean, for me personally, like what I – like live and breathe is like just getting the titles in the first place, right? Yep. I mean, yeah. I mean, the, the rest of them are cool too, but, you know, it's like just getting those titles, right? Um, but for X amount of number, I, I don't know. 
You know, yeah, I don't yeah, really, yeah. You're just like whatever. Yeah, you just go. You know, <laughs> right? Because yeah. yeah, I think you, you just keep racing. I think you're third all time in 450 motocross wins. You're right up there. You know what I mean? So, yeah, like you know, yeah. this is stuff to me as a media guy and as a fan. This is stuff I'm into for sure. But <clears throat> Eli, so moving to a new team, and I have this question only because I never moved. Right? Like, what's yeah. the what's the new? It's it's a new bike. It's a new team. They're learning you. What's you coming into the new team, is it, it? do you feel like you have more say in certain areas? Do you feel like you, you know, they're learning you and they're waiting for you to speak? Um, you know, because I never had that, right? When I, I just, I was with Kawasaki the entire time. I came from PC, uh-huh. so it's more like they knew me as a kid. And, and I don't want to say they treated me as a kid, but yeah. I didn't have a lot of leeway on with what we wanted to do, you know? So, like, going, yeah. to, I feel like if I would have went to a new team, they'd be like, okay, what's yeah. waiting for me? What am I going to say? What does he want? What, what what should we do for, you know, like, does is that a big, is that a big difference going to a new team? Yes. And I, you know, I had to take all that into account before I made a move. Right. It's like, who are you going to be working with? You know, who you surround yourself with? And do you think those people will work with you and and will they provide you, you know, what you think you need and, you know, hopefully give you the best equipment. But, um, yeah, that's, that's a big part of it is I felt like I could just have certain things be better. Right. And, certain things would take a long time to, to move, you know, at, uh, at Cowie, yeah. my last team yeah, yeah. at Cowie. Yeah. So it's, I don't know. A lot of, a lot of times I just, I would, I wanted things to wanted to try things or, or try a new direction. Right. And, um, it just like, I, I didn't want any, any handcuffs to do that. Right. Mm-hmm. So, that's that's what's different and then surrounding your yourself and and having people believe in in your direction too but also taking you know advice from them right but just but dropping all egos too at the same time it's like go out there and try it see if it's better if it's not oh well you know Mm -hmm. i i get my question eli is jake um my question, are those conversations i don't know how much you can or are willing to say but are those conversations you had during negotiations like talking to them, like, hey, I want a little bit of freedom if I feel like I need to go a certain directions, are those, or whatever the conversation may have been, but are those conversations that you would have during that time? Uh, yeah, it's just, it's, I, I don't really know what I can say, you know. Um, it's just, I basically already said it. It's just like, um, I don't know. I well, here's the thing, right? Is I felt like I was just kind of stuck with what I had, and and if we did try a, a couple of things, you know, it wouldn't get better. So I was just like, you know, I, I think there is better stuff out there, you know, and that was another reason, you know, to go. You know yeah. what, though, Eli, you're right. Absolutely, it's working for you, and you know, you got the points lead. But then, like Jason Anderson goes to Cowie. And you can't yep. tell me the Cowie is, you know, a way better bike than the Husqvarna. I just, you know, whatever. It's different. They're all really good at that level. Yeah. And I think Anderson has benefited from just what you benefited from. He's around new people. He's around the team that you know well. He's riding on maybe yep. better than ever. And, like, that was a great move for Anderson, it's looking like early. You know? And probably the same reasons. Yeah. 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 I don't – I mean, yeah. Right. I mean, I'm not there now. Right. But, you know? Things can change, but I doubt it. Yeah, I doubt it. I, don't, I doubt it. Right? Yeah. I, I'm sure it's the same. But yeah. I think yeah. just looking in, like <clears throat> you know, looking back on on myself, like I think 
if I would have made a change, I think that you would uh, like for myself. I would have been able to call some more shots, have a little more power, have a you know have a little more. Um, you know, they would <clears throat> not that they didn't listen to me either, but just a little more. You know, yeah. when I said something, the more substance to it, and like, yeah, we're gonna try that. Going to a new team, I feel like at at a later age, you know, you're you're smarter, you're more established, right. you're longer down the road. Um, you know, there, the, it's harder to argue with that. Yep. Well, I've seen it a little bit firsthand because I bounced around a little <clears> bit. <throat> and, like, you know, I was with RV. And <clears> then <throat> I would had been around, like, Kenny at RCH. Yeah. And Barsha at JGR. Like, guys that are expected to win. And from my perspective, when, when you have a longtime guy that's at a team like RV or Eli, like, I feel like they seem to want to kind of hang out in that sweet spot, mm -hmm. at least in their mind. Well, we're already winning. He can win races. Sure. Yeah. We don't want to veer too far. Right. But then they go to a new team, like when RV left. I wasn't at Cali anymore, but I was still at the test tracks and was <clears throat> whatever. Like, I think at that point, then they were thinking, well, Davey's going to fill that void mm -hmm. of no we, we yep. want him to win. And then they're like, all right, well, what do we need? For you to win because they're saying well i don't like this yeah, I don't yeah, yeah. and then they're like well this is the guy we're banking on to win and then they're a little bit more willing from my perspective right, right. they're a little more willing mm -hmm. to go outside the box yeah yeah maybe um i could i could see that for sure uh eli for you uh at anaheim the three three after the finish i think you were the first guy to do it um yeah was it what'd you see on the video quicker uh, I know you know you, Anderson messed it up there and you got the lead, but then yeah. I don't think you did it very many times in the main. Uh, what did you see no. on video and, and what was your thought process behind that three three? Yeah, I did it in the heat race and that was it. And uh, I can't remember. Oh, it was AP. So I did it. I did it behind AP. I think once, and mm -hmm. then I did it in front of him. Right, and then it it wasn't making up any time, and then it was throwing me because I would you know you, you'd go three up and then I would kind of square square the turn right and go up the right side of the whoops yep and the the right side of the whoops weren't fast for me so i was just like you know what i'm way better off just going two three and then just rolling the outside to that left side of the whoop so right um, that was it it wasn't making up any time i'm just like how is this three three not making up time? yeah yeah and then uh i don't know it's frustrating when those lines don't make up time because it's like you know, they're technical. You had to, like, be good in that flat turn before and, like, right. have a good seat bounce. And, but, yeah, it didn't it didn't do anything. Right, right. What uh, yeah. What's the one thing – and, again, not to – I'm not, not – not, not I'm asking you to to uh, talk bad about Cowie or anything, but what's the one thing that you really liked about the new team? Like, just – is there – obviously, Ricky Gilmore is working with you, the KYB. Uh, he's a great guy. But what's one thing that's 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 just been uh, really nice for you? And I'm not even saying this in a way of like that Cowie wasn't this way, but what is it for you that like you're like yeah this is cool? Like I look at it like look they're not corporate. It's Star Yamaha. It's Bobby Reagan. Uh, maybe yeah. autograph sessions are different, or maybe responsibilities are different for you. Maybe it's a bit looser with with uh, things that are going on. Like just give us an idea of what you like. Um, it's it's that. It's just it's basically. Like, I had a, a ton of fun just preseason. Yep. I mean, yeah, we still all, you know, worked our ass off, but I went to Florida. I uh, started in Colorado, and then I was in California. I started riding public tracks again. But, you know, that being said, when I was at Cali, I mean, I could have went to public tracks, right? But I just, I kind of chose not to. Mm -hmm. So that's kind of my own problem. So um, a lot of, 
lot of the, you know, the difference is, is on me. Yeah. You know, I just chose to approach it differently and I started riding with guys again. Um, I've, I've been riding a lot with Christian and Thrasher, you know, those are the guys out here right now. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So that's, yeah. that's the biggest difference, right? Is just being a little more open to everything. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. An old dog can learn new tricks, I guess is what you're saying. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, RV, before you were here, RV, you said you wish you would have changed. You wish you would have switched and just tried something. New. I do. Yeah. I do. I think. I think it might have bought me another two years of you know two or three years of racing. Yeah. Yeah. You, you know, know, just new team, new atmosphere, a new new color fender in front of me. Um, you know, maybe going to a team that hadn't won in a while. So yep. then it's you know you know the Yamaha 450, the 250 has been won on, but the 450 hasn't been in championship wise. So there's a whole lot of you know new goals that can be set, and you know I think that would have like I said bought me another two or three years. Yep. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Eli, we're four rounds down. You got the red plate. You've had your best January ever by like four points. I did some research on it. It looks like about four points. You've never you've uh-huh. got more points than you've ever had. These tracks, though, to me, and maybe it's just recency bias, these have been the four of the toughest tracks to start the season that I can remember in a long time. Do you agree? Yes. Yes. To start a season, absolutely. Right. And A1 was ruthless. Like, both, <laughs> both, both sets of whoops at Anaheim. Yeah. Yeah, they were. That was a tough track, and they've they've started pretty tough. I would say San Diego was a little bit easy, but that's just a tight floor. They can't do much in it. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, they they've been pretty tough. You know. Yeah, it's 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 weird. I don't know why they did that. But ha, uh, have the whoops? I've haven't done any track walks. Have the whoops whoops been built bigger than the? I mean, you're mentioning tougher mm-hmm. track, but that's one of the things. You know. Yeah. Whoops yep. have a big thing to do with a tough track, but. Have they been yep. bigger than than you know like more middle of the season or because it seems like some of the you know n- nobody's just crushing the whoops right now. Are they bigger? Yeah. Or are they where you know is the dirt a little bit like? Yes. Did we have more rain coming into the season where they're getting some cups and more ruts and things like that in them? They're just bigger. They're like because in the years past it seems like they always start them out a little mellow, right? And then mm-hmm. they would get bigger as mm-hmm. the season went on. And now they're just starting like fat. You know, they're just big. Yeah. And and they've all been loader built. I don't know if they used to always do that, but they're always right now. They're all loader built, and they're just they're just kind of big dogs, you know. Yep, yep. So I heard that so. from some other guys about the loader built, and yeah, I just thought they were built with a skid. Like you build the pad right, and then you just get a skid thing, and you you drag it in the middle. I believe they're all loader built, and they all just the time. De- it just depends on if they do two or three scoops. To no, they the face. they do dozer sometime, right? I don't yeah. know. I've been yeah. hearing this loader built yeah, from guys. They, they do dozer built sometimes. Okay. Hmm. Yes. Sometimes it would be dozer, right? And those are like more high frequency whoops. But these loader ones, man, they're just fat. Like, okay. And then they're like canyons in the middle. And bigger yeah. and farther apart. So they're like more right. like four to five feet apart. Yeah. Yeah. The unseated yeah. guys, they're not having fun. Yeah. No. They're not having fun <laughs> to start the year. Uh, those poor guys. I mean, there's like literally like a groove on beside them, you know, nonstop. Yeah. Just go around them. Um, Eli, to start the show, I had to ask RV here about the uh, Anderson Roxon thing. And and uh, yeah. I think we had the similar feelings. And now you don't ride like this, and neither does RV. And we had Dungey on the phone, who also doesn't ride like, except when he took out Jake. Um, uh, kind of Jake kind of fell over on his own. Yeah, Jake we watched you, it. You kind of where fell, where Dallas? You fell over on your own. No, the weekend before he killed me. 
Oh, we well, the, one, pull- we, the one we just watched, you kind of like, yeah. we ran you high and you, your front wheel. Don't just denying this, Jake. He's denying that he took you out. He killed me in San Diego. Okay, we'll pull that well, out. We yeah. need to, uh, we'll see if we can figure Travis this out. Travis pulled that one yeah. out. Okay. Anyways, our, uh, Eli, uh, you know, we saw Barsha on Bogle, uh, Marvon, Mookie, and all that. It seems yeah. like these guys are getting a little crazy to start the year. Uh, <laughs> would you agree? Like, what's going on here? What's happening? Uh, well, <laughs> I, don't, I don't know what's happening. It's just, it is happening. And a lot of times it's like early rounds, like guys are still just spazzing, right? And then I feel like later on the season, like everyone's getting a little worn out and that stuff kind of chills out. So okay. I don't know if everyone's just still like tweaking out or what, but um, <laughs> yeah. I don't I don't know. But yeah, there's been some, uh, yeah. there's been some contact, you yeah. know, and this weekend it's just like, yeah, the lines came together and I, and I, I guarantee you Kenny just didn't even expect the guy to be there, you know? Right, what I said. right. Yeah, uh, we were talking yeah. about it. Like, obviously, you know, I, I don't know why he went wide there. That's what I was kind of saying. And I think RV, too, like, you got a guy on you. It's the sand, you know. But, hey, these things happen. Yeah. Yeah. Um, we, got some yeah. fo- we got some phone calls for you. Uh, let's get into it here. Uh, first up is Alex on one. Alex, what's your question for uh, Eli Tomac? Hey, guys, can you hear me all right? Yeah, we're good. Perfect. Uh, congrats on the win, first of all, Eli. It was really cool to see you get it done on the blue bike. Uh, my question is kind of going along a little bit with what Steve asked. You've touched on how the team aspect of the change was different. I was kind of wondering how you've had to maybe modify or adapt your riding style to the Yamaha. We know that the Cowie's pretty strong rear steering. Uh, the Yamaha is known for its bottom end grunt. Uh, I was just wondering if there's anything that you found that you really had to change with your riding style or your approach uh, switching to the new bike. Oh, you know, it's, they, I was really dialed in pretty quick. I mean, as, as in feeling like comfortable, just cruising down the road, like, like my, like my, uh, whatever you want to call it, rider triangle. Right. So, like that was good. Nothing felt too funky or weird. And then it's just like you go into this fine tuning all your suspension and like finalizing clamps and all that stuff. Um, and, and to be honest, it's uh, it was mostly just things that I liked more. I'm, I'm more of a front front end guy, as in like front bias. So I like weight on my front end. So right away, the the Yamaha was better that way for me. So um, I didn't really struggle with with anything else at all all right there you go thanks alex awesome thank you thank you uh yeah blue crew teammates uh, myself eli tomek and ryan villapoto and we had a big night that's at right that's yeah. right yeah you, one one yeah uh you think eli's gonna call you for some testing like you did for when you were washing and all that remember you helped set the bike up? I, I, I mean <laughs> are you available i'm available I, he's I, available i'm never gonna push on, i won't push on anybody but yeah right, right. there you go eli. <laughs> i don't know if i'm any good at it but right, yeah, right, whatever right. i can give you my opinion if you guys have the exact opposite of riding styles and body but shapes see, I, don't, but, I, sure. I don't buy that though like like oh, i said okay. like i rode the cowie and the guy calls in and says oh it's a rear steering motorcycle and then I jumped on a stock and yeah. Yamaha 450 and went and rode it and rode it the same way I rode the Kawasaki. So right. yeah. they have different 
characteristics. They do certain things better than others. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, like the you know Yamaha seems to have a little more, like he said, grunt out of the bottom. Um, you know, so there's little there's there's differences, but you know, yeah. as a as, like you just Eli, ride it yeah. in Eli's position or somebody that's racing it, like you adapt to what the motorcycle does and you try to make what it's not good at better. Mm-hmm. And and what it's good at, you you know, try to make that better too. That's what everybody's trying to improve the motorcycle all across the board. Right. Uh, Eli, we uh, had last time we had Phil Nicoletti in here. We called Ricky Gilmore, and and uh-huh. we were grilling him on suspension stuff. Not so much for you, but just suspension in general. And now Phil ends yeah. up with like a little bit of a KYB deal through through Ricky uh-huh. through KYB. Are you worried that Ricky's going to be busy with Phil and not not <laughs> not work with you at all? Is this is this a concern at all that Phil gets oh, your attention? Oh man, I, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe yeah. Hopefully, he doesn't give out any secrets, man. I okay. don't know. All right, all right. We'll, we'll yeah. try to make sure that for Phil and his uh, you know five to ten finish on the on the two fifty East. Uh, Ash, welcome to the show. What's your question for Eli Tomac? Ash, you there? Uh, yeah, sorry, there's a delay, Steve. Yeah. Um, hey, I'm calling International. So I'll try and make sure I sound really clear. All right. Um, hey, Eli. Obviously, you go bull fast, dude. Um, there are entire YouTube videos of you out there just going into beast mode. Um, but I think what is really underrated is how little you crash since, you know, your Thunder Valley um, big one. Uh, I think you've got uh-huh. the current record for the most starts without missing a race. So my question is, are you aware of that when you're riding? Are you only going at 90% and you could push even harder? Or is your your style smooth as fast? I hope that came through clear. Oh, I don't. It's just the thing is that's a hard thing to explain, man. It's I just yeah, I try to ride within limit, right? And I just I you know, there's times where you you are going hard, but um, I don't know. I feel like your style is your style, and the only thing one that knows what's going on is is yourself. And I guess you could say I, I'm just in control, but I don't know, man. I, I don't know how to explain that. Hopefully, it keeps going that way. Yeah, too. yeah. Sometimes in those some of those yeah. Super, yeah. yeah some of those supercross races where you had to dig deep, and you were just lowering your lap time like you know three laps in a row, and, and you know and you're pushing. Uh, all of us are like, how is he doing this right now? Look how angry he looks, right? Like, you yeah. know, so, uh, but yeah, like you said, Eli, you're just riding and trying, right? So, um, thanks, Ash. Thanks for the call. Um, you, you're right. You've missed the race with the shoulder injury, uh, whatever that was, three years ago, four years ago at Houston. And then, uh, um, yeah. Yeah. And then, uh, other than that, it was, it was the sh- uh, Thunder Valley crash. And then, Jake, you and Eli got together, Jake's, uh, Eli's first year. Yeah. You were both very angry with each other. That that was just a bad scenario. Oh, yeah. Those are, <laughs> that let's put that one scenario. behind us. Huh? Yeah, yeah, let's yeah. move on from that one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, let's move on. Why did you even bring that up? I, I was, well, no, hey, Eli, literally, I was thinking about the times that you missed, and then halfway through the sentence, I'm like, oh, shit, it was like, with Weimer. Like, things came out of my mouth. I don't even know, like, how I said it and what I said. It just was like... I yeah, I swear to you, I was I as I was saying the sentence, I was trying to think in my mind of when you missed time, <laughs> and Eli was halfway through the sentence when I was like, "Oh shit, it was Weimer," you know, yeah. like, like I really didn't know. That I, one was unfortunate, <laughs> and <clears throat> that was the I ended up having surgery on my shoulder. Just mm-hmm. but that that was just a terrible scenario, and that was literally the first, first gate pra- drop, yeah, first of thing. that yeah. season, and he was second, yep. I was third. And I was actually super, 
stoked for that season. Like just yeah. was feeling really good and and I'm sure for him too. Like that that one just sucked. Yeah. Um yeah. ORW bringing you Eli Tomac on the show. Let's move on. Pulpamascode okay. at offroadwarehouse.com. Yeah, uh, uh, speaking of uh, of uh, Dungey taking out Weimer, uh, <laughs> we, we had Dungey on earlier, Eli, and him and uh-huh. RV here were going back and forth about hanging it up early and, and, and working with Baker, and they both left titles on the line, race wins and, and all this stuff, and they just chose to hang it up. This brings me to you. You're 29. You, you go hard uh, off the track for training. You, we know you put in the work. Um, I'm a bit surprised at 29. You've left this open. Like, this isn't your last year by any means, you know, as far as we know. Um, you still you, – you, yeah, like, what, when do you see the end here, or have you even thought about it? Oh, I don't I don't really want to think about it. You know, and whenever that time is, I'm going to make that call, like, at the end of the season. Like, right. Um, so, I, I don't know. I don't know. All you can do is just like make that decision on your own, right? Yeah. And and that's it. And that's yeah. it. Like, yeah. my my thing is is like, like dude, I was so pumped to win that race, and like I and I wanted more, so I just I I've kept going, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's like how my thought process has been. Yeah. But, um, yeah. Those, I mean, yeah, those two might have hung it up early, but they won a crap load of races and a crap load of championships, so. That can't be replaced by any means. Yeah. Um, yeah. Absolutely. But yeah, I don't. I don't know. I just. I don't want to draw any lines like any time right now, and and I have no idea when that day is yet. Okay. All right. Yeah. Fair enough. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I, I personally. What think were you? Twenty seven. Twenty six. I think yeah, tw- yeah. Like early. Like just turned twenty seven. I think. Yeah. But I just think your your move to a new team is is going to buy you you know obviously we're in this season so and i i personally think yeah. at least another season or yeah. or two you know just with 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 the move and that's that's where i said i think for myself moving would have been would have been beneficial so i think it was a good move on your part to move to to a new team yeah 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 i don't i don't i may have considered not racing yet if i wouldn't have gone uh elsewhere mm-hmm. that's for sure uh, yep Brett's on too. He's got a question about uh, about John. Go ahead, Brett. Oh, g'day guys. Um, hi, Eli. Congratulations on the win at A two. That's your Aussie super fan here. How are you? <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Recognize the voice. <clears throat> yeah, how are you, mate? Hey, just wondering, is oh, the general going to the test track like down to Florida with you? Is your dad- oh my dad? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, Florida? No, he did not go down there that trip. But uh, he's he's out here in California right now. Yeah. 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 Okay. So, do the other guys, um, you know, get tips or you know, advice from general? Or are they are they trying to steal him away from you at all? <laughs> uh, no. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, it's it's like nowadays, it's like everything's shared information, and at the same, like right now for me, it's fun, but deep yeah. down inside, it it also drives me nuts that like everyone just knows what everyone's doing, um, mm-hmm. and. And that's just that's just it, right? So yeah, I don't know. Like yeah. at this time in my career, I'm like okay with it, right? Like being around everyone, showing everything, everything. But that's just a thing now. Like everyone just knows everyone's program, <laughs> what they're doing for laps. It's just it's Eli. It's listen, kind of weird. Listen, Eli, you flew on a but jet with rocks and an AC. I don't even know what to think. Eli, What's you that? you flew on a jet with Kenny and AC, so you're part of the problem. You're hanging on. Well, I know. That's what I'm saying. Like, I, I, this is my point in my career. I can, like, do that. But right, it, just, right. it just seems kind of crazy. I don't Yeah. yeah it's just weird. I, 
I'm kind of with you a little bit. Like, I come from an older era where Chad did his, James did his thing, Ricky did his thing. No one, no one talked. Everyone hated yeah. each other. Like, that was a different – yeah, it's different than now, you know? So, I remember when Roxon yeah, when, when yeah. went to go train at Alden's, we were all like, oh, my God, how is that going to work? Like, Roxon's the next guy. RV's going to show him everything, and you didn't care, Ryan, but – I mean – Yeah. I mean, I think the cream's always going to rise to the top. Right. You know, there's always somebody that's going to be able to work harder or that's mentally more fit or just mentally – or just fitter in general. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that blew me away yeah. when, when Roxon went to your place. I was just like, wow. So – yeah, I'm kind of with Eli a little bit. It's weird. Thanks for the call, man. Thank you. All right, thanks. Good, good on you, Eli. See ya. Uh, you yep. knew this call was coming, Eli. Jesse, what's up? You want to talk to Eli Tomac about the motocross donations? Yeah. yeah, can you guys hear me all right? We can. All right, let's let, yeah. let it go here, Jesse. <laughs> all right, man. So, uh, Eli, you've uh, you've accomplished pretty much everything there is uh, to accomplish in the sport, but um, but there is one trophy still missing from your trophy case. Um, so with that said curious um how big of a priority is it for you to race designations and try to stamp your hall of fame career by bringing the chamberlain back to the u.s uh, i it would be a cherry on top that's for sure it's um it's not like it's like to me like supercross is still number one that's going to rub a lot of a lot of people wrong but um uh yeah like if i have the opportunity you know i'm gonna i'm gonna line up there and 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 go for it again all right there you go jesse thanks man yeah i appreciate it guys thank you uh before we let you go eli uh, on the show brought to you by offroadwarehouse.com pulp of mexico to save uh you don't like the triple crowns eli but you're good at them and we got the first one coming up this weekend yeah and i don't even know how how long are I mean are we are they ten minutes now is it three tens I was trying to figure that out today I yeah. should know that but I don't no yeah I think I thought they were three twelves to be honest I know they used to change but I think we all we're all doing the same now yeah well yep. I, our very first year they were I think they were even longer and those were gnarly yep. I think it was like even like a sixteen and a fourteen and a twelve but yep the three twelves it's it's not too bad it's just um, all it is the gnarliest thing about them is you're starting with all the good guys three times that night right and yep. it's a little bit gnarly but. Uh, as long as they keep that, you know, to whatever it is, three rounds, I, whatever. Okay. You know, yep. We're already part of this part of the circus. I guess let's just <laughs> let's go. RV, would you have liked triple crowns? I mean, you get three gate drops, man, and that's you know, yeah. two more chances for a fuck up on the line. So, <laughs> okay. Yeah. Um, or, yeah. or two two other chances where if you screw up one. So, yep. um, you know, I think that I don't know. I I, I yeah. I've never raced it, so. Right. Jake, did you ever do them? No. Yeah. There's a, I think no. there's a there's a there's a mental side to that. The, We've all done Monster Cup though. Yeah. It's sim- similar. So I deal. think that the stru- like the cream will definitely rise to the crop and it, it re- the rise cream will always dry rise in that one because I think, you know, everybody's right. fresh going into main one and then, you know, they got to regroup. Yeah. Either they had a bad race or they won it or whatever, but then maybe they're a little tired right. or this or that. So there's a lot that comes into play with with the triple crowns, I think, and, and well, I and, think on the, on that level, on the winning level, yeah, it comes down like well, who's, well, who's the most focused, like who's the most dialed in, because that it then you're really talking about starts, right? Is what you're talking about, yeah? Because that you know the fastest guy most of the time wins, so then it comes down to position on the track and where mm-hmm. are you at in the first turn, and so I think these triple crowns it 
it shows I get it. Like, I'd never race for a title in the 450 class. I would be stressed out. You'd be stressed out. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, because you just, you're just yeah. you opening up so much more opportunities for something. Because yeah. you can get the whole shot, and someone can plow into you yeah, in the yeah, first yeah. turn. Yeah. So I, get, I would be stressed if I was racing right. for a title. Well, but I do think it. To succeed or not, it comes down to who's focused. Stu told me those off-season Paris races, and you guys have all done them in this room, and <laughs> and uh, Eli, you did them too. Stu told me those races were, were, were insane how many times he was going to the yeah. gate and lining up. He yeah. didn't like it. I mean, it I never that. did yeah. Paris, but yeah. yeah. Yeah, he never liked those gate drops, yeah. you know, so. Well, when you're at Paris too, it's like you're not – there's no championship at the end of the, at mm-hmm. the, end of the night, right? Like it's, yeah. it's the one race, but – yeah, when you look at the whole season, that part of it is stressful yep. because, like I said, you have like three chances to to jack something up, right? Mm-hmm. Um, that something could happen, and you know what's like what's I think the hardest part for those is is the first race. Like mm-hmm. it's like you have to treat it like a main, right? Like there's no heat race, there's no warming up. Yeah, like you got to go out of the first one and try to put up a good score. Yeah, yeah, you know? it's, it, yeah. yeah. I, I agree. It'd be stressful as a mechanic too. It'd be super stressful yeah. as a mechanic too. Uh, one yeah. last call for Eli Tomac, and then we'll let him go. Justin, uh, what's your question for these three guys? Hey, what's up? Uh, thanks for taking my call. Uh, Ryan and Jake are new to the hunting world, like what two years? And Eli, you've probably been hunting your whole life. You guys got any tips for one another, or how about a, a, a trio going out and hunting in, out west? Oh boy, yeah. Well, man. So I don't know. I think RV's hunting, been hunting more than two years, but yeah, uh, I'm not that good. I went elk hunting this year, and I didn't get anything, so I don't. I think I need tips, man. <laughs> and Jake, you told I, me I missed no. twice. I Jake, missed twice this year. Uh, Jake, yeah, you told me you went out for eight hours and shot, saw nothing. You were telling me we went out eight for hours? three days. Yeah, the last no, two years. No, I mean I've been, shit. You I've, told me you waited one day and never saw a thing. I've hunted pretty much my whole life. Not a ton of big game. Like I'm getting more into that now. But I mean, I've gone more than eight hours and not saw. Oh, anything. okay. See, <laughs> I, like, that, I've gone more than eight hours. That blew my mind. <laughs> I'm oh, not a hunter, so I'm like, hold on. Well, You're sitting in a tree for eight hours, and you don't no, see one thing? I, don't, I didn't tell you I was sitting in a Birds. tree. And also, Maybe a rabbit. Well, yeah. And also, like, typically, if you go on a hunt, like, you will see something. But usually, if you... It's far. Like, you, okay. you may not... You're not getting oh, to oh, it. Oh, okay. Are you yeah, ever worried but, about mountain lines? No. Eli? You, you have, have a gun. You have a gun or a bow. <laughs> no, but they sneak yeah. up on you. You know, I, um, I mean, no. I've okay. seen them out, out before, like, you gotta, remember, film, but. you gotta remember you like, Steve doesn't yeah. own a gun in his life. No. He hasn't owned one. He, no. He's a Canadian, <laughs> and they don't do guns. He's no, we, a, Eli, he, Eli, Steve le- lives next to an equestrian park in Las Vegas, Nevada. He doesn't really no, understand. Like, so I've mountain bikers get attacked by mountain lines. It's happened. And. You know, they say you never see them coming, right? They just come up because okay, these things so are expert hunters. Have well, and I don't know all of the mountain lion okay. attacks, but right, the right. one I think you're <laughs> you referring don't? to. Yeah, there's one that you know. The about. one you're referring right. to is he was changing his tire, so he's yeah. down on the ground, right. low. Okay, and there's an so, issue with that. Eli, are you ever worried about getting attacked by other animals? No. Uh, not really. Okay. okay. No. All right. I'm just asking. No. Right. No, not in the lower. Well, I shouldn't say that. Not in Colorado where we hunt. Yeah. Yeah. No. 
No, like don't actually. One thing I'd be intimidated of is is like a brown bear, right? Yeah, mm. but like I've never hunted in Alaska or or where there are brown bears, wherever they are, Montana or so, Wyoming, whatever. So, Justin, it doesn't sound like any of these three guys have any advice on hunting. Yeah. <laughs> no, but I'd love to go drink beer and cook and shoot some guns. So I'm down. Yeah, I mean we we take we take our, we take our weapons on hikes, and if we happen to run into something, we might get it. And then if not, I come back and I cook and we drink beers. Why don't you guys do like an auction to come hunt with you? For fans. Yeah, great way to make some money. Can you set it up for us? Yeah, I'll, I'll set it up for you. All right, cool. All right, we'll do a go for Eli's not interested, I guarantee you, but you two are. Yeah. He might. He, he we might, might, we he might surprise come. him. He, yeah, might okay. he, probably, he might love hanging out oh, with yeah. us. <laughs> okay, all right. Well, there we go. It's a fucking gr- hell of a time when we're out. <laughs> it really <laughs> like, is. If you, if you, it really <laughs> is. <laughs> I don't know if you could be the judge of that. Like, you know, you need other people to say, like, it's a great time. Well, I don't know. Ask Jake. Is it fun? Oh, I've had a great time. <laughs> okay, great. We've had other people involved, too, and they froze my ass off in the back of his trailer. Froze my ass off. Eli, RV and Jake say that they are a lot of fun to hang out with. So there you go. Oh, no, no, no. Hold on. I don't say that. I hey, say that hey, I have a all great those time. Trips are fun, but, man. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Uh, oh, yeah. All right, Justin. Thanks for calling, man. Thanks. Hey, thank you, guys. All right. Well, maybe uh, we set something up here. We'll- but, Eli, you, you shot a bow. You were elk hunting with a bow, right? Yeah. 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 See, that's all. See, that's a whole yeah. other fucking ball game. Oh, yeah. yeah. That's real skill. Yeah. Well, right yeah. You got to be within sixty <laughs> yards, and most shots are taken yeah. within forty. Yep. So. Yep. So you see, you see an elk or whatever you're hunting. You yeah. Like. You have to yeah. creep forty yards towards it. Mm. Within forty. Like the shot I missed. The shot I missed this year was fifty-two yards, and he was downhill. But like, and then like kind of quartering away, and I went flying over his back. So. It, Oh wow! So, so you would yeah. have had to. You were say it. You would. You would have had to because shooting down, you're going to shoot high, so you're going to yeah. have to go low. Yep. And I put like I put like my whatever. I should have been another ten pin down, right? Because yep. you have like these pins on your bow, yep. and yep. yeah, normally yep. it's like ten inc- increments. I should have been another one down. So in your in, it's crazy. Call, I, call it your scope, I been, Steve. You have a you have a round yeah. deal and you have a you have a little tiny they call it a peep sight. That's oh, on, are there scopes on bow and arrows? No, it's not. It's called no. a sight. But oh. it, think of it as a yeah, scope. Yeah. And yeah. when you pull your string back, you have to look through this little hole here close to your eye, which then covers the ring on your on the sight. Okay. So each each pin from the top down it's is 10, so many 20, yards. 30, 40, 50, 60, if oh, you have, like, yeah, you yeah. know, that many pins. And what, and they're, like, what, red, orange, yep, yellow, all different colors. Green. And then if you're shooting downhill, you end up having to... to go lower. Uh, go, yeah. Is this the same no, kind of bow? Uh, is this the same kind of bow that Rambo has? No. Like it's that a, kind? No, that's a, that's a recurve. Oh, okay. So this, this is compound. Like, these bows shoot 400, yeah, second, f- uh, uh, 400 oh, feel feet like a second. Rambo's bows are pretty gnarly. No, they're not. Okay. Uh, but Eli, so you have to like not make a sound, right? And then the smell—they can smell you if you if the wind is a certain way as, oh, yeah. you, as you're creeping that's up to like, these things, right? That's the worst thing for for them. Yeah, is is uh, the wind. So, like sound. I mean, because they're you know they go monster trucking to the forest too. It's not as okay. big of a deal. Yeah, I yeah. mean, yeah, you still don't want to alert them, right? But right. wind is by far your biggest like oh. enemy. Wow. Oh yeah. yeah. Yep. I can't even imagine the yep. patience that takes and. Dude, sometimes it's it's gnarly. Like yeah. you got it. You got to like fucking. I've never done it, but right. I've watched it, seen it done, and I my cousin does it. You got to be quiet and got to get within. You have to get within forty yards. Yeah. Good it, luck with that. There's no chance I would. Yeah. I'm too fat. Like I just break branches <clears throat> and stuff. Right. But you have to be yeah. like it's like uh, supercross riding. It's like you have to learn how to walk. Yeah, in, yeah. in the woods, right? And be quiet. Yeah. And get in this. Get you get yourself positioned posis- positioned to make the shot. Right. I know, I said it three times. All right, well, 
I'm glad. I'm, yeah, I'm not going on your guys' hunting trip. You guys can go, but I'll, I'll I'll raise some money so you guys can go. What if we do a poll and then you have to come? I feel like one of you guys would shoot me, <laughs> like by accident. Because you just, by, if, not if you by get accident. shot, if you not get shot, accident. you're standing in the wrong spot. No, you would tell the, the the media. You'd say, "Hey, man, I I just I heard a noise. I thought he was a black bear. I went for him." No, that wouldn't happen. Okay. All right. No. Uh. All right, Eli. Uh, thanks for coming on, man. Thank you for calling. Congrats on the uh, on the win and the points lead. Your blue crew looking great, having fun. And, uh, yeah, man, thanks a lot for coming on. Good job. Thank you. All right, guys. All right. Later. All right. See later. You. See ya. That's Eli Tomac, everybody. Brought to you by the folks at ORW. So we have – thanks, Eli. Great interview, right? Yeah, I think it was good. Yeah. yeah. yeah I think it was really – you guys both did really well. It was me both. and him. Yeah, both. Oh, like okay. you, you guys oh. both did really well with there him. There's three of us in the. Thank phone. you. There's four actually. No, but like I'm professional, oh. but you two were. Oh, you asked a... good questions and everything. Thank okay. you, uh, Jake. By the way, yeah, that that quiz we did earlier. Yeah. This is a, this is what's up for grabs from Skosh. I'm ready. It is a. Um, I feel like you already have the answers. Who won? And the nut shaver right there. I, I do have the answers. I never looked because he didn't give me his answers till five minutes of showtime. So. Oh. Right. How am I supposed to text you? Am I supposed to text you those answers? Yes. Absolutely. Oh. Just how, how was my text? Yeah, they were very professional. It was clear? So we okay. have the, the is it Anaheim? Dunge? The week uh, before. San Diego. San Diego. We it have was, it on the screen here. So It was the week before. Uh, conveniently, Dunge doesn't, uh, isn't on the line right There's now. There's Stu. But um, there we go. All right. So San Diego main event. This is, uh, Dunge didn't remember this or didn't talk about it at all. Mm-hmm. But, um. That, he, he, you fell over. That wasn't really anything. You fell over. Yeah, Jake. You should have held up. You want to see that again? Yeah, I guess. I, I wouldn't call that smashing. No. No. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> I, look. Here's here's that the situation. Felt gnarly back then. Here, here's the situation. <laughs> like, I see, don't. Look, he's didn't even. He's already pulling down. Well, yeah, he's knocked me out of the way. Look, I'm headed over the bale. Oh. He is heading straight there. Okay. Well, okay. No, I'm not going to say he killed me. The bike didn't me. turn. The, I'm not going to say he killed me. Stiff. Yeah. But he, I guess okay. there's maybe, there's more to this story. So I was already a little bit frustrated. Mm-hmm. With him? Uh, no, not, no, not with Dunge, but. You know, a couple years before that, him and I raced for a title, and he beats me, and I'm like, damn, like, and I knew, like, I always knew he was good, and then, and this year, this was 2012, and like first I year was at KTM, like, right? Yes. Yeah. Uh, yeah. No. Yes. Eleven. No. First year. No. Twelve. Because uh, twelve is right. You're right. He won yeah. Phoenix, yeah. and that was their first win. Right. Um, broke your pen. Okay. Well, so the I'll problem, I was already sushi, and now a pen. This just frustrated me because I had, had gotten a good start and I was I felt good that year, mm-hmm. which I ended up I got a bunch of podium or not a bunch, but I think I was on the podium like f- a handful yeah. of times that year. So I was like, gosh dang it, like I had a good start that night and then boom, it was like the second lap and I'm on the ground. So I was frustrated and then the next weekend we were banging into each other and it was the last lap. And he got me for second. He won RV. And then Dunge last lap. He passed me. I passed him back. He passed me. Passed him back. So, so, so it was a bunch of back and forth. And then we ran into so each this, other. And then it was the next week. It was that. And then it was the next week. And then at Salt Lake, I 
blew him off the track. Hmm. But then the problem was that he got up and beat me. And I was like. <laughs> That's never good. No, because no. Millsaps was leading, and I was actually riding really good that yeah, night. Yeah, I remember Millsaps leading that one, yeah. I was riding really good that night, and I pushed Dunge off the track. He goes down, but his bike didn't stall, so he got up quick. Yeah. And I'm like, and you're like, you're looking around your peripherals, <laughs> and I'm like, oh, no. Oh, <laughs> like, <God>. He's still <laughs> close. <laughs> And I'm trying to go after Millsaps, but Dunn just like creeping. And I'm like, oh no. And I can't get around. Like I wasn't, I was close to Millsaps, but then I started panicking and then, and then Dunn wins. Right. So he wins that. And Millsaps, actually he tracked Millsaps down from a long way. Davey, he, what, Davey had a good lead. Like, yeah. You know, like it was, yeah. it was good. Yep. Uh, this seven o'clock hour brought to you by our new sponsor, Weisco. Who hasn't used Weisco Pistons at some point in their career? Amateur, pro, Everybody. whatever. Right, Weisco. Uh, Weisco has been manufacturing pistons right in the USA for over 80 years. They support Factory Honda, Club MX, uh, RM, uh, Rocky Mountain KTM, SGB Honda machines as well. Whether you ride a two-stroke or a four-stroke, Weisco has a variety of pistons from reliable forge replacements to the performance-based Racer Elite Series. They've expanded their line when the USA made pistons uh, Racer Elite connecting rods developed through work with uh, a bunch of race teams. They added in the Garage Buddy rebuild kits, clutch, and valve train components. Uh, go to um, your favorite online retailer like motorsport.com, local dealer, Wisco.com to find products for your machine. We have a code for Wisco. Uh, it is a little bit uh, complicated code. So go to pulpamexshow.com, sponsor deals. Check the code out. Uh, Wisco, uh, thank you for coming on board. We appreciate that. Um, and uh, also, uh, I want to thank the folks at Maxima USA. Again, Maxima USA, used by both. Ryan Villapoto and uh, Jake Weimer over the years. You still you're running Maxima? Yamalube. Oh, you're Yamalube. You're, you're full Yamalube. Okay. Uh, Maxima USA, 927. Great two-stroke oil. Uh, number one selling two-stroke oil in most markets around the world. Thank you to Maxima USA. Pulp20 is the code to save with MaximaUSA.com. Uh, yeah, please check it out. Thank you to uh, uh, Maxima USA. And Pro Filter. Pro Filter's on board. There's a real option for riders to avoid cleaning an air filter ever again. Imagine an alternative way that eliminates the time and chemicals required to clean and oil your filters. Side-by-sides, uh, dirt bikes, uh, street bikes, everything sold through Power Sports dealers nationwide. Pick up a pre-oiled, ready-to-use premium air filter, oil filter for your next service. Pulp 20 is the code to save with um, uh, ProFilter, ProFilter.com. Uh, all right, we just had Tomac on the line. Um, he's had his best January ever with points, only by like three or four. I looked it up earlier. Does he win the title? Is it your pick for the title? Like, I mean, look, we're not going to hold this to you because a lot of shit can happen. It's only, you know, January 31st today. I think I'm still going with Chase Sexton. Call me crazy. But Chase, Tomac looks pretty Chase damn good. Chase is high on my list, too. Yeah? Yeah. I think I would. But if you go. I think it, I would pick. If it comes down to both of them. I just interrupted you. Yeah. I well, know. he interrupted me. Okay. Um, if it comes down to both of them. Eli has the experience. Yeah. So. Yep. Sexton rode a smart race. Just get that third. Don't make mistakes. No, you know, I know. He, he and lost, and he he's lost. fit and he's strong. Yep. Um, and he's fat. And, like, he has the speed, too. So, yep. Right. But he, the experience part, like, you know. He just um, – Eli's got his best ever January. You know, yeah, we, yeah. we got a 22-year-old and a 29-year-old, yep. you know. And right. how many more race wins, not to mention gate drops in the 450 class versus Chase. So, mm-hmm. um, I mean – Dunge won his first year, I, you know, yeah. so. Dunge won his first year. McGrath won his first year. Uh, there ain't too many other guys. That's it. Yeah. This is second year two for Sexton. Uh, I, think, I think Tomac 
Anderson, I think, is dangerous. And Sexton. But Anderson, Tomac, in my opinion, they've fought for titles. They have more experience. Mm-hmm. Uh, Sexton didn't race too much last year because he was so fast, but crashed. Yeah, missed some rounds. Yep. And he did the same thing at Anaheim 1. He won what he wins, San Diego. Mm-hmm. Uh, has speed again, so I think he's there. But I think I would put Anderson Tomac in front of that. What do you make, Jake? Uh, we, we talked about this a bunch with JT and me and Ryan, but what do you make of Anderson's move on Roxa? I think it's a racing incident. I think you're in the sand. You're not going to follow because it's just that's the problem with sand and supercross mm-hmm. is it just makes a mess. Like your goggles, you can't see. Roxon goes outside. Anderson's, of course, is going to go inside. And Anderson's aggressive. Could, could and, we just say that? And we- always it's a, it's a 90, so the inside always fades to the out. And... Mm-hmm. they come together. Like, I, I think it's a terrible situation. I don't think either of them were probably thrilled about it. Uh, uh, yeah, I, and I, you know, that's for sure. <laughs> it's the, I think the bigger problem is that the week before, it's Anderson and Roxon again, and Roxon ends up on the ground. Mm-hmm. And that's the same thing. Like, Roxon goes through the whoops. But I didn't have a problem on with that one either. Neither no, one. Yeah, I know. Yeah, 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 but, yeah, yeah, but in just, my opinion, yeah, it's the same yeah. thing. It's like, ah, oh, Damn it. Like, right. It's the same two guys same again. Guy. Right. And I understand what both of them were doing. And they and Kenny ends up on the ground both times. So I don't think it's harm or foul either way. It's a racing situation. Yeah. Des- decisions were made. And unfortunately... <laughs> decisions were made. <laughs> they were. De- decisions were time. made and <laughs> Kenny ended up on the ground and Kenny was on the outside both times. And right. I don't think that either time Anderson was malicious right. in either event. Yeah. It is Anderson. He's got a history, but let's cut... Yeah, let's but call I, does it like he it have is. a history no, no, of yeah. being malicious, though? Like well, trying to kill people? Sometimes, yeah, but not... Who? Yeah. When? Um, Seeley, a few years back, I thought one of those moves were really greasy. He got Brayton pretty good. Did he ever put him down, though? Yeah, absolutely. Seeley? Yeah. Did he? Yeah. Well, I mean, but Anderson rides. Don't go outside. Yeah. He, he runs a loose <laughs> program for sure. I'm not saying program. I'm just saying in general. Like, yep. he, he goes for it. He sends it. Mm-hmm. They're first and second. They're in the sand. Roxon goes outside. Anderson's going to go inside so he can see where he's going because in the sand – if you're behind someone, you can't see. Yeah. I and guess Anderson Anderson could check up because he sees Kenny coming in. Why would no. You ever do, why no, would no, you ever do no, no, no. I disagree with that. It, okay, okay, Not, I'm, just, no. I'm just trying to play devil's it's, advocate here because my late. buddy Jason Thomas said no, that. No, it's that, too late. You know, no, we already had the conversation with JT. They uh, can't, he agreed with me. No, I don't feel like he did. No one could have checked up at that point. Kenny okay. couldn't have checked up. Right. Anderson couldn't have checked up. You've already decided where you're going. You're going too fast. You, what, what are you going to hit the brakes in the sand? And miss the guy? I, I don't think that either one... I'm just trying to play devil's advocate. I'm not saying I get that, it. I'm, no, I get it. I'm sure... Because any racer is going to go inside there because the, his competitor yes. in first goes outside. Yes. So any racer is going to go inside there. And then you're going to have a, a, an open door to drive in, ride in, and then, you know, I would guess you would back off and cut the throttle and the guy I, I don't, to avoid a collision. If it wasn't sand, would that have happened? No. Uh, no. 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 But 
that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Like, if you're in the sand, you're going to go somewhere else so that you can see where you're going. Right. If you're that close to somebody and you're in the sand, I'm not going to tell you it never happens. Right. But if you have an option, so you're you're going to go in a different line. What, and the lines came together. What is dirty riding then? Dirty riding is an intentionally smashing somebody. T-bone. Okay. Yeah. Intentionally like, smashing something. I can picture something right now. You know, there's a, years ago, a Supreme Court was making a ruling on pornography. And the judge, oh the judge said, I don't know what pornography is, but I know it when I see it. That's what he said. That was when the ruling. It was a famous, famous ruling in the, like, the late 70s or something. Anyways. They're all yeah, crooked motherfuckers oh that, boy. that are oh in there. Yeah, oh you boy. went down the wrong uh, route I, here. I just, They're all crooked. That's, that's not a good analogy, though. I mean, Okay, so what, I know dirty, dirty riding when I see it is what I was trying to get to. And, for example, do you remember Freeze on Pike when Pike took matters into his own hands? Yes. I felt like that was greasy, dirty. That Vince was greasy. That. I'm just that like, because Vince, and, and I felt like... Um, uh, Marv on Eli in New York or wherever that was, Foxborough. A couple yeah. years ago yeah, or whatever it was. Like, to me, if you just aim for the outside of the turn and, and if the guy's not there, you're going to go straight, like, that's dirty to me. Yes. You have to, you know, you had no intention of Agreed. making a turn. Agreed. RV? You okay? Yeah. I, okay. This hat's hurting my head. Okay. Because your thing, you know. It's Blue Crew. Yeah, I'm yeah, having know, the but... same problem. Oh, boy. Um, Put a hat on. Move I, it up. I, Adjust it up a little bit. Are every, you, are every, you not going to ask me about my vest? What's up with your tight-ass vest? It's Andrew Short's Dakar vest. He sent it to me. It's right off from Dakar. I feel like that'd be a nice riding vest. It's amazing. It's, it's light. It's yeah. It's got a fanny pack in the back. Yeah. Really? He put right. some sushi in it for the way up. Yeah, I did. <laughs> sushi? Yeah. Yeah, nice. so get your sushi, snack, your two guys' sushi. Snack on the way home, right. or, you know, $200 in sushi for you two. So, you fed Well, you've got 200 feet of Actually, ceiling you, space you, <laughs> you from fed the ground. six people. What does that matter? Get rid of your door before your front door. That'll save you 200 bucks. Uh, <laughs> um, so, yeah, like, like I have an – do you remember – I don't know if you've watched either one of you paid attention to these races that much, but do you remember Brees on 7 Deuce Deuce at Oakland? No. LCQ? At Oakland. Okay. Was it at... I remember the one... I didn't like that. And I didn't like Barsha on Bogle after the finish in San Diego. Yeah, that was... that. <laughs> yeah. Barsha's aiming for the exit. No, he's, it, he's... He had... When he went I over the finish line... I don't think he actually T-boned him. No, he went, not T-boned him. When no. he went he over the finish hit, line, hit he's like, hard. I'm gonna... I'm gonna smash you. Right. So... Like, that was a decision that he made... Over the finish line jump. Right. I am going to smash this guy. Yep. So to me, that's dirty. That is dirty. Right. If you make the decision, you know, if it's Blazing led up. a block past the decision. What, what is or, it? Uh, uh, like premeditated murder, right? Right. Like, like you plan it. Y- you've planned it. Like right. you're going to kill that guy. Anderson, that, he didn't plan that. He, he did yeah. not plan that. Right. No, he did not. Right, right. It's always hard to judge intent, though. If, in you, a rider's if head, you've right? raced and you've been on those tracks, right. you know, did Anderson intend, like, I'm going to kill Roxon right here? No, I don't think so no. at all. Right. No. Do you guys need refills? I'll have one. I might just have a beer. <laughs> okay. All right. Pookie! <laughs> she can't hear you in this mansion, dude. Oh she's, in the, she's in the West Wing. <laughs> all right, what's, she, can't, she can't hear you. What's next on the topic? 
Uh, Lars is coming up, but we have the expert on goggle tear-offs and uh, and more. So I'm just well. I was just. I mean, we're still oh. ta- we're rambling on about this. I want to talk to you guys about dirty riding. And okay. See, uh, but, so, but okay, we've, we we're, we're good. We're, he's we're gone. that's not dirty. Okay. Um, can I finish this up real quick? Okay. My thought. Yep. Anybody that's raced at a higher level, like you know, when you, like yeah. ooh, that was an accident. Like for example. Anderson's pass on rocks in the weekend before San Diego. Mm-hmm. He did not try and take him out. Right. That, damn it, that's an accident. That sucks. I think this last weekend, same thing. I think for most people, like you know, then the other problem is you have people with that are fans of a certain guy and not of another guy. So yes, you're going to get differing opinions. To settle it, right. Anderson has not tried to take out Roxon. Right. Unfortunately, Roxon has ended up on and the ground Roxon's probably upset and rightfully I so. I would be pissed yeah, too. But I think I would there's be a difference too. in also like as as in Barsha's case or in Jason's case. Like there's a lot of, you know, like you say, uh, you know, thinking ahead, okay, I'm going to blast this guy. Well, there's a lot of things that come into play that, that in in a rider's head that's like, okay, well, what about the cases, the the radiator? There's like there's there's a lot of scenarios like JT was mentioning that in Jason's in Jason's racing that like will, you know, potentially yeah. could hold him back in winning a championship because he put a hole in his radiator or made cases a stupid yeah. yeah, cases yeah. or or put them both on the ground and those things. So I think there's a lot of things that go through riders some riders' heads right. and maybe not others, like where you know, for me, when I was racing, I would I tried to avoid those type of interactions, not because I didn't want to, you know, first of all, I didn't want them, them to retaliate because that's the number. Yeah. For me, that was right. the number one. You thing. were Jake at Salt Lake City looking for Dutch. Because no, then, I wasn't looking. For because it, I was, was. Because you know, I was saying. in the position. No. But you were of you winning were, a lot of races yeah. and in a championship hunt. So I'm like, okay, well, if I just destroy this guy over here not not yeah. saying i could because yeah. i wasn't any good at it right but then that dude's coming back the next weekend yeah. looking for my number right well and if i lap him or bogle or, was a lap down and was like screw you barsha i'm gonna ruin your race no i've said this before so, like you know, the year that yeah, i happen the the year that i won that title that doesn't count um <laughs> what do you mean doesn't count you don't count 125 titles uh, it's not that's me. why I only have nine. It's the sport. The sport doesn't count them. They're, they're regional I, titles. Well, that's I like we don't have, count second place in Supercross. That's national, why we don't. They're not that's national why we, ranked. Titles. We don't have a party at the end of the season. I right. shouldn't have brought it up. But I was making a joke. But my point was, is I remember that year because the year before I battled with Dunge for yep. that one, and then the next year I was like, "This is my last year on a 250." I I literally made it a point to I would talk to the privateers, the guys that were yeah. 12th to 20th like what's up dude how like, you fit, feeling good like yeah, how's yeah, your, yeah. like because i'm i'm Gre- greasing him up yo 100 percent. because he's <laughs> what you a know dick. what a dick no bullshit it's just like for what it's not you're not trying to cheat the system but hey yeah. they're there too i know i'm gonna see you around lap 12 yeah like i don't want to be up like i'm not trying to cause any problems like Hey, don't make it a problem for me. Like, yeah. if I'm in a battle, like, smart. Come on, man. Like, don't. Smart. Yeah, I, yeah. I needed all the help. He's a politician. I could get, yeah, yeah. He's, He's really, a politician. Really good oh, that way. Yeah. Uh, Motorsport.com, Fly Racing, Decal Works, Race Tech Suspension and Engines, X Brand Goggles, Renthal, Michelin Motorcycle Tires, Cherubis, Firepower Batteries and Chains, Maxima USA, 
OGO Power Sports, ORW, Skosh, Pro Filter, FMF, Guts Racing, Atlas Neck Brace. The new Vision Brace is out, RV. That's from right. The folks it's right, at here. Atlas. It's yeah. right here on the counter. Atlasbrace.com. Use the code PulpMX to save. Get the same brace that uh, Logan Carnell is wearing it. Chiz is wearing it. Uh, Sexton and Anderson have won titles in it. Uh, and and uh, the new Vision Brace. Yeah, it's fantastic. So atlasbrace.com. Ride Engineering, Work Connection, Get Data. WUSA also, if you want to get the same wheels that Tomac and Craig have, it's a Kite Hubs with Excel rims. Uh, WUSA, tell them you listen to Pulp. They'll give you a, a deal. W, uh, great company, great wheels for all sorts of things. Intense Cycle, Suspension Direct, Manscaped, CTI, and Wysco Pistons uh, all on board with us tonight. Our lines are full. I, we have five lines, and they're all full. So do you want to take some calls? Maybe get a, a few more lines. you want to take some calls? Why not? All right. We got a call about your, your vintage YZ. Hell yeah. All right. Derek, what's up, man? You want to talk to RV about his vintage bike? Yeah, Ryan. Um, I got a couple of questions about that uh, 1974 YZ250 you're uh, having built. Let me see if I can answer them. Um, first question, what are you doing July 22nd through the 24th? AMA Vintage Motorcycle Days, Mid-Ohio. I got to look at my calendar. Have you ever heard of it? I mean, it's, it's a like big one. Well, yeah. I know I know. old Rob Bytus knows that. He's from uh, yeah. Youngstown, Ohio. So if anybody's heard about it, it's him. I mean, I don't work for AMA, but it is um, the, the country's largest swap meet. There's racing, there's shows. I mean, legends. I mean, I mean, you're a legend. Show up. I'm telling you, it's a big deal, man. There's 40,000, 50,000 people there. Is there show up money involved? Start money? Well, I, I went to Boise can... for free. Okay. Paid my uh, no, own way. I'm not saying, I'm just asking. I'm not saying like you won't go, but I'm asking like, yeah. Oh, you want to cut? Do we get expenses paid agent? for? Do we get expenses paid for? I, I uh, well, we'll see. Are but... you still working with Mertz? Yeah, yeah. Because I don't hear a lot of, you know. Yeah, I, I still am. He's okay. busy with the Hunter. The Lawrence's, yeah, yeah, he's you know? the Lawrence's, right, right. But, um, Very busy. But yeah, I'll look at my calendar and, and check that one out. So on my schedule this year, um, Boise, the Boise Vintage Race for sure. Um, also, Unadilla's Vintage Race. Mm, boy. Um, and then, then done that. Okay. Be prepared, man. Okay. Take, well, as you know, but yeah, it, it, that one gets gnarly. Wait. I mean, it is the. I mean, you're running the sky shot. I mean, you're jumping everything out there, man. Like they don't take yeah, anything away. He's so. Ryan Villapoto. That's all right. I'll I'll put a nasty scrub on her. She's yeah. only got three inches of travel, but yeah, <laughs> I got the frame stiffened yeah. up a little bit. Did you? Yeah. Yeah. There's a little couple I'm of gussets in there. All right. Thanks, Derek. Thanks, man. Uh, Michael's on one. What's up, Michael? How are you? Good, man. How are you? Good. Hey, I had a quick question about I, I've been riding this Beat CR250 the last year and a half. What year? 96. 96? Okay. 96, yep. And uh, I'm looking at trying to get the, the suspension feeling a little better. The uh, I'm, It's on stock stuff. I got the SAG set. It ain't it ain't doing shit. I'm wow. riding. When's the last well, that's, time? That's the one Ronnie Mack rides. Uh, 96, no, Screaming Eagle. No, he rides 97. Oh, okay. What, when's the last time you did the suspension on it? He said it's stock. Uh, we just get no, we just but, got fresh oil on that thing. <laughs> but you've done it recently? Uh, within about a year. Oh, yeah. okay. Um, you I'm wanna... just looking to. I don't. I don't know if I should like do you know upgrade to like a, a different year or like. Well, I mean, like that's... year suspension for it. We should have no. skip on the phone. Like just get springs. No, no. Listen, just you're fine. You know, 
It's a CR-250. It's a 96. You're not going to put other suspension on or anything else. Get the right spring rate for your weight and or speed from Racetech. Get new bushings. Get the oil changed. You know, get, get the bike, the suspension freshened up. You'll be fine. That stuff is 48-millimeter cartridge forks. Like, they're really good system. They're not uh, – or they're, actually, I'm sorry. They're twin chamber forks in there, I believe. Really good system from 96, by the way. Remember that. We're, it's still a good hey, system. This, this thing didn't, turns on a dime. I didn't say Dude, it's not, but it's... Michael's not going to go and get suspension from another brand and pay for forks and shock and bolt it on this. I don't agree with right, that either. Right, I would right. just... I, I would, I I would mean, valve it all I out. I yeah. prefer, honestly, Yamaha stuff on there, but I don't no, know if that's No, 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 Michael. You're not going to spend the money to get a fork and shock and put it on your 96. That's ridiculous. Buy a new bike. I, you're gonna do hey, I got this thing, fresh milk. Okay, listen, that's a good bike. Jeremy McGrath fucking crushed it on that thing. Can we get him on the phone? Who? Skip, skip on MC. the phone. Ask Skip oh. what he, he did to that thing. He might have settings. <laughs> Bones would have settings. <laughs> sort of, I mean, um, listen, Michael. No, seriously, get the oil changed. Get the right spring rate. Get it revalved. Put some Race Tech gold valves in there. Uh, I'm sure you're not like a pro rider like RV and Weimer. Right, so you'll be fine with, no, with I, good stuff on it. Um, you guys are sick, by the way. I love it. They are sick. Uh, uh, Red Dog, Timmy Ferry was also sick too. <laughs> um, but uh, just use. Hey, tell tell Race Tech that you listen to Pulp. They'll give you like twenty percent off, and you'll get a deal there and get suspension and oil and springs. Tell them how much you weigh. Tell them what kind of rider you are. They will help you. That stuff is fine. Alrighty. All right. I'm gonna keep it. Thank you, buddy. Appreciate Sounds it. Good. Thanks. Thanks, guys. You know, it's, if you, you know, I agree. Yeah, yeah, like, I agree. Right. Okay. I would not you. update no, the suspension on no, that thing. No, no, no. With no. like right other stuff. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. If I was as rich as you were, Steve, I would maybe like get some cool looking A kit to stuff? put on it. Yeah, but you know, I don't for, even think A kit would fit on there. You'd be bigger. So. No, no, we'd have to get, tra- get clamps. Yeah. And, yeah, it would get a linkage. Oh, so now you're doing all of that. Well, yeah. If you're rich, you can get different hard parts to get it on there. Listen, different you, hub. You, you guys can have my money <laughs> if you you've know, got if, that if, much to give out. We if, can have no, no, it. no. If things really go south for you both, you can get down to my level. Like I'll be on the show every uh, Monday you know? night. <laughs> what I, happened I, to your podcast? You were going to start. <laughs> this house was built with podcast money. I'm. I think we need to take this more seriously at this point. This house, I do podcasts for a living. It's unreal. You, I can't believe you. Could you imagine how tall the ceilings we could have? <laughs> Jesus, <laughs> eighteen foot in here. Okay, drop so, that again. So, you two called me one night. <laughs> you were going to start a podcast. It's still, I gave you it's, a clever it's, it's name. It's on the back burner. I gave you a guy. I gave you equipment. I gave you everything, and I, I was supporting this. I, it's I, on the back burner. We're still going to do it. Okay. All right. So, well, if you want tall ceilings, start a podcast. I guess. Jeez, you, Joe Rogan, like, it's unbelievable. So, I've made some really good investments over the years. <laughs> like, clearly. But again, you two are millionaires. You know, I mean, I, well, I don't mean, yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I told you how much money you have. How much? I told you. I had somebody who told me at Cowie told me how much you probably made. Oh, it, I'd like to hear it. They said thirty million dollars. <laughs> nah, I don't know about that. Yeah, that's what they said. And who's this? I can't, I can't tell you my sources. They can't I'm a, give my secrets. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a journalist, and they, they can't betray their sources. But 
Thirty million dollars. That's what you I have don't in know the about bank. That much. Well, so if, if that's true, you've almost made as much as Steve. <laughs> oh, Jesus, because you go. can't pile thirty million dollars of cash as high as his ceiling. <laughs> no, are. no, no, no. So they so, ain't going that so you, high. So however rich you are is how big your ceilings are. <laughs> well, I, I'm working with eight feet. I'm trying to figure it out. I don't know. Okay. All right. Um, let's do the expert goggle tarot. Shall we do this? All right. Let's start. It's it. it's time. It's the X-Brand Tear-Off segment. 15-second rapid-fire Q&A. X-Brand Goggles, the choice of champions everywhere. You know where's X-Brand? Freddie Norn. He's 3-for-3 three three in main events. Chiz, 4-for-4 four four in main events. X-Brand Goggles, choice of champions. Did, I thought Chiz missed one. Oh, yeah, he missed down on one, actually. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Wait, uh, did he? Yeah, I think he did, because I was... He I'm, was hurt. I'm in the fantasy world, so I've oh, been... Are you in Pulp Fantasy? Oh, yeah. Well, no, oh. I'm, in, I'm in my own league, but... Oh. Rocky um, Mountain ATV, probably, for him. No. Are you playing Dude, Pulp? I had a little bit of a rough weekend, but I've been crushing it. I was 125th overall in, like, the whole thing. Is this it, Pulp? If yes. you're not winning, you're yes. 125th. I said, is this good. Pulp? He said no. No, I... No, nobody, no, no, no. Nobody Hold knows on. what they're playing. Let me explain to you what I meant. I, yes, it's Pulp, yeah. but I'm not in the... Championship like the, league. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, I'm you're in a, your own... I'm in yeah. our own right. league. But you have yeah. handicaps and everything and all that. The Let's Ride League. Yeah. So, okay. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. No, okay. it's the same thing, but it Did shows you... Did you pay? You, you, just, made, you just gave no, more money. <laughs> no, I didn't pay to do your championship Fuck. league. I know when I was 125th <laughs> overall, I had a little bit of a bad weekend, but I think I'm still like 200... I'm. I've actually done. Are you an industry idiots? No. <laughs> oh, blew it, blew it, bro. You I know. Made... I called Paul because I'm like, dude, I think I'm doing really good, and he's like, you idiot. Okay, all right. So hold right. on, let me pull it up. X Brand goggles. Uh, Pulp Show 22 is a code to save with X Brand. EKSBrand.com. Congrats to Rich Taylor's kid Richard for his first ever main event wearing X Brand goggles. Good kid, good family. Congrats to RT and little RT for doing this. These questions are submitted by a Corey Moser. Are you familiar with him? Yes. You are? Like Moser, like like uh, Andrew Short's. Yeah. You guys know That's him? Moser. Lover. Yeah. Oh, okay. That's Moser. Okay. All right. Uh, 30 seconds on the clock. Here I'm we go. 242. Overall. Yeah. Nice. But I'm not signed up. Well, we can't. Ha- we can't. I'm, win- I'm winning my league, though. We can't change that for you. Rules are rules. I get it. No, I get it. All right. <laughs> There's always next year. Steve. Yep. Who's done more for Yamaha? Pulp MX or RV? Oh, Pulp MX for sure. I wish I Stop had RV's it. Blue Crew money. We Stop give it. bikes to we give money to privateers from Yamaha. We gave racers to Waverly money through Yamaha. I mean, we've done a ton of stuff for him, you know. Okay. So, so have you done more than me though? Like with media shoots and 125 rides and bike launches and I've done all that. I've done bike launches. I've I done, ain't seen I've, you where I've been. I just saw you at Paris for, for a bike launch. You didn't show up at the 125 launch? I'm. That's not my category of machine. Oh. Okay. I have. Okay. RV, what has Star done to improve the Yamaha that you and Travis Preston weren't able to do? Oh, boy. Ooh. Um, honestly, can't answer that. I don't know what, what they've done. Um, what I can tell you that the platform that they started with is a very good platform. Like I said, when I wrote it, First out of the crate, I was like, man, this thing's pretty good. Now, to go race it in Supercross, they have to do a lot of things to, you know, make the bike better at that professional level. But as uh, as Steve will attest to, when you buy those motorcycles off the showroom floor, they are, I mean, for myself, my mm-hmm. motorcycle that I'm riding right now is stock, like with bars on it and a pipe. 
I haven't even done the suspension with Jay, and even and Jay losing twenty two pounds. She's real nice yeah, right he's, now. He's cutting weight. Have you heard this? Oh, yeah. I every day. Yeah, yeah. I hear okay. about it. All right. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Jake, has the Alden era of training ended? No. Okay. No. Five seconds. <laughs> <laughs> I have. <laughs> no, hey, listen to this. <laughs> Tariff's gone. Uh, that question's over. Steve. Yep. Yep. Change not ended. Who will be the first to win a second 450 min event this season? Chase Sexton. That's my guy. I'm going to say Eli. Well, you didn't get asked the question. so um, oh, Anderson. All right. RV, do you side with Steve or JT on the aggressive pass Anderson made on Roxon? Oh, we can see sides with me. Yeah, no, I th- it wasn't aggressive. I mean, it was aggressive, but it wasn't, you know, uncalled for. So, so. remember JT's line in the review part? Did you listen, Marks? Uh, I think I got past that part, yeah. What, did you listen to him? It was rough to get through, but yes. <laughs> JT goes to me, I can tell you've never raced Supercross before. Oh, yeah. That's his line on me that I don't know what I'm talking about. And I'm like, oh, because I was talking to Jim Hawley. He said that was fine. And now I got two gentlemen in front of me who – are you know really good supercross racers and they agree with me so suck it jt <laughs> all right it was unfortunate thank you jake should supercross futures be getting more or less attention and track time i just watched the first one this weekend <clears throat> i don't know how to answer that because i like the idea but i think it's that's a that's a tough road to battle I have a dog in the fight, kind of, mm-hmm. so I'd like to say more, but I think they need to work some kinks out. All right. This track was tough for these kids. Oh, they need yeah. more. They, they need to have more exposure, period. Race rider's time would have been like 6th or 7th in 250s overall, which is he, awesome. They should have more time. Yeah. Period. Yeah. Right. They should make a yeah. bigger thing about it. Really? Yeah. Because when I go to watch at, it, when I watch an NFL Europe, game, they don't, they don't have a bunch of peewees on the field. Oh, really? Go watch. Well, we're not, we don't play, we don't throw around a fucking football. Okay, but we when ride I dirt go- bikes and go look at uh, MXGP, and both of those days, Saturday and Sunday, they have races, and they are grooming their riders for M- uh, MX2. So the private Supercross tracks that Hymas and Rider D ride on with the race bikes, that are, that's not good enough? The goat farm for the star guys, that's not good enough? Now we got to get them on, on the stadium? I well, think it's MXGP's a good thing. getting them on the stadium. I think yeah. it's a good idea. On the track. I really like the idea. They do, but I don't. They yeah. just they got to figure out a way to get more competitive. You talk kids. about everybody gets a trophy these days. It's exactly what you're talking about. You're no, giving them no, every, everyone bullshit. a trophy. No, no, bullshit. If you want, bullshit. If you want to groom what is it, what you what Feld is going to make their money off of, they better start down here. You two never wrote them. You turned out fine. They okay. didn't exist, but I guarantee I, I know, you. But I'm if saying, they did exist, I guarantee you he would have been I know, there. I know, of course, I of course, you both would have been there. But you both turned out to be great supercross racers without <laughs> going to a stadium on a Saturday. It's a good idea. It's not a good idea. They need it to work. Out, they need to work out some kinks. It's a good idea. Not a good idea because they're it's already a good building idea. a fan a base idea. already too. Not all, only all through their Instagram and everything they post. That's you know bullshit like Instagram is. But they're actually there on Saturday riding, doing their thing, and building a fan base inside the stadium, the guys that are there early. I think it's a great thing. You can take those headphones, Jake, and make them bigger, and then they'll fit no, over No, they your fall head. down it's, your ears. My head's not fucking wide enough. With my hat, okay. so I got to... I wear an extra small helmet. Your, your hair is... It's not good? How's no, it's my... fine. Okay. Next All question. Right. 
Steve, which rider, which rider has been the most grateful for your nets saving them? Oh, uh, Carnell. Logan Carnell snagged me a whole bunch. Because <laughs> do you remember when the guys were staging in that race? He led the heat race last year. The 450 guys are walking behind a berm to the starting line, and Carnell grabs the lead in the heat race and sends it into the net, and it would have killed AP and everybody else. Well, potentially Christian Craig, because if that net wouldn't have been there, my dude might have been hurt. Well, yeah. Well, I, he no, might his, not have been because he got fine. a tough block. Yeah, so. his body was fine. The bike Man, that could have been ugly, yeah. though. No, Ooh. my nets have saved lives. Look at Blake Baggett. Look at Carnell. Mitch, why is Mitch calling me right now? Maybe Answer it. Put him on the show. I, I, I'll, I'll text mm. him. If you don't, he won't come back on. Can guarantee you that. Answer it. Tell, give him another line. Right. Tell him you'll call hey, him back. Mitch, I'm live on the air. Yeah. What's up? I can do it. I can do it if you want. I got done early. Oh, okay. Uh, can you do it at like nine? Is that cool? It's uh, an hour. No, put him on now. Oh my god, my kids. I'm not gonna do it. Put him on now, Mitch. You're coming <laughs> I, on now. I got. I got Lars at eight thirty. It's okay. Put him on now. Okay, we'll call you right back, Mitch. All right, bye. All right, bye. And then. All right. We'll push Lars back ten minutes. Okay. Executive decision has been made. Uh, go ahead. Next Mitch question. Payton's calling you. I, I, I know. Uh, we only got two more. We'll run through them. Okay. Can we get some AirPods? RV. <laughs> RV. Yes. Who's a better shot, you or Weimer? I'm just going to have to say me. <laughs> uh, I'm texting you the number, Talon. Uh, call Mitch. Jake right. thinks too much. All right. Next question. All right, Jake. Last one. Uh, what do you help Chance with the most, and who was that figure when you were turning pro? Is this a fast question? Yeah. yeah. 30 seconds. What do I help Chance with the most? Mm -hmm. uh, mentality, who is that guy for me? Uh, Your dad. My dad, <laughs> but he also <laughs> was hard on the mentality, ah, but, super but my dad. Super positive. But, well, it's raining. We're fucked now. <laughs> Hold on. Well, he's not entirely wrong. No, yeah. That's, that's my what, answer. That's what you told me your dad. No, he did say that. But right. I there's right. a bigger story to it. Okay. We don't have time for that. Yeah. Yeah. I know. I get it. I'm yeah. just telling you. All right. Is that it for the X-Brand? Yeah, that's it. All right. X-Brand Goggles Pulp Show 22 is the code to save with X-Brand Goggles. Please get a set. Uh, you'll, never believe, you'll never wear another pair of goggles. Once you try the X-Brand goggles, it's, it's, it's amazing. Uh, all right, let's get to our, our, our guest, our sudden guest. He is the owner of Pro Circuit Racing Products in Corona, California. He uh, also has a race team that's pretty good. Uh, Jake Weimer and Ryan Villapoto once uh, rode for him. It's Mitch Payton. What's up, Mitch? How are you? Uh, heading home, driving home. I uh, just watched some video tonight and uh, looking forward to what we got in the future. What uh, uh, what? So a little frustrating start for you for the season. Would that be correct in saying? Yeah. Now we've had crashes, and then of course uh, Hammaker got hurt, mm -hmm. so that's a bummer. But we'll push through it and deal with what we got to. Injuries are part of it. I know other guys have had injuries already too, and like we just gotta move yeah. forward. Well, I mean, if you need if you need some fill-ins, Jake Weimer RV lost twenty two pounds. <laughs> like honestly, if give RV another couple weeks and he'll send it. I don't. Know. <laughs> <laughs> I think we lost him. We lost him in the hills of California. No, oh, he's he just there. said oh. R R RV would probably send it. Right. And then Jake's 
smart enough to say, uh, I don't think so. <laughs> <laughs> he's he's going to stay retired. I'll give her hell. Right. Uh, RV wants to talk about his 74 YZ250 a lot tonight, Mitch. So we're getting a lot of this Arma. Uh, or, or is it called Arma? What's it well, called? that's the rules, but yeah. I, I don't, I don't, I'm not going off the Arma rulebook. Oh, okay. He doesn't want to do the rules for for vintage racing either. Yeah, so we we have a '74 Yamaha 250. So I got that thing, and we we kind of specced it out, and we Norm's helping me with it, and the guy up there, what's his name? Uh, Dallas Nightblood. Yep. In Washington, Washington or whatever, Oregon. So he's in charge of it, but I'm going to do the motor. And I got the motor. I looked at it. And I'm like, ah. So the old way of doing stuff is kind of road racy, high ports and stuff like that. But we're going to pull it down a little bit. Mm-hmm. And I ground the cylinder. And we're going to get it replated so it's all nickel-sealed and do that. we got a piston for it. And we'll put it back together. We'll degree it again when we get the plating back. And we'll build the head for it. Um, and then I got to build a pipe. And then we got a, <laughs> a basis. We got a basis of an old pipe. And then I'm oh. going to try to build. I, I drew two new pipes. So I want to try those. This fucker's going to be a rape date. Hey, so, and then and then, and then he's got a 74 Honda Elsinore yeah. that he's got to get screaming for me that right. I was on the phone with him about oh my a God. few nights ago. Listen, you guys, the man, the man has a business to run and a race team. Well, like we you do guys, too. We oh, do oh, too. Okay, okay, all right. I just, I mean, do you feel bad about taking his time away? He's busy. He doesn't have time for you guys anymore. You know. Oh, I mean, he, there's always a little bit of time. I like I like to go fishing, but my <laughs> hobby. Now, yeah, but I you're really good building. at building motors, so we need you to. So, we need you in the grinding room. Yeah, fuck you, Mitch. You can't go fishing like because of these two idiots. That's it. So I got got to get his done, and then Jake's is coming, and we got to do that. <laughs> so, Mitch, did you see the did you see the roller the chassis ro- the 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 roller that Dallas has? looks really good oh fucking a it looks like a goddamn race bike (laughs) i i love uh like mitch is trying to do you know i mean he's one of the most important people in the sport and a race team and why do you think we get a hold of him (laughs) and then you two just think that he needs to just drop everything for your side projects that he makes no money on well we have to race in what are we racing in may april (laughs) yeah it's april and that cone pipe is going to be a hell of a build (laughs) he needs time there you go mitch they're not really having it they don't feel bad at all (laughs) hey you know what we you know what we watch tonight uh we watched uh, we watched seventy or seventy four uh, two thousand fourteen Toronto. Oh, Stu, 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 yeah. When he was like on it, and then all of a sudden I'm watching it. I'm like, RV's not really that good. And I'm like, wait a minute. <laughs> and I'm like, this is where RV got food poisoning. And they're like, oh yeah, you're right. Do you remember that, RV? Yeah, I didn't race the qualifier. You, you were actually, one practice I, I, or something? No practice. Nope. I showed up on the line because there's a provisional, and the first time I had seen the track other than track walk was, was lap one in the qualifier. <laughs> That's right. And Dude. I ended up uh, two spots out of qualifying, so I went to the last chance to get a little watch. Well, I wouldn't, you know, yeah. but I had to go to the last chance. 
and then I think I won that, and I think it ended up sixth in the main. Yeah. And you never rode one no, lap of practice. It was, it was it was pretty awesome, but I'm like, dude, I said, dude, Stu must be really good, and RV is going to be good. And then all of a sudden, I'm like, RV's kind of not right in there. And then all of a sudden, I'm like, wait a minute. This is the one that he got food poisoning and was in the hospital. Yeah. All day. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so I'm like, all right. So I said, all right. So I told Shimoda, well, you need to watch another one where RV and Stu went at it. So, like, he's going to go home and do a little homework mm-hmm. and watch some other races. So nice. We were talking about how a lot of those guys, when they're really good, they barely, barely follow. Like, they'll go inside, outside, outside, inside, whatever, and don't follow the same line. Like, like do that. And I think both of you could say that's a great idea to look at. Yeah. I think it is a great idea. I think as a, as a rider looking, watching video and things like that, like, there's some guys that can take different lines and if you notice you and i think where you're smart in those scenarios is like hey i just lost you know you know half a half a second or you know three tenths right there you you can you can gauge your gap instead of next lap go back there you know and and keep going back to those same why the fuck are you going there it's slow you've done it three times in a row (laughs) where you got to be able to judge that Okay, I'm gonna try this line, right? And that's like, that's where w- one of the scenarios I was good at is like I would try different lines, and I but I could also pick up on right away. Okay, was that fast? Was it not? Yeah. What's next? Well, because yeah. why would I yeah, keep going there? A, a lot of that comes down to you're you're a guy that takes the same line over and over and over is because he only feels comfortable jumping that rhythm mm-hmm. in that line that yep. he probably did in practice, or he goes down that side of the whoops. So when you change lines, yeah, you can change lines in the corner and still be comfortable because it's a corner, but the corner sets you up in position for that straightaway. So if you're only comfortable going down the right side of the whoops or the left side of the whoops or left of rhythm or right of rhythm, you're going to do the corner appropriately. So being stuck in a line, I think it has to be with comfortable doing a rhythm in that side or because they they do vary they they change a bit they do vary but you need to be able to move around it that that's and then you'll be able to move around in the corner because you're not going to move around in the corner if you have to be on the left or you have to be on the right yep i you always notice you always notice guys in practice guys you are going to have good nights go out in the first practice session and jump all sorts of rhythms different ways full of shit because i wouldn't you wouldn't no way i was the last one to jump the triple yeah, but he was smart enough to know what the race line was going to be. Yeah. And then he would just stick with it. Like, he wasn't going to try and do, like, a right. big quad or, like... Because a lot of times that happens in practice. And then when it comes to the main, the track's yep. beat up a little bit. The corner sucks. You can't get a three to then go four. So or it's, whatever, yeah. you Like, if you have that mentality of how am I going to race the track opposed to what's the biggest line I can do... right that mentality changes. That's a championship guy as opposed to uh, a heat race winner. Right, right. Um, and I agree with that. Like, I, I, I just wanted to bring it up. So, like, somebody brought it up. I'm like, let's watch one of these old ones. And it'd be good. I'm like, and, of course, I'm like, hey, we're watching an RV one when he won because <laughs> RV was good at the end about – he was terrible at the beginning about revving the bike, and at the end he was great about – 
it was always in the right power. And there was a lot of times he was feet up in the corner. And I'm like, no, you, you need to watch the whole thing mm-hmm. and like figure out why these guys evolved to be good. And I think all those elements have a lot to do with it. And then when you're foot up, like you can come out of the corner and grab the gear quick. And like, you don't use the clutch as much when you get better. And all the young kids, they love the clutch. They go, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they do. They, they, and all that, all that does is spin the tire when you do that. And then all of a sudden, when the tire spins, then you don't have no traction. And then you have to deal with the, the tire spinning and then trying to do a jump. And, like, everybody learns as they evolve. And I, I just think, I think there's a lot to learn by watching those uh, old videos and 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 i always say like be a student of the sport and watch watch how those guys got so fast about being who they were and then it always repeats itself you know like they were fast because they learned this Mm, yeah and it's it's super important so like i think there's a lot to learn by and it's all on youtube it's on video and kids can you don't have to go to the practice track every single day and burn five gallons of gas and smoke a clutch. Learn how to do it better. Right. Yeah. Well said for sure. Uh, Mitch, something I want to talk to you about tonight was uh, the World Supercross guys were at the race this weekend and kind of talking to some riders and some teams and everything. What What did you hear and what What do you know and what do you think of this uh, this this idea that they're having? Well, I don't want to be down on them. Like, I think it's great they want to do it. I think it's a good idea. But, like, we have, you know, 18 supercrosses and 12 outdoors. That's 20 races or whatever we're doing. And and then they want to plan this exercise during the off season. Mm -hmm. And, like, do you know how many guys are hurt from me in the last five years? I, I need time for them to heal up. So I'm like, I... I talked to the guy and I said, I just, I feel like I can't do this. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, A, no matter what you tell me, it's going to cost me more money. <laughs> and B, I'm not, I can't take chance of hurting a guy before Anaheim won. And we're out. And I'm like, I love the idea, but you might have to think about a shorter series or go ahead and invite the GP guys to try it. Right. Like it's a world supercross and they're world champions. And like, but I said to invite the Americans to do this and like add that on to what they've already done. I think it's just it. And it's only my position. It's nobody else's global or whatever. It's my position. I think it's too much to ask for them. I agree. You can't add, you can't add more to, to the schedule. I think that if, (laughs) If there's a world supercross, and it might be, and, and it probably is, is actually beneficial to to our viewers and to the sport. But you need to partner with Feld and not add races. But if you want to have a world series, keep it inside of our 17 round series. Mm-hmm. And however that, however they work that out, it's inside of our 17 rounds. Um, you know, and yep. and how do you do that with seven? you know east and seven west and so it doesn't really work for the lights but it does work for the for the 450 class so 
I think it's a like I've always said. Outdoors needs to be eight races. Supercross needs to be twelve. R- somewhere yeah. around those numbers. Good so, luck. I agree, but good luck with that. Yeah. Well, yeah. I agree. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's never going to happen. Yeah. But these these riders need mentally and physically need time off to recover mm-hmm. from actual injuries. Re- have their me- mental state recover. Mm-hmm. Have some sort of normal life at home, so they they can you know they don't have to just show back up at the test track after two weeks of taking a time off. Mm-hmm. Um, um, look how Europe runs. Those guys won't touch a motorcycle for two months. And I know that because they've all told me. Like, oh, yeah, fuck, I won't see a motorcycle for like a month and a half. Yeah, yeah. Won't ride. Yeah, yeah. So if they want the world Supercross thing to work, they need to work it inside of our series. I mean, we're I think, the originators of Supercross, right? I, so yeah, it, I think they, they need can, to work with us on that. I think they could that. do it in the fall with guys like Brayton, who doesn't do the Nationals. That doesn't or, do them any good because it's going to fail if they have guys like Brayton. They need the Elis. They need the, the, the Andersons. They're not getting those guys, I don't think. They're not no, going right, to. They're not right. going to get those unless they tie it tie into it in. our yeah. series somehow. You did say Brayton was sexy. His riding style is yeah, sexy. Is yeah. he, he's a good-looking human being, yeah, too. Yeah, yeah, but, yeah. but I'm just saying, like... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, so if it's not tied in, into in our begin- 17 rounds, it's not going to work. In the beginning of the World Supercross, that was, that was a portion of the AMA Supercross series. And then all of a sudden, if you look back as far as it went... Heath Voss was a world champion Supercross guy. Mm-hmm. That's because it wasn't like a you didn't have right. to go. Yeah. Yep. It wasn't Yeah, but so hold then, on. Th- Think about that. I know. Why was Heath Voss, which I'm I'm not shaming him. Like he was yeah. good good rider in his own respect. Money. He wasn't Money. that good. No, like if you want top level, if you want Tomac, Roxon, Anderson, there has to be a money incentive, no, or else nobody is yeah. like. Yes, I get it. Yeah, Brayton, like maybe he could make two hundred grand doing it, or whatever the number yeah. is. Yeah, I'm sure he will. Two hundred grand is a lot of money, but when you talk about a title contender like Eli or Roxanne, but that also ties to Honda or Yamaha. It can't be a paycheck. It's it's a massive. Com- uh, it's a massive financial commitment that it, it, this is the bread and butter. Well, to me, Mitch, you would know this better than all of us here in the studio. Like Eli Tomac, or well, let's call Jason Anderson. Jason Anderson, Adam Cincerello, they're paid by American Kawasaki to race American motocross and American supercross. My point being. And Roman Febra is paid by Kawasaki Europe. I so agree. If I you agree. have a world supercross series, like. Good luck getting those guys to go to countries that they are not even being paid for, in my eyes. I agree. Yeah. I agree. That's it's got to come from one yeah. unit. Do you agree, Mitch? Well, their salaries, and RV will back me up on this, but, like, RV's salary was from KMC. And then if he rode Europe, it was KHI. And, like, so you have to move that money around. Mm-hmm. And, like, everybody's budgets are set. And, like, they give Europe so much money – and they give U.S. so much money, and they give Canada money, and they give Australia money. Right. And then they want to move this to a world thing. So they're like, well, you guys can do it because we're all Kawasaki. Yeah, but so like, no. <laughs> no. Like, for me, I, I have a finite budget, and if I do one more race, it just costs me more money. Mm-hmm. And maybe the rider can make more money, but I'll make less money. So, like, I have a budget for, you know, 
as many races as it takes, and I can divide that into that, and it's this much money a race. And they're like, yeah, we'll fly you over here. I'm like, yeah, but what about the parts? What about this? Mm-hmm. And then if there's prize money, that goes to the rider. Yep. So, and that's good. Like, the rider needs more money, but, like, I said to the guy when I talked to him, I'm like, you might wind up with, like, Moto Concepts does Supercross only. Right. And I said, that might be a team that would be willing to uh, discuss that with you. And I said, There's, there are some lights teams that do Supercross only, and they might be doing it. But you might not wind up with the elite athletes. Like, Jake, when you rode a 450 or, or RV, you wouldn't go do that because the fear of getting hurt and then not racing Anaheim would kill you. Mm, yeah, you can't. Yeah, you can't. I think you're right. Um, Mitch, uh, uh, after you get done working on uh, Jake's Elsinore and Ryan's Yamaha pipes and everything else, uh, are you firing up the uh, machine to make some beta and some Triumph parts? Um, looks like they're coming to the sport, which is awesome. Uh, what do you know about the, the, those efforts, if at all, that you can share with us? Well, I don't know much about. I think Triumph is coming. They've committed yeah. that. I don't know. I don't even know what the bike is or whatever. We'll make parts for it, of course. <laughs> yep, yep. That's awesome. Uh, though. That's cool. I like it. You know. Yeah, yeah. it's cool. Um, but like, you have to look at the development of the Japanese bikes and the Austri- Austria bikes, and like, they just like they made a decision to like make three bikes that are the same so it's like you buy a honda civic and if you don't want a white one you can get an orange one you want a red one we'll give you an orange or a red one mm-hmm. and actually it's brilliant like the guy's killing it so it's not a bad idea right and you just got to figure it out but like all the r&d is already done so like if you start from ground zero yeah. and you want to build your own man you got you got a hustle on your hands and i I wonder whether the Triumph will be ground up mm-hmm. or is it going to be borrowed technology because to catch up is a lot. Yeah. Um, and yeah, the can- I imagine you didn't make a lot of money making Cannondale stuff for the last <laughs> bike that was new, right? The last never time. even Never even touched it. <laughs> um, Mitch Payton here on the show. Brought well, you- we're making 1974. YZ pipes again. You know what I like and about... And Elsnore. Yeah. And Elsnore. You know what I like about going into Pro Circuit sometimes is you go in there, Mitch is at his bench, and he's like porting a cylinder for like a customer. Like Mitch Payton, if you're some guy out there from Des Moines and sends his two-stroke cylinder in, you could get Mitch Payton porting the thing. I love that, Mitch. I love that you still do that stuff. And you, I'm, you would, I'm actually... The, I, what I am, I'm the spare guy. So like if we're too busy... <laughs> like, we got a guy that grinds cylinders, and he like we have dimensions. We right. give them to him. We do a head. We do everything. And if we're slow or whatever, he does all of them. And if we're busy, I'm like, we got to get these things out of here. Yeah. So like, I'll just help him catch up, and it's good. But like, I love it. We're the same because I've it's I've actually done half- mine versus his. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. Like we're like if you do it right, it's perfect. Right. Half right. of the conversations I've ever had with Mitch is he's <laughs> and I'm like yelling, like damn near yelling to talk to him. And he's like, oh, what was that? Like, it's, I, old, it's an old school process. I love man. it, though. I love that oh, you awesome. could get your cylinder done by the guy who's been, you know, 
the most famous motor builder in the world, and he could be doing your cylinder it's still. Kind of, it, it's kind of my, believe it or not, it's a little bit of a release, you know, like from dealing with bullshit. <laughs> and I would like to do that because I'm like, nobody, like, it's just me, and I just have to focus on it. And then when I'm done, I'm like, I remember when I, I, uh, when I had to go up from a 1.25 to a 1.5 glasses, I thought that <laughs> that Jeff, who works for me, I thought his cylinders looked better than mine. I'm like, dude, I kind of suck. <laughs> and I'm like, I used, I used to be better, and then I got another set of reader glasses. I'm like, oh, I can see. <laughs> Oh, I can do this. Oh, my cylinders look bitching. So I'm, like, <laughs> I'm like, oh, I can make something look really good. So, like, I was pretty stoked about how my cylinder looked. But, like, <laughs> it kind of doesn't really matter. But, like, you want it to look good. So I, uh, Well, in between taking phone calls from these two guys for, 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 them, for you to make free products for them. <laughs> so, you know. Well, I got a reader story. We went to Monster Jam yeah. last weekend. And, uh. Buddy came with me, you know, we had the kids and his family, and I'm like, fuck you, blind? He goes, oh, I only wear these at night. I was like, you're fucking blind, making, you know, yeah. talking shit to him. Right. Let me see them fucking things. Put them things on, and I was, dude, it was like HD in the stadium. <laughs> <laughs> Swear to God, I could see it. Every, I could see their faces across the stadium. You had no idea. You I, could, I could still read the monster trucks, right. but I was like, holy shit, that's like. HD vision. You're like, Kristen, Kristen, make me an appointment. I'm going to Lens Crafters. Give me some good looking, <laughs> you know. <laughs> Swear uh, to God. Oh, that's funny. Uh, I guess I, I shouldn't. Uh, I do. I should have. While I have Mitch on the line, I'm making fun of you two for getting free stuff made by him. But Mitch uh, rebuilt my CR500 silencer, and it was the old school one with the stinger on it. You Ooh, know, yeah. like I wanted to keep that because. Yeah, that was really like 88. Was that an 88? Uh, 90. 90. Oh, 90. Yeah. yeah. Before you had to have a little cone on the back of it. Right. They were afraid that if you had that stinger, FIM said you'd stab a guy in the leg, which I guess it really did happen. So that's why they made the rule. Yeah. No, my buddy got stitches in his in his, in his his wiener <laughs> from the, one of those stingers. True story. Well, Mitch, remember when you had the kind of like, it was pre-Aardvark. I had a TTR-90. And I had the, you know, the aardvark yeah. pipe, you know, well, yeah. I, I had the, the, the pro circuit one that had, it came to the silencer and then it necked down and then it came to it like round part. Well, I was out in Texas at Hunter Hewitt's house yeah. and me and Spencer were out riding and I was going to jump this Creek jump on the, uh, on the big track on this. He TTR was going to go big. He I was, was going to no, go big. No shirt on. And I was right. So I sent this big old thing, probably like 35 feet turn around and i'm thinking i'm fucking sick and i'm riding along in like third gear like half throttle well i'm dumbass there was a fucking stump in the grass and dude i went cartwheeling over and i have a scar and it burned a hole right next to my fucking armpit here from from the end of the pipe somehow i hugged the end of the pipe right uh um no my buddy for real had get stitches in his wiener from a pro circuit stinger is wiener uh well I, I don't know what what i'm what how i should else i should say dick dick cock i don't know <laughs> anyways so it's happened it's happened he had to get like four, three or four stitches uh cartwheeled the bike and the bike caught up to him but anyways so mitch thank you for rebuilding that silencer you did it for free so i, I maybe i shouldn't you know bug these guys too much so hey then how about jake we got to talk about Jason for a minute, right? <laughs> yes, we probably should. 
<laughs> so Jake's going for the championship against uh, Dungey, mm-hmm. and it's pretty close. We're in Salt Lake. Was it Salt Lake? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think it was like it was single digits. It was it was it cold. Was, yeah, yeah. No, I'm saying oh, points. Oh, points. points. Okay, yeah, points. Yeah, it was it also was really cold. Yep. Snowed. And it was the same year that, like, we had a mud race early in the year, and his dad saw, he's not a mud rider. We're fucked. <laughs> like, I didn't say that, but I, I did say that. Yeah. So it was kind of funny. I'm like, he'll be all right. Just don't talk to your son. I don't need your help. <laughs> and, like, so I was at the airport one time and I bought him a book that was motivational speeches uh-huh. and stuff like that. How you like could, what motivational speaker, motivational quotes and one-liners okay. or something like yeah. that. And I gave it to him and, he, and his dad's like, what do I need this for? That's all I say. And then me and Jake <laughs> laughed. Just... And years later, years later, we talked about it all the time. And his dad's all, oh, I still got that thing. And he goes, I don't need to read it. I've memorized the whole thing. That's all I do. And we laugh. We laugh. <laughs> Just a real, real positive thinker over there. Yeah. And yeah. So he, he's getting ready to go to the main event. And for some reason, Jake's all, my dad bought me all this Bass Pro stuff. And he goes, I haven't fished in years. Like, I've been busy. Like, yeah. his dad buys him all this stuff. And he's like, He's, and me and Randy Lawrence were in the back of the truck, and he's like, son, I don't know if you're going to win or not, but just go out there and do the best you can. And that was his motivation. <laughs> that, that was it. <laughs> and I'm like, and Randy looked at me and started laughing, and I'm like, you have to leave. We need to talk to your son before he goes. <laughs> and we always laugh about it, and we're all great friends, but, like, he just couldn't do it. Like, it wasn't possible. in his mindset. <laughs> bought him a say. book, bought him everything, can't do it, though. Yeah. Uh, well, yeah. I mean, I gave it my best. <laughs> what did he say after? Uh, I don't remember. Yeah. I, I don't remember. Well, he had some fishing tackle stuff to go anyways. He though. probably said, well, you fucked that one up. I still have it. I still have it. <laughs> yeah. I still got it. Good job on that one. Well, you know, you know, what are you going to do? <laughs> oh, that's funny. Um, but he's a, he's a great, he's a great dad. And it's just like, you know, it's one of those things where they don't think before they're going to say it and just kind of swung it out there. And like, it was, and like it cracked me up, but I'm like, you have to leave. You, we got to get him pumped up. He didn't even hear that. <laughs> Jason probably thought, I don't know if you're going to win or not, but try your best was just like the Rudy speech of like, like he just probably thought that was just, that you was, know. That was basically it. Right, right. right. I don't know if you're going to be a champion or not, but uh, give, give her hell. hell. Give her hell. <laughs> just go ahead and send it, son. Yeah. Oh, that's funny. Um, we love him to death, and he, he, is, he is a super great man. He's a good dad, and Jake's a good kid, and... RV, you know, he had Danny, and Danny pushed him really hard. And Danny was, like, a great dad, too. And, like, we were, we were like, for me, I love those guys. Like, they were so genuine to have around. And, like, but they knew their kids. They really did know their kids better than I knew them. Yeah. And you, you have to realize that. Like, when you get a kid on the team, the dad knows when they're riding good or they're riding bad. He knows 
like he's like oh, that ain't even the same guy right. and you're like he's not that bad and they <laughs> they can see it you know because they've they've spent their whole life with that kid yeah. and it's really difficult to watch kids grow up with their dads involved and they're like but they have better eyes than even we do sometimes like they they know what's going on yeah, yeah, no, you're absolutely right, for sure. Yeah, I mean, there's a point where they got to step back, I think, at some point, you know, but not, you know, not maybe not with the, the 250 class, but at some point, I feel like the, the parents need to be like, hey, my kid's a 450 factory rider. My job is somewhat no, I, done. Yeah, somewhat done. I, I do think that's a pretty gnarly statement, though, for our sport, which I do think should be recognized, and Mitch just did, Yeah, is that what he just said, like, you know, they spent their whole lives and they know whether the kid's riding good or yep. not. Yep. And the attitude, we can yeah. laugh and, you know, and it, and it can definitely go over the line, which we all know. But that's pretty gnarly. Like you, as an 18, 19-year-old kid, seven, se- 16, yeah. 17, yeah. 18, 19, yeah. even 20, you're a young yeah. person. Yeah, even at 20, you're not. And it's you know, like yeah. that, you know, your dad and it seems, oh, it's your dad. And it's like, but he's like, no. That ain't it, and you know. Yeah, but they're pretty they're right most. They're right most no, of the I time. Get it. I get it. Uh, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Deliveries might be a little off. Yeah, yeah. Oh no, <laughs> no, they're, for sure. Delivery for sure. Because now, now the kid, you're talking about this kid that was like 11, and Dad's all, "Are you kidding me? You're not doing that jump? Like you, you? I'm telling you right now, we we're doing that jump, or we're loading up and going home." <laughs> Mitch and is like, happens. yeah, we're not going home. We're racing. Yeah, I, yeah. I guess I got to do that jump. It's like, told you you could do that jump. And then it's perfect. And then all of a sudden it's to where we're at, which the tracks are like insane. And then all of a sudden it's like, we're talking about something that we're like, dude, you have to do that. And dad's all, what's the problem? <laughs> like, you got to do that. And then we're like, whoa, 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 we're talking to him about it. And we got video and all this kind of stuff. And it's, it's very difficult, and they want to help. But at that point, these kids have grown up, and now they have their own opinions. So the opinion now is a battle. And the battle comes back to where, I don't need to hear your shit. And then, like, mm-hmm. it, it, it's more difficult when they get older because – the old man can kind of see it because he knows his kid. And like, I just watched this other kid do that. You've been better than him your whole life. You've got to do that. And they have the right reason to say that. And I, I love to have the parents involved. And it's difficult sometimes, but most of the time it's better to have them around because they're the most honest response they can get. God, Mitch, from 1991 to 2022, you've seen some parents come through there. You've seen some parents. <laughs> so No, I have. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Uh, thanks for calling Bye. in, Mitch. Thank you. I appreciate right. it. Yeah, um, thanks for making the time. Appreciate it. So. All right, we'll see you, boys. All right. All see right. you later. Later, Mitch. That's, uh, that's Mitch Payton, everybody. Busy working with Jake Weimer and RV's exhaust pipes, so. Yeah. Uh, Custom built. Brought to you by. Trying S- to get some 74s built, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Mitch Payton brought to you by SDI. Dan Worley, you guys know Dan Worley? Was he before your time? He used to be Ron Cotter's mechanic. He, you know, no. yeah. All right. Dan Worley started SDI a few years ago, and he's absolutely doing a great job. This would be really good for you, RV. Uh, he makes e-click shocks for Raptors. 
Oh, okay. Yeah, so automated uh, suspension. It's uh, It's been a lifelong project for them. It's a semi-active suspension system that constantly adapts to the road and conditions. No more getting out of the vehicle to adjust suspension See that? before getting on a Does road trail. Does it make trail. for a TRX? Uh, no. Oh. Jeep, Ford Raptor, UTVs, and more. Okay. Yeah. Uh, made and developed in the USA. Pulp code is Pulp MX with SDI, Suspension Direct. Thank you to those guys for coming on board. Uh, and also uh, thank you to uh, Mitch Payton for bringing on uh, SDI for us. And next up on the show, we're going to move right into our next guest. Brought to you by Renthal, the undisputed global leader in manufacturing design since 69. Renthal has become notorious for relentless obsession of detail and quality throughout their, uh, through their commitment to produce the finest products on the market today. Renthal. Could we just have a set of bars maybe sitting right here? You're going to bring that thing up? Just take that. Rental crossbar pad. What about just a pair of nice 998s? We, we tr- I, I know a guy at Renthal. I think I can ask okay. him. I don't know. I love Renthals and 998s. Oh, see, I said 986, but you run 998? No, stop it. That's for, that's for the quiz later. Oh. Stop it. Oh. Uh, Renthal, over 238 U.S. titles, 232 world titles. You won a few of them for Renthal, uh, as did you. Uh, Renthal. Dot com a fraction of a second a few grams a couple of millimeters it all counts welcome to the winning world of Renthal bringing you the new factory Honda HRC team manager and they use Renthal uh, Lars Lindstrom what's up Lars hey Steve what's happening uh, we're good man um, so first of all you know who Dan Worley is Lars yeah yeah I do I haven't heard that name in a while yeah yeah all right suspension direct he started it he's crushing it with those with Jeep Jeep Ford Raptor huh. UTVs. Yeah, I've been to his place one time, I think. It, yeah, I know he makes some cool tools and things for his suspension, whatever, yeah. Uh, so, Lars, your new team manager, uh, 50% win record, two for four to start the year. It must be easy to manage these race teams. <laughs> uh, I think we talked to the, the race, right? Yeah, I'm killing it. It's it, 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 supposed to be hard, really. Yeah, I mean, you know, just roll the semi simple. up. Yeah. What else are you going to yeah, do? Yeah, no. Yeah, I thought yeah, I thought it was hard. I mean, so far. Uh, why not? Easy. Yeah. yeah. Um, nice work. Congratulations. Uh, Sexton getting the first one. Of course, Kenny winning Anaheim won. So that's cool. So when the Anderson on Roxon thing happens, are you in the right, AMA right, truck? Right away. Are you in the? Yeah, we're going. Oh, yeah, we're yeah. diving in deep. Are okay. you? No, no, no. Right, no right, I don't. Right, I don't need your opinion because I'm sure you're pissed, and I get it. We talked about it. But, <laughs> but are you in the AMA truck for the, an hour, just listening to them and deciding and seeing if there's a penalty? Uh, how does that work? Take us through the, uh, you know, through the procedure of that. Um, well, I mean, uh, to be honest, it was a learning experience for me as well, right? Because I haven't been yeah. in that position before. But, um, yeah, I mean. We it's basically like that um, in the AMA truck with, uh, with with your money and you're you're trying to um, just do what you can for your team, right? right. I mean, uh, everybody's going to have their opinion about what they feel was right and what was wrong, or you know what the, what the penalty should be if there should be a penalty. You know all yep. those things. Yeah. You know, obviously, you guys are going to know my opinion about the deal, and I got to do my best uh, job at, at looking out for my guy and our team. Mm-hmm. And for our for the championship, you know, and um, so yeah, I mean, you're in there, and luckily, I, you know what? Um, this year, um, I've I've kind of stepped into a few things and been lucky about it. One thing is that the AMA has, you know, they've chosen J Bone, Mike Pelletier, or you, know, um, Tim uh, Tool Time, you know, yeah, Tooley, um, and then Christina Denny at, at um, certain races, but then also Mike Pelletier, who I really like. He's he's mm-hmm. really fair and really easy to deal with. Um, and so, you know, they, they brought down a bunch of different video and we can kind of check through it and 
I think both sides get to kind of say their part, you know, not at the same time. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then um, we kind of, you know, just talk about it. And then, you know, I think I'm I'm a pretty reasonable guy. Um, they, they called me after uh, San Diego when Jason and, and Kenny got together and they're, and they're like, hey, we're just looking through a tape of all these different incidents, right? That, that definitely wasn't the worst one yep. of the night for certain people. And um, they're like, hey, is there in, is, are you okay with this? Or, you know, do you mm-hmm. want to do anything about it? And at that point, I'm like, no, you know, like, and I told them, I said, I'm going to save, you know, yeah, my save your, right. argument for, for something that I really feel like I need to argue about. And that, uh, I didn't have to wait long for that one to happen. Dude. <laughs> no, it, not at uh, all. Came pretty quick, actually. Yeah. So, um, so yeah. So we're in there. It's a late night. Um, but um, honestly, yeah, like I said, dealing with with those guys at the AMA was um, in an unfortunate situation. Was kind of a, was a pleasure compared yeah. to what I've heard has been in the past. So. Um, yeah. I think those guys are really I'd, – I'd like to thank those guys for being good to work with for sure. Yeah, Steve Whitelock just yelling at you, just yelling nonstop. <laughs> it seemed to be the only way he could talk to anybody. Um, yeah. I asked him one time, like, about a penalty or whatever, and he's like, get out of here! And I'm just like, what? Like, what do you mean, like the track? The truck? Like, what? like do I got to leave the facility? You're just uh, throwing your ass out. Yeah, 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 for asking a question, yeah. So, um, God, is there – Lars, listen, you, you were crew chief last year and you've been with Honda forever, but is there two better riders to watch ride than Chase Sexton and Ken Roxon? Maybe Christian Craig? I yeah, mean, not, not really, is there? I mean, I, I think they, they both have different styles and all that, but um, – yeah. I, yeah, I'm pretty. I, I'm pretty lucky to have two of the top, you know, best riders currently. And um, yeah, exactly. I, I watched a video of um, somebody had just one lap of Chase riding around, standing up the whole time, you know. And then on on top of that, you know, Kenny hole shotting and doing his thing there. Um, yeah, it's um, you know pretty awesome to have two yeah. of the best yeah. guys. And um, uh, yeah. poor poor Lars, he has Chase Sexton, Ken Roxon. Hunter and Jet Lawrence. Oh, the fundamentals are just so yeah, off. Yeah, there. yeah. Oh, just, man, it's just it's hard. Just, just, it's it's hard to watch those. A riders. real loose team. Yeah, yeah. yeah just, <laughs> just wild men, like fundamentally off. Uh, I mean, uh, uh, you know what? Yamaha. Chad's coming in every single time. The bike is in. The clutch is unusable. Right there's there's he shreds the graphics and the seat cover every single time you know rookie and Dave Dye are running around like idiots <laughs> you know and I don't think Roxanne and Sexton probably even go through a clutch in two weeks you know yeah like, and then you throw Hunter and yeah, Jet into right, it yeah. and it's like oh my I if you go to the Honda track which I've been there a couple of times in the fall it's it's not hard to watch it's no, not it's no, not hard on the no. eyes uh, Lars there is a two fifty uh, crew chief right. Yeah, Grant Huston. Grant, right. Sorry, yeah, I forgot Grant. From Yamaha, from Blue Crew. Grant came over. Um, so do, are you the manager for everybody, or does, does Grant take a little more responsibility on the 250 side? That you Do you give him more responsibility? Like, how does that work for you? Are you are you doing the exact same job for 250 and 450 guys? Uh, no, I'm doing the exact same job for them. I mean, I, I kind of – put the, the responsibility of the motorcycle, you know, on him and, uh, yep. and your buddy Droopy. Yep. And, um, and then, uh, you know, I, I still am involved to a certain extent, you know, okay. um, I try not to get, I don't want to like micromanage those guys or, you know, get too involved when they got their own thing going on. But I mean, I'm definitely involved in, uh, in everything going on and trying to help with anything that I can. If yeah. that's, you know, trying to, trying to get parts from, you know, Japan or, or, 
anywhere else or, you know, communicating with people. Um, but, yeah, no, um, I'm definitely involved in both the 250 and the 450 um, okay. as I much as, you know, yeah. I need to be. I yeah. didn't know how much that was, yeah, how much of that was stuff for you. Because, like, you know, you know, going, staying out on the track in the manager's tower to watch all the 250s and all 450s and, 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 and doing anything with everybody's coming and going from the truck at different times, maybe that wasn't, that's hard to do for you, you know, so, yeah. Yeah, yeah, no, I mean, yeah, it's, it's, sometimes, I mean, there's certain things that happen that you feel like you need to go back, um, right. but, you know, or, you know, before something, uh, if something happens at 50 and you feel like going back, or you got to wait, wait for the 450 to be around, I don't know, sometimes it happens, but right. not, not really too much. Hey, you know what I thought about, though? You touched on something interesting, um, the manager's tower. Yeah. Like, you know, I've been, I've been looking at that manager's tower for, you know, like 20 years or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I've, I always used to think, looking at this, and I told these guys uh, at the first race on the radio, I always used to look up there and see Eric up there and, you know, whoever else and Roger and those guys, and I'd be like, that must be the best spot to watch the race, right? <laughs> yeah. Like it's, it just looks, yeah. it looks badass. Those yeah. guys are up there and you got to see everything. Yeah. And then, but now I told them after being up there myself, I was totally right. It's freaking sweet. <laughs> it's awesome. It is, it is the <laughs> best spot. Yeah. Right. It's just as rad as I well, thought it was, dude. It's awesome. I'll see you there at the Nationals because I'm up there sometimes for Nationals, you know, because, you know, I get to go up there. Mm. I'm special like that. But, High roller you are. Yeah, special. Um, yeah. Yeah. So I may All see right. you up there. Uh, cool. Awesome. Bottom line, though, Lars, does, does Hymas need a new coach? <laughs> like, bottom well, line. Like, you know where are we at with yeah. this with this Weimer? Like you know, is he leading? Because you know Weimer's career was all over the place, on and off the track. You know, a lot of issues and stuff. So, you know, do you feel like we need to go somewhere else with Hymas here? No shit, asshole. Well, I um, yeah, I didn't want to say too much, but I've been talking to a certain <laughs> yeah. guy that used to ride at Cowie, um, a lot of championships. Yeah, um, yeah. But I don't want to say anything. Too, right, you know, right. Obvious, okay. But, All right. Fair, um, fair enough. Yeah, I feel like there could be there could be somebody that we're you know maybe maybe could you know help him out. Yeah. Uh, so, how is it, Jake, right. being around Lars and the crew and Honda guys and everything else working with Chance? Uh, it's been cool, uh, honestly, because. I've known Chunk for a while. Um, you know, he... Chunk? He, Chunk. Yeah. I guess he was Chunky Chunk. when he was little. Oh. Chunk. Okay. Chunk. Chance. Chunky Chunk. like Jamar Chunky or... I don't know. Oh. Just... Okay. I think like RC kind of, right? Yeah. 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 And <clears throat> he grew up... Well, he still lives where I grew yeah. up. And then, you know, real close to where I live now, I moved back home. And then yeah, we know. I've been helping him for a while. And then it was actually, I was a little bit like not concerned is maybe the word, but I was like, man, he's going to Honda. Like, I don't know what it's going to be like, you know, maybe typically a little bit more corporate. And I'm like, man, I don't know. And then the first, I was with him the first day we went, we went to California and Shane Drew was there and. I think Lars was there the second day and a bunch of people I knew, like I yeah. had questions, but immediately I was like, all right, this is, this is cool. Yeah. I think it's going to be great for both parties. And it, the, yeah. The I Honda think stigma, really cool. Honda stigma uh, comes from Cliff White and those guys back in the day. Well, and they, that's, that's you know, what, and that's right. when I showed up, right. when I turned pro and Lars was there then. Yeah. That's why I call him SARS. Right. Because uh, SARS was running rampant. Yeah. SARS was <laughs> was working Damn with Ernesto Fonseca. Working with Ernie and then Oh, was that a, Ernie who did that? So a year, Lars? A, oh, yeah. okay. a year or so later that. then he was doing that part time thing with MC. Yeah. And that's when I was with uh Factory Connection. And so 
I saw like the white well and the HRC and, and it felt very corporate and mm-hmm. it was just not a lot of, well, I probably have a different experience, but I was slight, I wasn't concerned, but I had questions. Yeah. And as soon, the first day I went there with Chance. Chunk. Uh, Chunk. I was like, this is, this is awesome. Right. It was really cool. And SARS was there mm-hmm. the second day. Shane Drew was there the first and second day. And it was, it was really cool. And I think, uh, yeah, I, I'm excited for, for both of them. I mean, I, 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 just looking from the outside in, yeah. I think that whole stigma definitely changed with Kenny changed that, I think, a you little bit. Yeah. I, I think yeah. he did. Yeah. You know, Kenny's, you know, a free speak spoken person, kind of does his own thing. Mm-hmm. And I think what's taken it to the next level is, is, is the Lawrences. Yeah. You know, with them, with, tho- with that, those three riders. Um, it's, you know, I mean, on the, no, the corporate side, they still are, you know, it's corporate and there's no getting around the corporate side of Honda or Kawasaki or yeah. Yamaha or anything like that. But inside of the team, the actual workings of that, Kenny, I think changed that. And then with Hunter and Jet there now, I think that's just like, mm-hmm. that's another step that is, uh, that has made that, you know, team yeah. fun. I always know. found, you know, with Eric, Lars, Shane Drew, even Dan Bentley, when he was there, I, I was, I always felt like it was a loose you know, loose team mechanic guys, gothic, and you know all the all the guys. You know, so you um, just only came to eat at our truck. Honda does, yeah. Honda doesn't let you in or the truck so much. Yeah, Honda doesn't let you in the coffee maker truck too much. Oh, do you know? Okay, do so. you know what I'm saying, though, Lars? Like back, like 2006, seven, eight. Like and compared to today, and being around, like I do feel like it's a different vibe. You agree, Lars? Yeah, I know. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I guess it is. I mean, I I think that back in the day, obviously, um, there was a couple of guys there that I liked, but they were pretty gnarly about people coming in and you know, you know, kind of keeping it tight and whatnot. Um, I kind of agree with you, uh, Ryan, that um, Kenny, when he came, we all kind of had to be, you know, because everybody was like, oh, my God, he's going to say some stuff on, yep. you know, he's going to post stuff that's just going to blow people away and, like, Honda's going to freak. Yep. And, I, and I think um, that everybody kind of, like, was ready and probably ready to take a n- next step anyways and, and being a little bit more, you know, open and, you know, not so uptight. Right. Um, so... Yeah, I agree with that. And um, yeah, I mean, back in the day, there were, you, you know, Steve, there's a couple of dudes there that you didn't come into the truck. No, you know? so, no, um, yeah. Uh, but uh, <laughs> uh, obviously, that you know, we we've, we've tried to change that. I think that um, that's one thing too. You know, Eric was cool, right? Um, yep. With uh, with most of that too, and and then especially, you know, I'm I know most of you guys, and we mess around with each other, and. Um, I mean, if it wasn't for this COVID, I mean, deal that's still kind of going on, right? I mean, it's it's way more mellow now than it has been the last two years, but still there. So um, uh, when that all kind of goes away and we can kind of, you know, relax a little bit more mm-hmm. about that, you come in our truck, Steve, I will make you a cup you, of coffee anytime you want. Is okay? the candy drawer still full? The, the drawer, the candy full? Candy drawer is, oh, oh it's, it's unbelievable. It's unbelievable. Right? We have power straws this weekend. Hey. We have um, hey. dove bars in the, in the, in the freezer. Uh, how's you know, the, how's the lunch meat situation and cheese and bread and, you know, the good stuff, you know? Like, well, you're going to have yeah, actually. Okay, good. Come on, man. I mean, we, we, that's. Well, that's I grew up with Big B, you know? Like, I mean, I grew up with Big B's truck. Okay. That sucker was fucking slammed I, at all times. I worked on a team that just had the bologna in the packages and you just had to peel off the. 
the, the, no, the baloney. I didn't grow, I didn't grow and up. And look at where you are now. And you're like. 60-foot ceilings. <laughs> it's growing. The ceilings are growing. <laughs> the ceilings are higher, I guess. I don't know. Yeah. Um, no, I mean, it's, it's, it's Ryan, you know, you got Big B over there. That's. That's a tough act to follow. Um, we have a truck dedicated for hospitality, and ooh, ooh. so I know where I'm going. Are, oh. are, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, uh, I mean, we got you know we're smoking meat during the day. We we got, we got some stuff going on. I mean, it's. <laughs> You know, smoking <laughs> meat? RV, oh, yeah. RV wanted to work, wanted to grill tonight instead of coming on the show. No, no, I said, can we grill? What, can I grill while being on yeah, the show? No, like, can yeah. we, you know, There's, like pipe out the window? You, and are you There's more, a plug-in right here. You could have had the George Foreman. He could have are been. You, are you more passionate about grilling or vintage bikes right now? Grilling. Uh, I haven't grilled in a little while, but um, my fucking 74 is looking sweet. <laughs> <laughs> Lars, did you see are that we, thing I just posted? No, I haven't seen it. Dude. Oh, YZ? oh, 74 YZ strap tank. That motherfucker is going to be a rape dape. <laughs> I'm I'm working uh, on a 74 Elsinor. Honda Elsinore. Yeah, so Lars. dig up some parts, Lars. There, I like that. Yeah. Oh, like yeah. Right it's going to yeah, be tight. Good, good stuff. Can we talk about... Okay. Can we talk well, about I'm, Lars? I'm trying to ask RV. Go ahead. I'm trying to ask RV if he's if he's got any like elk meat or anything like that that he can bring to the truck and we put, you know throw in the smoker and, and test it out. You want some elk? Mm, listen, yeah. RV. He doesn't have anything. Probably, he doesn't shoot anything. I can anything, get Nick to send us some elk. I got probably. something. I'm sure he can get some. Our, our meat guy. Right, yeah, our meat guy. My, I got something. Up. I can bring my you dear some friend. Stuff. I just PDF talked to him the other day. Can we talk about? Uh, so I started as mechanic in '96. And I got paid $300 a week, and I worked for some crappy riders, and I slept in box vans, and I slept at truck stops and showered at truck stops and, like, lived this vagrant life for, like, three, four, five years, right? And just, you know, basically lived like a dog, right? I was treated like a dog. I worked like a dog, and I lived like a dog. Lars comes You don't in. live like a dog right now. The, the podcast, yeah, podcast stuff is done well. Yeah, so. Clearly. Okay. Lars comes in. Factory Honda. Practice bike guy. Test guy. Jumps in with Jeremy McGrath, like first gig. Yeah. Jumps in with Kevin Windham, like second gig. Yeah. And he's off. Yeah. It's like, fuck off, Lars. Well, kind of. I mean, I started, you know, I, first of all, I didn't make any money for a while. And I was just there sweeping floors, cutting wheels. Like, I was doing some, uh, and I mean, I'm not complaining. I was at Factory Honda. I could have been at, you know, where you could have been at, where like I was. Nolene or something. In a box van. Yeah, Nolene Yamaha. I might, we, yeah, we, think of all the good times you had in the box, man. Most of your stories are probably because of that. So really, I should be jealous of you. You got to experience that. I never there did. were there no. were races where we That's were true. eating top ramen, cooked off a propane I, I love top ramen, cooked off a propane heater ramen. in the back of a van. My fifteen year old stepdaughter, all she eats is top ramen, so I don't feel bad. At oh, okay, so I agree. Need some more new, more, more. And then, and then Lars what, just what steps in. Hey, MC, what's up, bro? I'm gonna I'm gonna work for Jeremy McGrath. Yeah, that's yeah. right, everybody. Yeah. Did you at least put yeah. an egg in your top ramen no. and then put some sriracha in it like that night? No. Uh, Anyways, yeah. Lars, yeah. I'm just saying I'm jealous. You, you, now you're factory Honda no. manager and you've had a you've had a great career in the sport. So I'm jealous. No, no, no. For sure, I was I was lucky definitely to get in that um, when I did and with uh, the the testing gig that I had for a while and getting to know Jeremy and then him basically you know letting me tag along and helping him out with all those. Did a lot of cool things and learned a lot from Jeremy. So yeah, um, definitely lucky in, in a lot of things that I've that I've done. First gig, so, McGrath. Um, first first mechanic. Gig. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, bad. come on. Um, yeah. w- what? Uh, um, <laughs> is there been more like uh, for you as a manager? 
you were crew chief, of course, and that's that's a lot of responsibility uh, away from the track with paperwork and things like that. But is this is this manager job? Is this for you? Like, are you surprised by how much sort of office work, quote unquote, you're doing now? Um, yeah, I mean, I don't know. I'm not sure if surprise is the right word. Okay. I mean, I kind of, you know, I, I saw Eric and what he had to do, right? But, um, yeah, it's it's just kind of, before I would just worry about the, the motorcycle itself yep. and yep. I guess the riders. And, and now I'm, I'm kind of worrying about that. I'm worrying about truck stuff, the, you know, <laughs> supercross track stuff. Like, yeah. It's yeah. coming from all these different angles and maybe not at, you know, like before I had a lot of volume about motorcycle and parts and, you know, tests and race reports and things. And and that obviously is a lot more mellow now, but um, everything else kind of adds up and it just, it, it makes it hard to clear the, uh, the inbox on the emails, you know, um, every day um, because it just, you know, stuff Mm -hmm. kind of flows in and whatever, but uh, a lot of it's cool. A lot of it's fun. And then some of it's pretty monotonous and kind of like, you know, time consuming stuff that you don't really want to be doing, but you kind of have to do it. Um, but yeah, other than that, it's um, it's all right. I don't mind it. Right, Lars, is there so. more? I mean, as a rider, right? Like being on on Factory Cowie for four years, and then even you know PC. I was young then, and you know, but that was satellite too. You know, Mitch owned that, and and then going to Factory. But how much, you know, politics are involved on the side of like if if. You know, I could say, you know, I can remember when I was, hey, why don't we try this? Or, hey, let's get this part from Europe. Or let's let's get, like, how much politics are involved in some of those, you know, like, exchanges and emails and, and things? Oh, well, because I know Europe runs a lot of things we don't run, um, you know, and different things. Like, is there a lot of, you know, red tape in some of those areas that, as a rider, um, you know, like, you don't understand, but in your position now, you're like, we just can't do that. Um, I don't, not exactly that. I mean, I, I, there is, we do have kind of a procedure, right? We, we don't just throw stuff at a wall and see if it sticks, you know, like that's not the way Japan operates and that's not the way that we like to operate either. You know, we, if we have some, some parts, for example, that we want to try, and I guess you could look at these extra clamps. Like we, Kenny really wanted to try those extra clamps mm-hmm. because of the, the bar mount system. And I think, you know, other people and, we, we kind of wanted to get a lot of things out of the way in the preseason. And that's not the kind of thing, you know, we, we make, we have guys in Japan designing these things and they, they go through a lot of, you know, CAD design, um, stress tests. I mean, they, they, they go through everything to make sure that what we're looking for is, is what it's going to have. And um, so for us to just kind of like have an idea and just go, let's just throw it on, like without any kind of <laughs> real like data or, or, or uh, you know, like proof that this could be something like mm-hmm. they like to, Japan likes to see that. And we like to have the same thing. You know, if, if there's something we really want to try and we have a good reason why and we've done our homework, there's not really much that we can't do, mm-hmm. you know, like it's, it's definitely uh, possible if we just go at it the right you know, with the right procedure. So, so I, I haven't found that to be a, I mean, maybe that was the case back in the day or something, but right now, I mean, I feel like, you know, if it's something that can help us win, which is the only thing we really want to do, um, then we're going to, we're going to pursue that pretty hard. And if it's something that we think is, you know, it's worth it, then we'll, we'll, we'll be able to get it. You know, we just have to go through the the proper channels and the proper way to do it. Um, but yeah, other than that, that's no, not too bad. I don't, I don't think. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah count count the, me as surprised to see the X-Trigs on Chase's bike for 
San Diego. I'm like, whoa. <laughs> Factory Hondas use their yeah. clamps forever. So no, was Kenny on yeah. is Kenny on something different then? Yeah, he's on the factory ones. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. So I'm, I mean, I'm sure yeah. Kenny tried them, right, and got a chance to try them, Lars, but and all that. So, you know. Yeah, and they weren't they, for him. They weren't the what we were hoping they would help with. It didn't really help him, mm-hmm. and um, and so, but with Chase, it was the opposite. Like we didn't really think that there was much, and actually that kind of came about um, with Trey Kennard. You know, Trey tried them like he does for us. Um, he's probably like I don't know who you could have as a test rider that could be any better than Trey Kennard. Nobody out there really in the world, um, not even sitting in your desk right now. Wow. Um, what about Tim Ferry? Well, I was kind of trying to make a joke at Randall Lapoto, but I'm like, nobody oh. laughed, so I don't oh, know. Okay. Yeah, yeah easy, not, bro. But. Easy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, he, he tests. Yeah. We, we are Blue Crew members, so we wouldn't help you guys. We're Blue Crew. <laughs> yeah, no, I get it. <laughs> but anyways, when, he, when we tested them with Trey, there was a few things that we found that they did that um, Chase would have liked because Chase is – a bigger guy rides over the front, you know. Mm-hmm. So yep. um, for that, it was it helped him, and it was so one of those things that you didn't really expect, but um, worked for the guy that we didn't we weren't even trying for. So um, yeah, it, it, that's why they both don't have the same clamp right now. So which I think um, is a, which yeah, I think is a good thing. Just I mean, Jake can like we we rode the same motorcycle, and 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 I think I noticed some of the stuff Jake noticed on the Kawasaki, but. It was magnified in in on on for him. Oh yeah, you know. Yeah, hold up that Renthal pad though. Renthal.com bringing you Lars Instrum. Hold that pad up. There you go. Renthal.com. All right, thank you. Yeah, I mean, I think that you guys are you guys are a great example of that when you were teammates, right? Because different styles, different riding styles, different preferences. Um, the guys aren't always going to like the same thing, you know. So I mean, it's I, I think that's kind of cool that we're allowing our guys to to do something different to each other. They, we we always put the same amount of effort into, you know, any of our guys. And so, you know, it, they're just not going to end up the same all the time, you know. Which they never, well, they really never should be. That's how you're going to win, though. Because when I, like, I, potentially a bad example, but like RV and I, like, we rode the same motorcycle. And the, the window of what we could do with the motorcycle was so small and we rode so entirely different, which Kenny and Chase are very much more similar. Yeah, they're not the than, same, but yeah, no, yeah. they're they're definitely similar. But like how RV and I rode, and the window was so small of what we could do, and I just yeah, I mean, yeah. I mean we've talked about this so many times, but. I just couldn't ride the motorcycle. Like, it, you yeah. know, clamps, linkage, like that wasn't really an option. And they would tell you, well, it's working for RV. <clears throat> and, it, and, yeah. and, and, he, yeah. and he spoke on that a little bit earlier. It's like, well, I could make the motorcycle work the way that, you know, bring out the positives, try and work on the negatives. Mm-hmm. But there's not a lot of people that can do that. And for me, it was like, well, I, I want to steer with the handlebars. I, I want to steer with the handlebars. And then... If the rear wheel is in the fender, that's just not possible. Right. You you can't do that. So I didn't even know that there was different clamps in we the never, mix here. We never but tried different clamps. No. We, <laughs> no. No. Well, you were there six years. I was there four. I never tried different clamps. We didn't try. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. Just, yeah. I'm this sure you guys is, tried offsets, but yeah, but if, 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 not if, clamps. If, right. it, my point is rigidity if, with the clamps yeah, never. Right. If you want to win, 
man, you you gotta. There can't be ego involved. You you gotta you gotta give the guy what he wants, what yeah. he needs, as long as it makes sense within reason. Yeah. Whether that's winning or whether that's third place, you're not gonna reach your potential if there's ego involved. You know, listen yeah. to your guy. Let let him help you help you. Right. It, you know what I mean. Right. 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 Um, yeah, I think I think you're well said, uh, Lars. What uh, this Hymas kid, Chunk Weimer, is working with? Uh, what do you like about him? What do you, what's your experience with him so far? Uh, dealing with him? Um, I really like um, his family. Um, I, I really like his his dad and and uh, them together. You know, and and having Jake at the track has been has been pretty cool. Um, the, his dad owns a hunter dealership. I don't know if you know that, yep. but. Um, yeah. But he's a smart guy, and he's really mellow. He's organized. He kind of he gave us like a whole riding like schedule of like, hey, we're gonna go do this race, and then we're going here, and we're and it made it really easy for us to plan out. So having you know someone like that to help um, has makes it easy on us, and then um, and then just watching him actually you know progress, like coming out to the Supercross track and riding with. He's like super nice kid, obviously, mm-hmm. and. Um, it's just been kind of fun having somebody young and excited like that, you know, you know, even younger than like jet, you know, obviously. Um, and so I think potential wise, you know, he's got a a ton of potential. Watched him at Loretta's this year. Um, and you know, some of the other rounds or races previous, I I went to a lot of amateur races the last five years, probably because I enjoyed going and, uh, kind of seeing that whole deal. Mm Um, so no, I'm, I'm, I'm stoked that we were able to to pick him up and and get him, you know, for the future because um obviously with the Geico team not being there anymore, we kind of lo- we're losing out on on our amateur um, you know, feeder program. Mm-hmm. So, you know, we kind of need to um have something going and luckily we have him um right now and um I'm hoping that he's going to be ready to ride here in Arlington. What do you think, Jake? You're going to make it? Yeah, he rode he rode this weekend. Uh, and race, he says, I just talked to him today. He, yeah, that's the plan. Um, Dallas. I know we, yeah, Dallas. Yeah. Yep. Talk to Tommy. Hey. And then, yeah. yeah, I think we'll spend some time in California. And that's the plan is for him to be in Arlington. Will you go? Yeah. You'll go? Yeah. Oh, back at the races, Jake Weimer. Yeah. All right. I'll, I'll make sure Legends and Heroes knows. They're always looking for people to honor. <laughs> Yeah. So we can get you on stage. Okay. All right. Yeah. Let them let know. <laughs> uh, hey, speaking of that, Steve, yeah. Steve yeah. Uh, Legends and Heroes, I, you know, I got to go for, represent uh, Honda for Dave Arnold at the Hall of Fame, and oh. I was stoked to be there for uh, for RV. It was really cool. He had a great speech up on stage. Yeah. And um, <laughs> and man, it was no, it was great. And uh, man, I, I you know there wasn't a dry eye in the room. Uh, and then. <laughs> Man, he, hey, and RV, how about your joke? I mean, you were you were a little worried about the Biden joke. What? But you uh, did you? Hundred percent. I threw that bitch right in there. Um, <laughs> hook, line, and sinker. And, and response, good. Oh, it was great. Oh, it was yeah, great. fantastic. Oh, yeah. It he, was great. He, well, uh, uh, I'm trying to remember yeah, what it was. I, I guess we haven't had. Congr- I'm trying to remember I, what it was. I, we haven't had you in. Yeah, AMA Hall of Famer yeah. Ryan Villapoto. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. big deal, Jay. The teleprompter. Oh yeah, it was. Uh, Oh, I see. I said, yeah, I, yeah so I get up there and 
And they were busting my balls about trying to get my shit up on this teleprompter. And I'm like, did I fucking barely read anyway? So why am I going to read on a teleprompter? You know, I'm thinking like, I'm not going to be able to like, you know, yeah. I'm not going to put something together for you guys to put on a teleprompter. Yeah. It's not going to happen. Yeah. I, either I'm going to have it kind of on my phone and some, you know, bullet points yeah. and, and I'm just going to wing it. And so we go to this thing and, and I mean, Lars, you can attest to this. Like, so I'm thinking... So we leave the Hall of Fame yeah. where AMA, which was which their where their headquarters is. Is, there, is, is it a plaque or a finger of your head or what is it? Like, what's the actual Hall of Fame? It's is just it a, a little plaque. Okay, like, plaque. Like, yeah, it's, yeah. it's yep. in this in this circular yep. half moon room right. that's you know got yep. ev- like everybody yeah, in it. Yeah. So, which is really cool because they have like a bunch of all the old bikes and yep. you know it's yeah. AMA's Hall of Fame right. along with the riders. I got. Do- I, helped, I helped get Dogger in. Okay, yeah. it's great. Exciting. But so okay. museum's cool and everything. So we're like, all right, we pack up. So we got two two drink tickets at AMA, right? So had two drinks at the at the oh Hall boy. of Fame. Yeah. So then I'm like, all right, so we're going. So we jump in the car and we're ripping down the road, and it's kind of in the middle of I don't want to say nowhere, but just you know, yeah. it's a couple you know, little town, and we're driving down the road and we're like, well, fuck, we'll just fuck off the road right here. We swoop swoop into this bar. So I pound down a drink real mm. quick. And we bottle, we buy a bottle of wine, also. Smart and, move. Yeah. Smart move. Really. So, so yeah. we're driving right, and I'm thinking it's you know, and I I hate to like talk shit a little bit, but like so we're driving down the road, and our GPS is like, oh, it's you know, 500 feet up here on the right, yeah. and we're like, okay, yeah, fuck. This is the dinner or something after. This is yeah, the, yeah. This is yeah, the, the ceremony, yeah, yeah, you know. The ceremony, so yeah. you pull in here and yeah. pull over 500 feet, you know, make a right, and we're like. There's some apartments on the left, and we're like, what the fuck? It's at a fucking church. I'm like, okay, this is a little weird. So I pull into the parking lot. Where's this going, Jake? So, well, it's, it's, <laughs> okay. part, it's about the yeah, joke, yeah, yeah. Biden joke. So we pull oh. in there, and luckily, I, I've heard it. Oh, luckily, heard we, it. we stopped and had a pit stop, grabbed mm-hmm. a bottle of wine, and uh, my sister Kylie brought some uh, a bottle of vodka, too. Uh-huh. So we sneak all that shit in. Thank God. <laughs> Because it's dry. Oh, really? Yes, oh. it's dry. Which you know, like yeah. it's dry. It's kind of weird. A little bit. I thought it was very right. weird. You Lars, know, did like, you did you have wa- any? My, oh, my wife was not happy. <laughs> uh, right? Like it's kind of like, weird, right? It like, was. It, it was a cool ceremony, and it was it was great and all that. The stories were great. Long. The TV stuff, the footage yeah. they did was great because they did some really old stuff. Right. Of you know all the all the dudes that yeah. they were inducted, which yeah. is really rad. Yeah. But it was just a little weird. It was in a church. And kind it was of, a little long. A right? lot weird. Yeah. Yeah, it was a little bit long. Yeah. So it wouldn't it have been, been that fine. long. I don't it think it would have been that long. It, yeah, it wouldn't have been that long if you would have had a bar where you could go to the bar. Yeah, right? yeah. It, you know, yeah. but everybody's sitting there like sober as fucking stone, you know, and and then we're over yeah. here kind of like, you know, boozing up a little bit. So do you have flasks or are you just hiding the bottle? Uh, I can't remember what Kylie brought it in. Maybe okay. a 7-Up bottle. Yeah, yeah, and then yeah. we, So we were just, you right, know, so right. mixed up a couple of drinks, had a couple of drinks. And so Did I Lars go, have any drinks or no? Uh, Lars, were you aware uh, of this? He was sitting way up front. Uh, so, okay. so yeah. So yeah. we were at a table in the back. So then yeah. we're sitting there. So I go up on – it's my turn. I go up on stage. And I had uh, – I think I started it off this way with the joke. And I'm like <laughs> – <laughs> he called me beforehand. Okay. Hey, what do you think? What do you think? <laughs> what do you think? I'm gonna, and I'm, I'm like, I'm going to call my guy, dude, Jake. Dude, I don't know. I'm going to make a joke. <laughs> and I'm not, I mean, you know, yeah. I, some people say I have a dry sense of humor, but I'm like figure, trying to figure out, like, this yeah. is going to be fucking. You know what they say before, when you do speeches, they say open with a joke, like, like get loose, like, 
a yeah. very popular thing when you do a speech. Yeah, you know, yeah. but okay, so right. uh, so so I get up on on stage so and there you go. And I said, well, you know, I pulled my phone out, you know, and kind of just I had people I wanted to thank yeah. on my phone, and that right. was it. Right, Pulpa nothing Max? else. Pulpa Max? I said you, yeah. Okay, not really, but yeah. Um, so I had people I wanted to thank, <laughs> and then I was like, you know, I they, I pull out my phone, you know, they they were you know busting my balls about trying to put this thing up on the teleprompter. Yeah, I yeah. said, you know, the only one that needs a fucking pe- teleprompter is Joe Biden because he can't read shit off, you know, he can't even read that off of that, <laughs> y- you know. And the room fucking actually, you know, Roger, so you, you relaxed there. Roger yeah, yeah, was laughing right. like there's, you know, but I, you know, a lot of those old, old older, yeah, you don't really AMA, know, yeah, 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 yeah. But, you know, yeah. that's motorcycle. I know people. where I stand, right? Um, so. <laughs> Yeah, the delivery was way better than that, right? Yeah, there. yeah, yeah. Like yes, it was. It was. Good, right? it, was yeah, right. it was. Pretty good. I like yeah, it. Yeah. I like it. Uh, so yeah, it was good. Uh, by the way, Lars, uh, thanks for um, you know letting me in that museum. I know you didn't have any, you know you weren't the guy to let me do it, but Honda let me do it, uh, and thank you to Honda and everybody there for getting me in the uh, museum to do the work spike special with Dave Arnold. That was great. That was awesome. So yeah, no, that was cool. I, I actually listened to some of it, or no, maybe all the whole thing. Um, with you guys talking and obviously i've heard a lot of those stories too yep. but it was cool hearing dave talk about them, i'm sure yeah yeah it's absolutely so. really really cool to have those bikes back there and everything so yeah ama hall yeah, of famer cool. yeah by the way i'm an ordained minister oh i didn't know this uh, hold on before we get too far before okay. lars goes You're off fucking the phone kidding me yeah if you have any 74 honda elsinore parts mm-hmm elsinore I, yeah. I got Lars. your phone number. Just let me know. <laughs> Lars? Well, I, actually, actually, uh, we have an entire bike. It's just sitting over there at offsite. That offsite's going away, and it's just sitting there. I don't know what it's for, but it, I mean. I'll buy it. It's got a number I'll one. buy it. It's got a number one on it. can't be that important. No, no. Um, I, I don't. Either way. Can you, you imagine? Just, yeah. I'll, Jake, bu- I'll buy it. I'll, whatever we need to do. Jake is uh, 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 winning the Ohio Am- uh, vintage race on Gary Jones's 74 Elsinore. I don't think. No, no, no. I bought he, one. Gary Jones rode a fucking Yamaha in 74. No, it's Gary Jones's Honda. Pretty sure. No. Oh, it, was 70, it was probably 73, huh? Oh, okay. Maybe 73. Because Gary Jones made really? all the Yamaha cases, at p- the side ca- like mm-hmm. uh, aftermarket stuff for the YZ. All right. Steve, he Steve, just I didn't know that we were, that we, were uh, we just got schooled by a vintage expert. I know, I didn't know this either. He just no, blew your mind. So yeah. 73, yeah, just... they ca- actually had this motorcycle. 73 and a half is what they developed, and 74 was the, the first factory production edition? Production, bike. yeah. 74, and then it's when he won the championship on, and then they went to the Monoshock in 75, and so it was So when shit. did Gary ride Honda? I don't ask me that, but Gary oh. Jones has parts for the 74. Okay. All right, fair enough, Lars. Mark that down. For, for, well, for sure, seventy-three. He was on a on a Honda, right? Because he he is like the first uh, Supercross champion on a Honda. Um, yeah, and I, I guess that must have been. We're, Maybe we're he was riding on the well, side. Well, ask ask the brass up above. I need some seventy-four parts. What? Yeah, I, go I need right to, to know, the top. Right to the top, uh, Lars. Straight to the top. No I problem. need I need to know the cylinder spec. The yeah. <laughs> I I need to know all of it because uh, we got a race coming up. What is April May? April May? I think it's April nineteenth. All right, I got a race coming up. Yeah, I need to know what the seventy four spec is. We we just had Mitch Mitch on before you, Lars, and he's building cone pipes for these guys. So yeah. you know, it's all coming together. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yes, it's April twenty first. Uh, Lars, any plans to to hire Gothic back? 
Um, do you have any well, sort of? I mean, we kind of have Goffin. Goffin just works down the street, and oh, yep. anytime we really need anything from him, it's not really an issue. Okay. Well, I, so, just, do you have an opening you know, like, for like a guy who works at night or something like a you know a night mechanic? Yeah. Call Gothic. No, we have the back room. We can still have it there. We have the lights off and everything for him. He can hang upside down or do whatever he needs to do. <laughs> okay, all right. Good, good to know. We've got to get Gothic back. We just have to. So, uh, yeah, I, t- I just talked to him. I just talked to him like an hour ago. Oh, you did? Oh, yeah, I love Gothic. He, he always texts me or calls me, and he's like, Mathis, keep on fighting a good fight. It's not bike setup. It's these riders. It's not the bike it setup. It is the riders. It is the riders. Yeah. Nothing makes him more mad than that, huh? No, nothing. He is. He is adamant that these riders need to learn how to ride the bike they're soft you know instead of saying you know it's the bike it's the bike so yeah he's very yeah, yeah. um all right lars well thanks for uh thanks for calling in man appreciate it um sars 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 thanks yeah SARS. he's a manager now he's he's, he's very important he's, he's yeah. always going to be sars though i feel like i gotta call to, him mr to me, Li- mr. To, me to me he's sars hey, okay hey jake um you know how you wanted uh, you were you were hoping maybe to get something to ride back there, right? Ride with with uh, Chunk there. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's not happening now. <laughs> Good job. No. Yeah, nope. yeah. Well, uh, you know what, Jake? Maybe uh, Blue Crew will, will take you in. Uh, yeah. R- RV. Yeah. What do you, what do you I'm think? I'm sure we can work something out. Yeah. We'll, yeah. We'll call Mike. Right. L- luckily, the boys at Let's Ride, I could I can get what I need. So. Yep. All right. Well, just shot down. Good job. Good job, Jake. Uh, Lars, thanks, man. Appreciate it. Congratulations on the early season uh, success, two for four. Uh, Really, really cool um, for you guys over there at at Ride Red. Thanks, man. Yeah, no, appreciate it. Have fun, man. All right. Good night. That's Lars Lindstrom brought to you by Renthal. I want to thank the folks at uh, Renthal, renthal renthal.com for more information. Jake Weimer brought to you by Decal Works, decalmx.com. Promo code PULPMX to get 20% off your custom graphics. Uh, They're officially licensed with Honda, Yamaha, Cowie, Suzuki. KTM, Husqvarna, Gas Gas. Uh, Pulp Max is the code to save. And Cooper Webb, Marvin Muskan, AP, use decal works uh, for over 30 years. They've been the best in the business. Ryan Villapoto brought to you by the folks at Manscaped. Pulp Max 20 is the code to save with Manscaped. Uh, they've got the lawnmower 4.0 uh, out there. It's absolutely fantastic. It's got a light on it, 7,000 RPM. Wow. It's waterproof. I got one. You got a Manscaped? I got it for Christmas. Did you use the code? Uh, he got it for Christmas. Did, 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 did Nicole someone? bought it. Okay. I don't know. And do, and what do we think of the Manscaped? I think it's Have you good. got it nicked yet? I th- yes. You can't get, it's got I'm, a gear guard on it. Dude, I it, went for the ball bag. It, <laughs> it got me. It couldn't have got you. It's got a gear guard on it. I might be doing something wrong. Cause I, like, Are you holding truly, it too steep? I don't know. Or, you know, it yeah. you know, like this. I'm still using it. Do you it. need Kristen it's, to help you? I, listen, I'm still using it because okay. it, it's a great machine. Yeah. I'm still using it, but I went in with full confidence. Yeah, you, oh. you went in too hard. I might have. It always know. tends to grab your balls or your... No, the, Marks, any problems with the, with the... Lawnmower. I've yet to have problems. You gotta, you know, yeah. You gotta Talent? make sure you stretched out. No, you no, nice no problems yet. Have you okay. gone to your ball bag? Yeah, yeah, but well, I didn't go yes. like, full uh, attack on it. I was yeah, you gotta gentle. be gentle. What do you mean full attack? Like it's just gentle. You're either just you know you're not ramming it in there. What kind of re- what kind of wrinklage you got going on down there? Is it not smooth I, enough. Maybe huh? we can talk about it later. <laughs> I, don't, I mean, I, but. I I told my wife I wanted one for Christmas. She bought me one. Well, hopefully, and hopefully she used listen, the code. No, Pop it's it's great. I'm not hating on right. like it's I'm still using it, but I went in full commitment. 
And yeah. I... It, oh. yeah. Do you, either one of you gentlemen have a problem with nose or ear hair? Yes. I have a problem with hair in general. I'm going to give you a I'm weed whacker from the folks at Manscaped tonight. Okay. I'm going to give you them a weed whacker. The weed whacker from Manscaped. Pop-Mex 20 is the code to save. Uh, yeah, they got a whole thing. They got a performance package. It's got the weed whacker. It's got the 4.0. It's got crop reviver toner, performance boxer briefs, travel bag, ball deodorant. It's got it all. Uh, so Manscaped, uh, Pop-Mex 20 is the code to save with uh, with those guys. So uh, thank you to Manscaped. Bringing you Ryan Villapoto here tonight. A man who is very Manscaped. Hey, man, where you shave your fucking nuts at, man? <laughs> We're here. A uh, couple things before we go to commercial. Uh, I got so much shit to get to to talk to you two guys about. Okay. Okay. You guys going to work overtime? Yeah. Yeah. Our buddy, our buddy Adam Cien Cirillo, uh, friend of all of ours, uh, tore his, his knee, had surgery today. Uh, man. In the, in the whoops? I don't know where he, no, I don't know where he put it down. I don't think it was the whoops, no. You know, when, I think, was it replay, it said caught his, caught his foot, yeah, just in the corner. I don't think it was So, uh, came in with a shoulder issue, you know, kind of toughened that out a little bit, and that was supposed to get better, and then he did his knee in, and, man, I'm bummed for the guy, Jake. Uh, that sucks, and, you know, you just get hurt, and you get behind the eight ball, and you get hurt again, you know, that kind of stuff. Yeah, it it really does suck, and I've talked to Adam a little bit not not since the last one, not since yeah. San Diego, but I literally when I pulled up a chair here and I'm looking at his jersey with the dirt on it, Loretta's first moto or second moto, whatever. Yeah, like I I don't know what you do yeah. for him, or, or and and I'm sure he's asking the same question. Like you have speed, you can get starts, you can. He has everything, and I don't know. Does he get hurt easy? Does he make bad decisions? I, like, I don't know. Like, I really, really, really like Adam as a person, and I think he's a great motorcycle rider. How do you fix it? I don't like, know. Can he fix it? I don't know. If he, like, does he, I mean, you know he's thinking about it. You know, if he yeah. just had surgery today, how do you fix it? Can you fix it? RV? I don't know. Yeah, I, I I don't know either. I mean, he's been he had definitely has been hurt a lot, and mm-hmm. you know, um, you got to. I mean, not him, but I'm as as somebody looking in. Why does he crash? You know, why does he crash? Yeah. Why is he in these positions? And I don't think it's because he. You know, sure we all make stupid a few stupid mistakes here and there, but you know, there's honestly, I mean, I think you can look at a lot of riders and go back and look. They just they could never not, you know, be hurt for more than, you know, a year, year yeah. and a half, you yeah. know, for why? I, I don't think anybody can answer that or, or we'd give them the answers. Yeah. Somebody would. Trey Kennard was like that, right? Yeah. Trey, like, Trey Kennard you know, missed a lot of time. I, I, you know, Trey had some huge crashes compared to Adam. True. That's know? what's different though is Adam, when he gets hurt, it's dumb shit. What he, was it last year when he jumped into the whoops or something and he, yeah, endoed and broke his collarbone or whatever it was and then this year if they're saying like through the whoops he started falling to his right and he stabbed his foot like I don't know how you fix that yeah I and it's it's a bummer for sure. I don't. Uh, I don't it's, bummer. T- yeah. it's terrible. I <sighs> I don't know what you do because I mean the, te- the the speeds there. You know like what do you do like out of seventeen rounds last year he was like eleven. Practice, uh, like ended up with the 11 fastest times or you know there's i don't know a ton of fast yeah, times yeah yeah absolutely 
you know, uh, going into go going into the heat races, right. you know. So yeah, yeah, it's bummer, bummer deal for Adam. Heal up. Uh, I mean, if we all knew, yesterday. we would tell him. Yeah, absolutely right. Um, uh, what else do I going to talk to you guys about? Oh, uh, we got that game to coming up too for the uh, Skosh product. Pulp twenty twenty two is a code to save a six hundred amp car jumper flashlight power bank. Well, actually, would you want this? The winner would the winner want this, or the winner would want a a watch slash um airpod slash iphone charger i have either one up for grabs like a little desktop thing kind of like this base mount thing but no no that's way more useful this is better i think that's a good one okay all right you can throw this in your car you can boost your car with it yeah i think that's a good one right that's what i was thinking out in the uh, woods. Yeah, you know, real oh, man yeah. Okay. shit. Well, yeah. yeah, man shit. I- I'm there for you guys. Yeah. It's a uh, jumper flashlight power bank from the folks at Skosh. You always Pulp, need a flashlight. Pulp 2022 is a code to save with the guys at Skosh. Uh, I want to thank them. They're going to bring you this game. So I... Where's my shit? Oh. I asked uh, each one of you uh, some questions. Uh, thanks to Paul Parabinos for Renthal for some of these, by the way. Uh, he, ju- he he helped us out with this. So, uh, And the winner, the, the person who knows the other person better, gets this skosh flashlight. Are you ready? Okay. You guys ready? Yeah. All yeah. Right. Okay. Uh, favorite beer. I'll start with favorite beer. Okay. Um, what do you think is Ryan Villapoto's favorite beer, Jake? Coors Light. You said Coors Light? And what did you say for him? I said Coors Light, too. All right. We're off to a flying start. You both got that right. <laughs> Does Arvin need another one? Do you need another one? No, I'm good. Okay. okay. Yes, no, are we I'm keeping good. it out of, We're keeping it out of six. I'll take one. Oh. You want Mark? a beer? I could use a one. Doing good. As hell right now. You want? Yeah, I'll water. take one. Oh, doing good. RV wants a water. I'm like dying of thirst. Okay. You just got to speak up. Oh. $200 sushi, no problem. Water, no problem. Beer, whatever you guys need. I appreciate you being here. This is a Perfect. great show. A couple of champions. So, you know. One. Yeah. One. Okay, thank you. Uh, all right, okay, next up. Uh, the least favorite part of Alden training program for you guys. Um, Jake, what was the least favorite part of Alden Baker's training program? For me? Yeah. Monotony. Monotonous. All right. Um, RV said waking up early. Waking up early would be. <laughs> you like to sleep then. In your old age now, you can't sleep, I guess, but yeah, not like you used to. Okay. I. Uh, all right. All right. So, um, you don't wake up early now. Well, I'm older, and I have kids now. But was okay. seven o'clock? Well, yeah, was I can't. Seven o- I can't. I can't change. Was seven o'clock early? <laughs> okay. Uh, uh, was it early back then? Okay. Uh, on the bike at seven thirty. What do you think? Town? What do you think for RV is? Uh, what do you think he? What do you think he said? For Alden, his least favorite. What? What I didn't yeah. like. What do you think RV will say for Alden Baker's training program? The least favorite part of RVs. He said he didn't like waking up early. No, no. that's you. That's what I said for you. Yeah. Oh, what he didn't like about it? Yeah. I said the diet. The diet. And that's wrong because RV said seeing him every single day, seeing him more than your wife is something that RV. <laughs> like, like I could cheat on him if I wanted to cheat, you know, with the food. But, like, 
All right, all right. Okay, so yeah, seeing him every it. day. It's a time. like every day, like right. six just, hours a day. Yeah, just all the time. Okay, and nothing against Alden. Just yeah, you just yeah. Eventually, anybody. early on right. in, in when we were training, it wasn't a big right. deal. Like it was kind right. of fun. But then later, like I see you more than I see my wife. Right. Okay. Yeah. Uh, okay. Who broke yeah. the diet more uh, with Alden Baker? Uh, RV. Who do you broke the diet? You or Jake? What do you think? I mean. I'm going to say he did. <laughs> okay. He said you did. <laughs> so. So where's our tally in points? I got it. I got who's it. Who's winning? Uh, it's tied. It's still tied. <laughs> it's still what tied. did I actually say, though? I said, honestly, probably about probably the same. Probably about the same. But if you had to say. But if I had RV. to say, right. I would say RV. Right, right. Not early with Kristen. She was fucking. No, early was the worst. You're like. Yo, dude, what about Donut King? <laughs> Could you bring him over to the house? Yeah, but we never did. Uh, probably. <laughs> uh, probably about the same. To Alden be honest. said he found an, an M&M bag. AC stayed with him or something for a bit. Oh, AC got caught dirty. <laughs> Under the bed, I think. Yeah, M&M bag. Oh, he got caught dirty. Yeah. Yeah. I okay. forgot about it. Uh... Push-up contest. Uh, who would win a push-up contest? Uh, RV, go ahead. I said Jake did. And uh, Jake, you said uh, you would win. Yep, yep. So you guys... Um, we're still tied. Yeah, you're still tied. You both, you both got that one. So <laughs> Wait, you guys, hold on. We were tied before that. Yeah. You're, yeah. It's, you each got that right. But I guess that you would yeah. win. Oh, I, you, I got you. you. I got yeah, you. you said you would. So. I got you. All right. Uh, you guys did this, though. I didn't realize this. We actually oh, did. yeah. yeah. So I, already had, I already had proof. So 98 Yeah, for you. 98. Yeah. 100. Yeah. Couldn't do two more. Like no, two I couldn't. more. I couldn't. <laughs> oh, the last 20 were like, <laughs> eh. <laughs> eh. Okay. Uh, better shot with a rifle. Uh, um, uh, Jake, what, uh, who do you, who's a better shot with a rifle? This is speculation, but yep. I'm going to say me. <laughs> okay. <laughs> RV said you. Really? Uh, no, I didn't. You. I said me. I said no, he. I have you as him. Well, you took. The, that's not what I said. Oh. Well, earlier during X Brands, RV also said that RV would be a better shot. So. Yes. So it, you're it, it full of what's, shit. What's the, what's the furthest you shot game from? Game? Yeah. Four, Animal down. 450. 600. But what, what it's a, it, I was in Africa, you were in Idaho. <laughs> is yardage different? <laughs> no, but I'm saying like <laughs> my my out. windage could be different. This that like is it, it, you can't. It's like who's faster on Monday versus Friday? And it's got well, we had fresh track on Monday and Friday. It was all fucked up. I'm not stupid, Steve. Dude. Uh, you yeah you you you, you can take this, that yeah. one how you want. No, I'm gonna take it that way. Uh, <laughs> okay. Favorite teammate you've had, RV? What do you think Jake said? Well, I have to say me. Jake said RV. <laughs> yeah, RV. So, and you? Favorite teammate that, what would Ryan say? Me? Yeah, you guys both got it right. That's a dumb question. Um, 
All right, the most days you've gone without a shower. What do you think RV's most days he's gone without a shower, Jake? See, he didn't ask me what was my most days. He goes, what's the most days you've gone from a shower? Okay, then you can change your answer now. No, I already have my answer. Yeah, I've got it written down. It's it's documented. Okay, well, he was making excuses here. The way he asked me was different before, but yeah, go. What do you think the longest? This is a full-blown guess. I'm going to guess... I mean, I would say two to three. So if I had to say, I'm going to guess three. Three. Yeah. RV said three to four. What's the tie break there? So then what, what, as, what did he say about me? He Who's said, closer? Well, uh, you're closer because you said six days was your longest. Yeah. Six days without yeah. a shower. This year, when I was hunting in Montana, I was on a mountain. I couldn't shower. Wow. I had baby wipes. All right, well. So who won that one? Uh, Jake won, because six days. You said three to four. Okay. Your answer was three to four days for him. It was two to three for you. Okay. (laughs) Uh, Bar bend. We already covered the bar bend question. It came out earlier. What bar bend does he use? When we were on Cowie the whole time, both of us nine nine eight. Yeah, and what bar bend does Jake use? I said I said I think he uses nine eight six, but nine nine six. That's what I said. Yeah, but after when we were at Cowie four years, he didn't ask at Cowie. The I whole didn't six. ask. I, I did. what bar bend yeah. do you? use? I don't even know now. I don't know. <laughs> I know you don't use mine because when I told you to run the nine nine eight on the Yamaha, you're like, oh, they're too sweeped. No, no, no. On Yamaha, I rode nine nine eight. On the KTM, it's too tall. Oh, well, maybe it's for watch. On the KTM, the it's too whatever. tall. So, these questions are fucked up. KTM. They're not even right. Yeah, he rode a yeah. 350 for a while. You I had a 120. I have a 350 right now. I didn't know this. Yeah. Oh, okay. So, how do you win that one? I wanted, I wanted to try the motor. Well, the bar bin is the bar bin, not the bike brand. I know, but, but I didn't. You're not, I you're didn't, not running a 998. I didn't you're specify. Look, I may have fucked this game up a little, but I didn't specify because Cowie. Because I actually said I didn't specify Cowie. about the bend and also you know being yeah. tall or whatever the fuck it was. Yeah. Said something about yeah. shape. Yeah, he said 996, but I didn't say a Cowie. I'm, I'm, that was 996 would be wrong, too. So what are you mad about? I don't know. <laughs> I'm wondering No, how- but you ran 996 later, you said, off, off of Cowie. No. Oh, you've never run 996. <sighs> On Factory Connection... I think my first or second year, I ran 996 for a minute. Well, but then he gets it right. No, fuck off. <laughs> no. If 100%. You mark him, if you're giving him the you other one, I get that right. one. No, fuck off. You're, N- no. The contest. No, no, no. No, <laughs> no I'm not going to do that one. You still won. The contest is over and you won. Okay, perfect. Then I'll take it. <laughs> Skosh. A 600 amp car jumper, flashlight, power bank, and my poorly planned game. Congratulations. Thanks. Fuck my ass. Whoa, you Skosh. almost dropped it. Wow, on your beer. <laughs> but I 20, didn't. No, you didn't. But Pulp I didn't. 2022 is the code Clutch. to save. Thanks, Skosh. Sorry, that'll work, that'll work nice. That was a car crash sound, by the way, because that's exactly what that was. Yeah. Full-on disaster. I, <laughs> well, Weimer comes away with the Skosh product anyway, so <laughs> we're all winners there. Um <laughs> Speaking on line, whoa, line two is this? Uh, is this Jamie? <laughs> whoa! Oh shit! 
That's Damon Bradshaw's bike. I just fucked up. That's Dark Side, everybody, a.k.a. Jamie from the Motocross Pod Pony Pod Show. All right. Moto X Pod. Moto- get it right. Yep. Moto X Pod. He yep. can't even get your show right. He does a wrap-up show for us every Wednesday. So he gets what, it wrong on purpose. The, po- the ponytail, ponytail's getting cut off. Yeah, I seen that. Yeah, it's getting cut yeah. in Minneapolis. Oh, okay, we're doing right. it. Yeah. yeah, I'm aware. So, how you feel, Jamie, Two. about the pony get- uh, leaving? I, I, I mean, I'm hanging in there, man. I'm hanging in there. I'm, he's, I'm prepared. I guess. He's grown After a pony. Tonight, I'm good. He's, he's, okay, so listen to this, RV. <laughs> this gentleman on the phone. I don't know if I want to hear this story. Has been growing a pony since what year, Jamie? 95. 95. 95? Now, now he gets it trimmed. He gets it trimmed, so it's not like down to his ankles. He gets it trimmed, but that's how long he's been running so the it's, pony. So it's like at least bottom of the shoulder blade. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, no. It's further than that. So do you have to move it to wipe? <laughs> no. No, no. So <laughs> All right. Kiefer and I, with the folks at Yamaha, Blue Crew, coming through, we want him to shed his identity, to shed his pony. Minneapolis, we have a lovely barber coming on our live show to give this man a normal haircut and not look like he's from, you know, the early 90s. The Stone Age? Yeah. And okay. in return, he is getting a brand new YZ250 that uh, Kiefer and myself and Yamaha are putting together. I think it's a fucking great idea. Yeah. I think it's great. Right. So nobody, but, needs, nobody needs a ponytail. Jamie? Uh, I mean, I tend to disagree. My fiance tends to disagree, but we're going with it. Why? Yeah. But so he's having second <laughs> thoughts about getting no, a free no. motorcycle for the pony. No, no second thoughts. Just uh, not completely stoked on it. So my question is: is so you've been? I know you get it trimmed, but you've been growing it since '95. So are we gonna then keep growing it out? Kiefer uh, and I, yeah, I have to make it. yeah. we think with his new look, because it's not just a, not, we're not clipping no, no, a pony should, and that's he it. He's should, getting a whole thing. Yeah, he should get the whole dude. He's done. getting a whole thing to make his life feel better, to make him feel better. And then we think he'll end up keeping it. I mean, the, the back of the neck is going to be happy as hell. It's fucking finally going to see the sun. Look at the, right? the length and the girth on that thing. <laughs> so then Kiefer... Uh, got this made. We're gonna cut the pony off. Kiefer's gonna put it in this case. I saw that. Yeah, I saw that. So the pony's gonna go in there. The coffin. Yeah, the coffin case. Yeah. Um. So you're disappointed, huh? I'm not disappointed in getting a new bike. I'm a little disappointed in losing the hair, but really. Uh, so let me man. ask you this. So so since '95, you're just yeah, gonna you're you're just gonna cut that that this nostalgia off for a. 2022 YZ250 that you're going to ride a few times and then you know you're probably end up selling and then your hair's gone anyways but hair grows back hair grows back the bike I keep forever so you're okay you're you're cutting the mane for nine grand is that what the mane's worth as of right now I suppose it is because I said yes I did say yes I did say yes before knowing what bike I was getting, but I'm still, you know, I didn't know it was going to be a two-stroke, but I'm pretty stoked on it either way. Huh. You blew it! Yep, yep. Huh. So, uh, all right, Mr. Guida, who do we uh, yep. who, who do we have on the wrap-up show this week? 
it was supposed to be Randy Richardson and Cade Clayson, but Randy had some plans come up, so uh Goon's going to step in. Oh, nice. Wow. Yeah, yeah. Check you out. So I'm, Marks. Yeah, second I'm, second fiddle guy here. Yeah, Just yeah. happy to step in whenever. Yeah, uh, Dune Goon's down the back. Nicole flip. Weimer, legit. Nicole Weimer nice said we should donate the hair. We could donate it. donated. But not the pony. Well, the pony no, goes to Kiefer's we, we, coffin. Yeah, so you can't donate. You have to have at least 18 inches to donate, which I've done two or three times. Yeah. But Kiefer said no. And, uh, yeah, Kiefer wants it because he's weird. But yeah. I agree with Nicole, but it's honestly not long enough to donate. You know what? If, so Nicole, I donated, if Nicole, I donated last February. If Nicole says that, Kiefer may do it because Nicole is in Kiefer's you know, top three. Yeah, she's number one, I think. I don't know if she was one or what, but, yeah. Kiefer, big fan. Yeah, I think she's the one. I think she's number one. But, yeah, it's not long enough. It would take right. at least another year before it was long enough. So yep. Wow. Yep, yeah. he's doing it. But it's going, yeah. So I, uh, I feel like it's going to gonna be okay. I feel, okay. like, oh, I feel like you're going to be all right. Yeah, yeah, I mean, I'm not going to jump off a bridge or anything. I mean, I guess you can go mull it out after that. No. No, no, no. Yeah. Oh. No, no mullets, man. I'm, I'm out on the mullet. But you're gonna run a fucking ponytail. Yeah, dude. I grew up. Look, man. I'm same age as, as Steve. I grew up in the '80s. Hair bands. I thought it was cool when I was a kid. I still like it. I guess. Can you can you no, play? I get can it. you play I, guitar? I get no, it, man. No, he, I, I, no, I get it. I, drums. Geez, the '80s no. aren't in anymore. I know, bro. Listen, we try to. We think. I mean, bell bottoms are coming back, but we think once he gets. I don't his, fuck with bell bottoms. I'm just saying no. they're coming back. <laughs> no, Jake doesn't fuck with bell bottoms. Have you seen? No. You know, now the the je- the jeans aren't low waisted anymore. They're over their belly button now. Yeah. yeah. You know, the yeah, only thing that's allowed to go over their belly button is a fucking pair of skin tight fucking yoga pants, so you can see everything. Okay. All no, right. I don't agree with that either. Well, I, I I'd like to have a low rise too. That's just my opinion. Yeah, you know, way below the belly button. But <laughs> right, the, okay, can we can the, we move on? Can we can we move on? Yeah, we can move on. All right, you sorry, guys, sorry. Well, I don't know. We got caught up in the conversation. We got to talk about sorry. motocross. Sorry. All yeah. Right. Hey, man, you beat right. off. Uh, okay, dark side. Uh, thanks, man. All right, see you. I'll see you. That's Jamie, everybody. He's yeah. coming back from a Tool concert. So, uh, oh, that'd be cool. Michelin, I want to thank the folks at Michelin. Randy Richardson coming in studio soon. Uh, they got uh, some great tires over there. The Starcross 5 range is available for uh, 80cc uh, bikes, 50ccs as well. Uh, Enduro Extreme tire, they got the Power 5 tire. The Michelin Commander 3 cruiser tires are great. Mountain bike tires are fantastic. Thank you to Michelin. Uh, big sponsor of the show, motorcycle.michelinman.com. You all right? Yeah, I'm great. All right, okay. Uh, thank you to Michelin. I got to get these sponsors in. How else can I get buy $200 worth of sushi? <laughs> How else can you get 60 feet of roof? <laughs> I, yeah, I got you, dude. Go on. CTI knee braces, store.oser.com. Thank you to CTI. You can purchase off the shelf now at store.oser.com. Uh, they've been making braces since 1983. Their rigid carbon fiber frame is streamlined and lightweight, helping to provide functional ligament support and stabilization of the knee. They, may, they remain the trusted choice of professional athletes and leading physicians around the world. Thank you to CTI. For coming on board at Michelin as well. Uh, race Tech rant of the night. My Race Tech, really? Uh, my rant is about this rough riding. Like, what? What's wrong? What rough riding? The, 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 no, and that's my, that's my thing. The rant is about the fans and this rough riding. They are, the fans need to toughen up. Thank you. That's my rant. Like, these guys just are on so You guys don't follow social, you know, you're not in the media, you don't follow social media. Like, you know, you see. I was on Vital today. Or you were? Yeah. Okay. 
So you see the fans talking about Marv on Mookie and Barshawn Anderson and 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 the uh, world is so soft. Like I get people that are like they should be disqualified. Like Anderson should be disqualified. Zero chance. I'm like what? Barsha should be disqualified. Like dude, Supercross to yeah. me and again, you know, we talked about this with JT. Passing, there is contact in Supercross. There's been contact for 40 years. It's bull berms. It's tight. You know, that's how you get by, Isn't guys. That's not the point of it, but that is no, part of Supercross. Yes, it happens. And I I just, my race deck round of the night is, I wish the, I feel like whatever percent you want to put on it, 20% of fans just started watching in 2005 or something. Do you know what I mean? They don't, 2010 or whatever, like, I feel like there's a chunk of fans that are just getting into our sport, and that's awesome. That's cool. That's aw- welcome to our sport. I get it. But, like, this stuff happens all the time. And if you go back to Chicken and Bradshaw, I mean, I, yeah. oh, my God. Like, they, they, these people should be charged with crimes, the things that happened there's back then. YouTube fans. Yeah. YouTube it. Yeah. I mean, like, any kind of contact. I get DMs, and, and ladies, people are like, disqualify him. You know, he should lose his ride. <laughs> I'm just like, what is going on here? Like, I, first of all, Anderson hates my guts. I don't he even does? talk to, yeah. Oh. I don't even talk to Jason Anderson. But there is no way in no shape should that form, that pass, be penalized at all. And they didn't penalize him. And I don't get the fans. Like, I don't get these I'm people. I'm sure they are, gave him a warning, but. I'm sure they did, yeah. But, my like, take. calm down. My take. What? Let him go. The AMA should know. <laughs> yeah. oh, no, 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 you just pause. So you, I don't, no, you never, I know because yeah. I'm. I have to think, but yeah. <clears throat> don't let you. Especially for a title, you're not. Nobody's gonna kill. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like, because there's other things involved. What he was talking about, you know, you you risk other things. Mm-hmm. But, dude, it. Like, especially the Anderson things, that I don't feel like those are well thought out. That is not premeditated murder. Yeah. That, you know, there there are situations that are premeditated murder, and you know it when you see it. Right. Those situations, no. I just... I don't agree with. Like, uh... But let them race. It's going to be a little rough. It's going to be... Right? It's... It's going to be – it's no different than football. So why are these fans – and, you again, you guys don't deal they're, with them. Because they're fans of a certain person. So there is Vince – for example, there is Vince Freezy fans. Do that, you know of any? I mean, we we get DMs and, like, you know, we get – and I'm not saying this yeah. year because I think he's yeah. done a – Yeah, he's riding well. I think he he's is. done a pretty good job this year. I'm not saying this year. I'm just saying in previous years, for example, uh, clear back to Monster Cup the first year when he won and Wyndham cleaned Freezy yeah. up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll just go back, clear back to then. And we get DMs and you get all these messages about what other people are doing. You know when it's intentional and when it's a racing situation. Yeah. In, right? Like, but I think, I, Steve know, I, has, just, I think Steve has a point with like these, maybe we have like a bunch of newer, not new fans, but just 
younger generation fans. Yeah, and, I just and that <clears throat> you know, like I didn't watch the Chicken and Bradshaw stuff, but I've heard about it. Right. You know, they will literally f- kill each other. Have you, you know, seen Bradshaw? Bradshaw on I've seen the have one you, like, in, in Paris and Bursa. Yeah, have, you, have you seen that? Oh, one? I haven't seen it, but like, but that was not intentional. No, it was dude. not. He but, lost. Yeah, yeah. He lost. But Bytus told me shit. that 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 yeah. that Damon basically lost that championship by trying to kill Chicken. Yeah, yeah, he did. He had won a bunch of races. Yeah, was was gonna win, but they he could not not take Chicken out. In, in, in the yeah, process. No, no, no. It was, uh, two rounds before the final round, he was third coming up on chicken and just hit him for no reason. Went over an inside berm. There was an inside and outside berm. I've couldn't, seen and it. And Roger just went bang. Yeah, so, so you know, we don't have any of that right now. And I, to be honest, fans, I think it's good for the sport. Like, we need a little bit of that, you know, <clears throat> I don't want to you know call it rough, you know, yeah. bar banging close racing you know and then we also need the close racing where it's passing only but yeah. that's you know it's exciting you know like i think that and and we're talking about the anderson thing again which their lines co- came together anderson didn't go in there i'm just gonna kill kenny kenny should have known that he went on the outside number one number two he he i guarantee you he knew somebody was behind him did he know it was anderson he might not have known yeah. it, it was him yeah he did. but I, which I, I'm just speaking to them. Yeah. As a rider, you know who it is. I mean, AC's hurt, so the only it doesn't re- matter. The only so question, you know. the only question that needs to be answered is: Did Anderson do that to kill him or no. not? No, no, yeah. Uh, Marks, uh, Talon. Oh, you know their names. Th- what? No. Did Did Anderson do that to kill him? Like, hey, I'm gonna, I'm gonna put you. Out of this race, yes or no? I think he went in to make the pass, and then I think he expected some contact, but not that much. See, I, I disagree. Uh, Dune Goon? Um, yeah, I think I'm I'm kind of there with Don a little That's bit. That's right. Uh, I don't think he meant to like blast him, but uh, I think yeah, he was okay. If he, if he, I don't think so. Yeah, I think when he when he landed off the triple, he saw Ken because you could you know off the triple where Ken is going. And he saw off the triple, okay, Ken's going outside. I don't want to get sand in my face to where I can't see. I'm going inside. Unfortunate. It was an unfortunate situation. I guarantee you, Anderson did not think he was going to touch Ken. He probably didn't know what was going to happen, but he knew that he didn't want to get a face full of sand. So if Ken is leading and he goes outside and the second place guy is like, yeah, I'm going to go outside too. Yeah. No. No, no. No. I I just, my rant is like, calm down. Like there's contact in Supercross. Kenny should be pissed. Embrace it. Calm down. And be excited for close racing and action happening instead of just watching a race go around and around and around. Like we've watched... You know, right. however, however many times. Well, you made a lot of races boring. Yeah. Yeah, but I also never put myself in the position no, to get fucking taken out. But you just made a lot of races boring. Yeah. Yeah, because I had a lead, yeah. and I won. Well, they're still boring. Yeah. Well. Thanks a lot. Thanks for ruining the no sport. shit, asshole. <laughs> Quiet down. 20 laps, bro. Yeah. Uh, um, no, I, I'm, I'm kidding. But no, yeah, I know. Yeah, so my race tech ran. It's just like. A lot of my races were I feel boring, I guess. The fans... I feel like there's just a segment of fans that are new and they don't understand 
how passing and the sport works. We've always had contact. There's always been rough riding in Supercross. It's. I mean, every so, year yeah. there's at least a penalty or two. Yeah. And at least a fine. And I'm not saying T-bones. Those are dirty. Don't do those. Yeah, those are bad. Uh, are yeah. are people bitching? Yes. It's the race. Because it's the race are you, are, do you because agree with that, Marks? That, that, that people seem a little bit. Oh, it's, it's out of control. Yeah. Really? On, on, both, on, really? Both, on, both, on both sides. sides. And if you're not on the side of because, what you think, then you're an idiot. Because <laughs> well, he said, he said, RV, that I've really enjoyed watching the races this year. Yeah. And I've felt the same. Right. I've been, I've been really enjoying it. And I think part I haven't, of it, I haven't seen people slam into somebody to try and break their leg. Right. Yeah. I mean, there's been some instances. I didn't like Barsha on Bogle. The problem yeah. is look at lap times in practice because I'm playing Pulp Fantasy. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. I've actually been doing pretty good. You should have been paying to get prizes. I know. Yeah. I should have. But I, here's what I'm going to say. Look at practice times. There's nine, typically, give or take, nine within – Less than a second. Yeah, it's always been that so, way. So, no, yeah. not not when you were winning. Hell no. I don't feel like it was that. Pull far it up. Back. Yeah. Pull it up. Pull it up. Two thousand twelve, eleven, twelve, thirteen. I don't even know if you can, but I'm just saying there was not ten people within a second. That that did not happen. Pull it up right now. Certain uh, track. Two thousand twelve. Okay. Uh, RV did a fifty point seven. Where? Atlanta. Okay. Just I picked up. I picked up. Okay. That's okay. Fine. Calm down, buddy. We're just <laughs> fucking. Okay. Harvey did a fifty point seven. Was he first? He was first. Okay. And uh, for fifth place, fifth place was one point three yes, yes, slower. Yes. Go to the practice. Okay. Go though. to go to tenth. What was tenth? Fifty two nine. Actually, go for to two give seven. me give me ninth over two go, seconds. Give me ninth because I've been playing fantasy because oh. ninth has 50, been in the Brock mix. tickle. Was fifty two eight, so he was over two seconds slower than RV. Okay, okay, it's got a point. Okay, you want me to pull up another one? Yeah, yeah. The practice though, last practice. Well, I just pulled up combined, okay. combined. Yeah, com- yeah, combined. Oh, That's practice what, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. Combined yeah, yeah, yeah. overall. Okay, yeah, yeah. yeah. Pull up uh, another one. Okay, well, give me, give me. What was year. that? Two seconds? You said? Yeah. Go to like fourteen. Fourteen. Yeah. Okay. Uh, we'll do Detroit. Perfect. I don't know who won that. Detroit but yeah. typically has a bigger gap anyway, doesn't it? I don't know. Yeah, there's no. some tracks that are, and it oh, depends look, on how they're look, built. Look who's Four, first. 14 Detroit was... Look who's first. Ryan Villapoto. <laughs> okay. You're going to do your whistle again? What is, what is, <laughs> what is ninth? What's ninth? Uh, Brock Tickle again. <laughs> how far? What's Tickle. the gap? Uh, RV's a 54-6, and Tickle is a 55-8. So a 1.2. Second and a half or yep. close. Yep. Like this year, first through ninth is under a second. Is under a second. Yeah. Maybe the top guys suck. Do you want to pull it? Well, I don't know, but I'm, I just want to hear it. See yeah, if RV's get, fastest get another again. one. Right. Let's just see if RV's. Uh, <laughs> let's go uh, 12 uh, New Orleans. Yeah, pull that one up. All right. Okay. Oh, look who's <laughs> fastest. Because <laughs> we only raced there once and I knew we won Okay, it. where's ninth? <laughs> You know who's second? Jake Weimer. Nice. Gang, point, gang, gang. Point two gap. See? Oh, yeah. Yeah. See? Okay. With the seashells out there in the dirt. Uh, 52-6 for you. Ninth place was a guy named Nick Way. 
at uh, a 53-9. So, so one second and a half. Yeah, 1.4. Three. Four. Yeah. Yeah. They have speed on these sheets. Miles per hour? Yeah. <laughs> All right. This one says 110,000 miles per hour. Damn. For nice. James Stewart. That's uh, fast. Jack, that's that's Diego. fast. <laughs> uh, Will Hahn, 12th. Fuck you, Will. Um, so there we go. Yeah. So no, you have a point. I'm yeah. just saying. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah, they're they're typically because I've been okay, watching. Okay, so I've been looking at fantasy. Are yeah. the top guys First, one through nine not as good or is are less the, than a second? Are the top ten guys from I fifth think, through tenth yeah, better? I think they're better. They're riding at facilities. They know more about training. They more about and so they're, they're, the gap is getting closer. Fifth have closed the gap. I believe so. First for yep. through fifth through first. Yeah, I believe so. I think training's better. The facilities are better. These guys are riding more together, right? All that stuff is more more specialized, I believe. So um, that's my race deck rant, everybody. Just fans, just toughen up, toughen up. All right, I would. Have you ever been in a motorcycle car accident, Jake? A what? Have you yes, been, in a, been in a car accident? Motorcycle or car accident? I've been in a car accident. Well, you've been in motorcycle accidents too. Well, yeah, a lot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I wouldn't call that an accident. Did he mean to fall off? Well, <laughs> I, I know we don't call in, in our industry. It's not a, had a, a motorcycle accident out there in the you know off the Rocco's hey, Leap. Maybe technically, maybe technically, it's an accident. Uh, it's a, it's a motorcycle accident. You, I, but my head went to. Uh, stupid, I know he didn't crash his motorcycle on the I freeway. I know, but if you've had a if you've had an accident, call Arthur Draper. He's an attorney. He only gets paid if you get paid. So. Didn't Malcolm land on your arm at a high point? My back. Your back? Ah, it's still hurting. <laughs> Call Arthur Draper. He's an he's a motocross guy. He's turned attorney. He's a really? Good guy. Yeah. He's uh, he's a friend of the show, and he take the time to know you personally, Jake. He'll take the time to talk to you. Consultations are free, and he only gets paid if you get paid. I've been assaulted a few times. <laughs> right. ArthurDraper.com. All right. He's uh, he's a good guy, and uh, yeah, he's a big part of our show. So, a um, couple things before we go: we got motorsport.com tweet at uh, talent segment. Um, so, our dear friend Nick at Prime Foods, we we, yes. we should we should mention him. Um, we should have a big old tomahawk right here on the George Foreman. A little bit of controversy a few weeks ago with Nick and Chris Betts, my baseball player buddy. But we're going to move on from that. We're going to move. We're, we're moving on. But uh, we do want to promote Nick and Prime Foods. But he's got a retail site now. And that's what we want to promote. 100%. Uh, you won't be disappointed. I promise you that. Veriti? Veriti branded? I don't know how to say it. I would say Verite. Verite branded? Yeah. yeah he said that, Verite? I, that's how some of the meat comes from me, too. Okay. Veritebranded.com. Uh, get some meat from Nick. Uh, Marks, you ordered some. Paid for it. Yeah. I'm the only dumbass here that actually went and bought some. Everyone else just waited for the free shit. Yeah. Good job. So... Thanks to Nick. I will, I will say good Nick, stuff. He, he, uh, he hooked me up, so we're good. Yeah, dude, I I always order from Nick. I always order the... Are you getting it for free or are you buying it? Be real. <laughs> so Stop. <clears throat> Ask no. that question again. No. Maybe he, he's buying some. He sends me my he's stuff. He's a very generous gentleman. He is. He is. Uh, absolutely. I talked to him on the phone. He's yeah. uh, over the top nice. Yeah. Um, he sends me my stuff, but anytime I order... For like, I always order. Well, for Christmas the last two years, I've ordered um, a bunch of meat for my grandma and grandpa. So I'll uh, order. You know, I, I pick out all this stuff. You know, steaks, hamburger, this, blah blah blah. You know, big old shipment of meat, and I pay for that. Yeah. 
you know, yeah, so, so stuff for me personally, yeah. he sends. Same as me. Chris Betts was taking advantage of him. I think we've put that to a stop, so that's really good. So anything yeah. I say, I always tell him, well, charge me. Just charge yeah, me. Just I, send, me the, send me the fucking I receipt. The same you know, thing. Send me the deal so I can pay. So you want the um, same meat that Betts, myself, and RV get, Veridi, branded.com. And it's unbelievable. So I always order, I always ask him for the, I call them the lamb lollipops. They're little... Uh, pre-cut lamb, mm-hmm. you know, like two to three bite little lamb, right. like shank deals. Let me, and they are unbelievable. Let me ask you this. If you were to order from them, yes. would you order chicken? And I would order chicken because... Because that's what Mark's got. So Thanks, RV. Well, specific, I wouldn't only order chicken, but no, his but chicken yeah, yeah. is... And also, did he send you the chicken that was already all cut up? So he cuts the backbone out and he cuts the wings off and the breasts and everything else. So they're, they're bone in all... But they're in, uh, they're all cut up already. So it's a really bitchin' way of, of you know, mm. so he doesn't send you like a, a half a chicken, you yeah. know. Yeah, yeah. They're all individually they cooked quicker. But it's, it's, he actually gets them, the chicken from, the last time I talked to him, he said he gets all, the, all of his chicken, unless it's changed. But he said he gets it across the border in Canada. Thank you. And Thank it's, you. he goes, I've tried to get this, to get, to, to get it not in Canada because it's such a pain in the ass to get no, it across the best border. Best chicken in the world to comes get it from across Canada. the border. So he's tried other places and he goes, "I can't replicate it anywhere else." Nope. So he orders it from them, Canadian and we chickens. always order it too because the chicken is—it's insane for chicken. All it's right. just tender. It's good. The flavor's good, but the red meat. I got red meat too. I want to. I want to um, specify. Grow your ass off. Do you Goodness need some more? Gracious. I, I have, I have, I have, good? I, yeah, they okay. sent me some more. All right, yeah. grow your ass off stuff. Really good as well. I absolutely. Actually, will. the best out of those, I haven't used them all. Yep. But the one I prefer is the gunpowder. Oh, okay. That's Kiefer's more, Kiefer's more gunpowder guy. I so, like uh, um, Maduce. Okay. So I haven't used them all, so I can't yeah. give it, but yep. what I have right. tried, the gunpowder is like good right. on the, like baked potatoes and all, all kinds yeah. of shit. Do you it's want good. some grow your ass off seasoning? Do you have some? Do you need some? Yeah, I get my meat from uh, Stice Farms. All natural. It's great. Okay, do you want some seasoning? But I, yeah, I need uh, <laughs> grill your ass off. Okay. We'll I get, do we'll, I do we'll, like that. And I the, could use in another, the case. I they, could use another gun case, uh, uh, ammunition case. Yeah, it's tight. What's that? They so when you order oh, yeah. there when oh. you order it offline. Oh, okay, I get. They yeah. send you all if you do the sampler pack. Yeah, yeah. It sends you all twelve or whatever, however yeah, yeah, many yeah. they make, and okay. it comes in an old ammunition. I didn't know. So this. it's great, but yeah, got to get the red meat. I okay. always order the the prime rib okay. for Christmas. Yep. Big old fucking right. like seven bone in. I just uh, you know we had a controversy with my buddy Betts and Nick and Prime Foods. about what? Just it's a long story. Well, we're, I want to hear. Just not as it's not that good. Nick, it's just Nick being such a gentleman, our dear friend being such a gentleman to yes. Chris Betts. I don't know who Chris Betts is. He's a baseball player, friend of Adam, oh. friend of ACs. Okay. Uh, friend of the show. Okay. Very nice gentleman okay. also. But um, we, uh, he, was, he asked me to, if I could get him some meat from Nick. Okay. And I did. And he loved it. And then Nick, being such a gentleman, was c- continuing to send him meat. And I said, Betts, maybe Nick doesn't want to keep sending you n- meat but he feels obligated because you know you're you're a friend of the show and everything. So we got into this, and, oh, okay. and Nick Nick is more than happy to keep sending. No, yeah. he's awesome. I he's and, a great and, and I like I have still have some stuff, and like I have one more lamb rack that I need to use, and then I'm going to make another order here soon. Okay. Um, well, VeridiBranded.com. That's right. All right. You gotta have to. You, you have to get um, it. The quality is my ass. insane. Uh, uh, everything good with Yamaha Blue Crew? Great. Yeah. 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 You got it's great. I went and rode my 450 uh, Sunday. Yep. 
Black Mar. How is that? Uh, that uh, uh, Tanero, Tana, Tanneray Seven. Tanneray. How is that thing? Thing is, so they, I this I, is pretty I new for them. Yes, yeah. it's new. It's new for me. I haven't spent a ton of time on it, but um, I went out and now I have it all kind of done up. I did the the yep. real good tires and you know more of a moto style tire. Yep. And yep. Got the blinkers all changed to the real small ones. Do the shit that I wanted to do to it. You know, got the whole Yosh system. So thanks, Biggie, for sending that. And then Dino Jet got the you know so I could adjust all the you know ECU yeah. for the pipe and silencer and all that shit. So. Um, but before I had did all that, we went out and did a ride and I was, uh, the beast from the East, Bradshaw. Oh, damn it. Yeah. Yeah. So he's like, so we go up and ride and it's all fire road shit. So real simple, you know? And then we come down this hill, back down the fire road. Cause we went to the top trying to go over the hill up to get above Cowie track and ride that oh, whole yeah. trail, yeah. but it was closed. So we had to turn around and then there was this like mountain bike trail type fucking thing. And he goes, Oh yeah, let's just ride up that. And I'm like, I look over and I was like, for real? Yeah. Oh, yeah, these things will go right up that. And I, he had good tires. I didn't. But I was like, all right, well, whatever. Yeah. Like, Sure. All right, I'll follow you. <laughs> so he goes right up this the side of this hill. And I'm like, all right. And I'm thinking, you know, I'm like, fuck, I don't have the tires he does. But I'm just going to hit a little bit straighter than him yeah. and go up. And we rode down a mountain bike trail. And I was, <laughs> I was shocked with how well that it yeah. went up because i just had the standard yeah, stock yeah. tires yeah. which are i don't want to say street tires but made for yeah. the street went right up the side of that hill and it it it, it rode the mountain bike trail like yes it's yeah. heavy it's bigger yeah. it's not yeah, a yeah. wr 450 but right. it was pr- it, i was shocked i was very impressed with where it was able to go um stock yeah so nice. a hell of a motorcycle guy you and bradshaw just bombing the hills on these 700s so I am going to do a ride through uh, from my house in Newport to uh, the border, and then we're going to ride into Mexico, I think, 160 miles. Oh, wow. And then When's uh, that happening? tequila, tacos, and ride home. Wow. Mm-hmm. You doing morning. it? You in? The next morning. I haven't been invited yet. No. So. The problem with you live yeah. up in Rupert. That's the problem. That's your biggest problem in life. <laughs> You live up there, you know, you're not around here, you're not around RV. Yeah, you know, we could be working out together, yeah. going to the gym and, like, you right. know, pumping iron and yeah. riding road bikes. And like guys lost 20 pounds. Looking fit. <laughs> I mean. <laughs> I need somebody to work out with. He, he misses you is what, he misses his friend. Yeah. I, you I used to live like in Huntington, you lived in Huntington, probably, you know, a little short drive to the palace that he has and, <laughs> you know. That could have been really cool, but now you've left your friend. Yeah, well, it's you know, being a fucking friend, you should try it sometime. <laughs> you know, back in the that? you know back in the day, we okay. used to live oh, yeah. next to each other. That was a hell of a time. Yeah, like you know, that was a good time. That was. <laughs> <laughs> I bet it was. Oh, dude, is that in good. Paris when you lived at Ron Ron's old place or no? No, no, no. Oh. Uh, right after that. Right oh, after right that, that. Okay. wasn't Paris, but Newport. Yeah, yeah. Uh, whatever. Yeah. Uh, Menifee, and then I moved into Marietta. And then I rented Burner's house, and then I lived there for a year, and then I moved straight across the cul-de-sac, and then Burner's house was for rent, and then he rented Burner's house, and literally, yeah, you know, uh, I could I'll, see the house. It was so. It wasn't like it was fun. It wasn't like it wasn't like the '90s by no means, yeah. but like it was pretty fun for like looking back on it. Yeah, yeah. Like oh, it was great. during the time you couldn't, you know, like you're in it. You don't yeah. know. You don't yeah. you're like you're just right. you know. You're, it, you're you're stupid. Yeah. But now being older and looking back, I was like, "Fuck, that was pretty fun." We sure thought we were doing it. One story that actually is very funny. It was off season, so like 
we're kids at that time. What of it? I would have been twenty-two. We were both twenty-two. He just got on the four fifty. He was at Bernard's house, and he's like, "Hey, I'm I'm going across the cul-de-sac. You you need to rent Burns' house, Michael Byrne." Mm-hmm. And I'm like, "All right," because I was renting another house at that time, and I, and my lease was up, and I was like, "All right, yeah, this will be fun." So I rent the house. We're right across. So yeah, we're he's, like we're we're is doing he, is things. he naked in the garage or yes yeah yes yeah. yes. Um, Why wouldn't you be? <laughs> but I, I, yeah. like that was the year that like I was like doing good with Mitch and but it would it actually was a really fun time because we did have a good time and in our minds we thought we were like. Oh yeah, we're we're crushing it, yeah. but like we're we're really not. Like we're <laughs> we're training every day, and we're we're like he's winning races, I'm winning races, yeah. but like we think we're getting away with murder, but we're we're not. <laughs> not like, at all. Well, not. it's not even. It's so fucking PG. Right. Yeah. yeah. Like but, it's not MC and those no, guys. No, it's not the nineties. But, but in our minds, we think we're yeah. we're just Bad, getting away. Yeah. yeah. But. The one night that I'll never forget is that Rattray came over and he had signed with Mitch. And at his house, he had a big old pool and a jacuzzi and water slide. Like, oh, yeah, water oh, slide yeah. and the rock. By the way, I'm renting it. Yes. Oh, yeah. yeah. It's not mine. Yeah. 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 But we're like, I knew who Rattray was and he did. And he had already known him a little bit. Right. But. He comes over, so and he's riding for Mitch. So we're like, "Yeah, dude, come over. Like, right. we have this barbecue." Yeah, and we just proceed to have just a great night. <laughs> and Rattray just goes straight beast mode. Okay, yeah. and he he's like it. Like it was nothing crazy. Like yeah. I like I I can't give you a great story, but like in our minds, we're thinking like, "Oh yeah, yeah like you guys are like living like entourage." Like you feel like Entourage, the TV show. We think we are, <laughs> yeah, but yeah. it's but it's like it's so. If Entourage is rated PG thirteen, we we are PG or G. <laughs> like, but in our mind, like we really did have yeah. such a great time. Right. Like it was, you know, we trained together, and <clears throat> we. I mean, yeah, I guess you know, quote unquote. Like that night, I'm talking about like we partied together, but like we ain't even really partying. Like we're, <laughs> yeah. We we had some drinks and we barbecued burgers, and we think it's great that there's we got a world champion here, and he's he's throwing me around the pool because he's this big old strong dickhead pool and was probably 95 at the yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah yeah he's tossing everybody meathead uh, like it was just honestly you guys it, were like uh, uh you know like one of those one of those carnival acts no it right wasn't even was that no, no 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 it wasn't that okay. i'm not saying that right. i'm just saying <laughs> we thought we were partying but we weren't. We were partying. just having a good time. Like, who, good time. It, yeah, we we grilled fun. some burgers and we had some beers and we thought we were really, we thought we were out in L.A. But Hanny, Hanny yeah, was yeah. living it up. Were you guys doing Hanny uh, stuff? No, no. Okay. Well, I don't know. I don't. Nobody. 
nobody really knows what Hanny was doing. I heard from somebody that would know. It was sort of around his finances. He was going 20, 30K a night oh, in no. Hollywood. I've never done that once. No. I don't know how you, I mean, I know how you would. I, I think you I get a table and some drinks and whatever, right? I don't know. I don't know either. That's what I heard. Anyways, <laughs> but you guys weren't doing that. No. Have you ever spent Marietta? 10 grand in a night partying? No. No. I think the most I've ever spent would be. Here in Vegas? It was here in Vegas. It was with Jeff Fox. We went to dinner. I we went to uh, Stone Crab, whatever, in one of the hotels over yeah. here. And Joe's. Yeah, Joe's, but I don't know if that's the name of it. But maybe it is Joe's in the, one of the rest, one of the casinos. Mm-hmm. And we sit down, and Jeff always used to buy it. You know, we yeah. went with Jeff, and it was me and me and Kristen, and I think Jeff, Jamie, and and uh, his wife, uh, Jeff's wife, and real small. So we're sitting there, and I said, Nah, we're fucking drinking and hanging out. And I said, I said I'm getting the bill, and he goes, No, no, you're not. I said, Jeff, you buy fucking everybody's dinner. Yeah. I said, We're getting it, and it was. I think it ended up being like I don't know. I think it was three grand. For the bill and then plus but tax was already included but mm. we'd already been drinking so then she left another like eight hundred dollars in tip or something oh boy <laughs> so it's like double tipped <laughs> so it's like almost four grand oh. so that i mean yeah you then, wild man uh, you <laughs> asked what he asked what the most yeah. was no i, I know, know i know oh. i know and it, that wasn't even partying yeah yeah not really right yeah it was just dinner and whatever so but uh, your time. retirement party was cool though yeah it was that was that was cool where was that uh, retirement party. Um, sorry, your no, championship, championship party. Championship party. Uh, yeah. yeah. Uh, I don't know. That was in one of the casinos. Yeah, that was nice. Uh, Did you go to that? Yeah. He Were you fighting with him then? Or um, maybe no, I'm sure that. I, I was there. Uh, it was the top of the casino. One of yeah, the casinos. Yeah, which one? Rio? I, I don't know. I don't remember. No, it wasn't Rio. Oh. Anyways, motorsport.com, uh, OEM and aftermarket parts, motorsport.com. Good guys. Um, Great guys. Uh, yeah, you're a big part of the motorsport community, as am I. Yep. Free shipping on everything over 79 bucks, RV. Uh, dedicated right. team of gearheads there to help you out. Motorsport.com. Uh, this is the tweet at Talon segment. Let's do this. No, that's my mom. It's the Motorsport.com tweets at Talon segment. No. Yeah. yeah. What do you guys think of that intro? I like it. Uh, these these tweets are submitted to at Pulpamex Show on Twitter. Talon reads us the best ones. Let's do this, Talon. All right. First one from Yeah. Steve, one of the it was either that or Babuble. Yeah, I can't even say it. So we're going with yeah. Okay. One of the many things that I loved when I first started listening to the show was the guest music pick after commercials. Why are you guys not doing those anymore? It la- added a lot of funny banter when like when the Deuce Deuce picked rap songs. Yeah, we probably should. Uh, Marks, we have YouTube issues, right, with music, but you can dim it or you can turn it down. Yeah, well, I typically silence it and play some right. elevator music over it, but uh, yeah. it, it does become cumbersome. Yeah, um, and then honestly, I feel like we've had so many packed shows that we got to get going, right? Yeah, it's like a, a, it doesn't seem like much, but like that extra minute. Yeah. We we could use that for sure. Yeah, so I uh, yeah, I mean I was usually I ask the guests to pick a music, you know, a song. You've probably both had that chance and I just haven't done it lately. But maybe no, we'll never. bring it back. Maybe we'll bring it back. I, I don't know. Uh from Ryan Hurd. He wants to know if RV is if we're going to see RV's kids at Loretta's this year. Not at their speed right now. We ain't cutting the mustard. No. No. <laughs> Not cutting it. No. Wow. Okay. No. All right. No. From They Lax. wouldn't make it. All right. From Lax Defense Coach, 
despite the lack of a podium and almost being decapitated, has Genova's gamble to put Freezy on a 250 paid off with the amount of TV time he's gotten? Yeah, I think so, right? Like, he's hole-shotting, he's running up front. Like I think he's riding pretty well. And, and, and Genova's getting experience, you know, or, or exposure, I should say. Genova's getting exposure, so. He's riding well. Yeah. And so, he's, so did it pay off, putting him in 250 class? I say I yes. Mean, yes, it, yes. Yes, it yeah. has. Yeah. Yes. Yep. Another one from Lax Defense Coach for Weimer. What is your opinion on the current amateur scene since you're now knee-deep in it? Well, balls deep in it. Uh, I mean, that's kind of a loose question. There's always some top amateurs that I think have potential to do great things. So I I guess I don't understand the question. Uh there's a couple amateurs that I think can do really great things. RV, do you ever see yourself doing what he does? Doing that with a kid or, or, or going that deep into it? And, and like, would you do that? I, know, I think I would do it. Um, I've always said this. People have asked me that before. Yeah. Um, and I know Jake didn't go looking for chance. Um, I'm not going to go. Chunk. L- yeah, chunk. I'm not going to go out there and solicit and look for somebody right. and try to push myself on somebody. But if somebody wanted me to work for them yeah. and I saw potential in them, then yeah, I would, I would, you would do it. probably work for them. Right. But I'm not, you know, like I said, I'm not going to go out there and be like, you know, I don't need the money to go out there because no, it's not don't. going to be a lot of money. Right. You know, it's going to be if I want to help them yeah. because I see potential in them and, and then watch it grow and maybe it goes somewhere. But, be, you know, if you're going to help one of these lights riders, a lot of these guys are, you know, they ain't making big dough. So it's not like I'm going to be collecting a big paycheck, yeah, yeah, you know. Yeah. So it'd be something that they got to come look for me and want my help. And then I would have to, yep. you know, see if I see potential in them and, right. and you know, want to do that. All right. All right. From the voice of the drunken people. How weird is it that the 450 class is losing their minds and trying to saw each other's front wheels off while the top 250 title challengers are racing ultra-respectfully? It's true. We never even talked about Craig tonight. Great ride. Uh, and Mosman probably could have been a little dirty with him. He wasn't. I don't feel like he ever had the real chance. Yeah. Of, like, it, he did run it in before that triple, yeah. I think. Was it the triple? One of the turns he kind of ran it in, but mm-hmm. it would have been it, – he was a, it was a long shot. It was just yeah. like – Almost, you know, so yeah, yeah. I, I, I don't just, think the opportunity was there, you know, right? Yeah, he, he could have dirtied him before the finish line, but it would have been yeah, dirty, yeah, yeah. No, so, it, it, it is, it is neat to say. And Christian's riding great right now, man. He is, wow, he's, yeah, uh, yeah, blue crew, That's all right. right. Uh, yeah. from Dark Side's Pony. Are we shuffling around the drawer for Webb's panic button, or is no. Webb shuffling around the drawer for Baker's number? <laughs> Wait, I don't, I don't know what that means. Hold on, go again. Okay, we have a panic button on riders. If if things are going bad, we hit a panic button. Yeah, probably hit it on yeah, your career a few times. Oh, absolutely. I, I'm kidding. But, I get that. Um, but uh, um, you know, I don't think that one race it wasn't good for Webb on the weekend. But I'm, I'm not worried about him yet. Right? Are you? Yeah. Little you bit. are? Yeah, oh, a little okay. bit. All right. I think with the – I mean, Kenny's been pretty strong, had some issues, but with Eli being where he's sit- seating, like, sitting right now um, and Chase in there, mm-hmm. Anderson riding as good as he's riding, um, uh, yeah, I, I think that 
I wouldn't. I don't know if I would. I. I. I mean, I. I would. Button. I wouldn't hit the button yet, yeah. but I would probably. I would be cracking the door, the drawer, and to, you to know, find it. gonna gonna uh, be looking. I'd for be it looking soon. at it. Kenny's almost twenty five back. He's twenty three bound. I know that. But yeah, I don't. That's, that's, I don't. No, I'm. You're hitting it. That, that's hitting a it. that's a problem. <laughs> yes. I know, but he's been in this position. Uh, I guess what I'm saying is he's been in this position for you know a lot of. Yeah. Almost every season. Right. I, I hate to well, say that. Well, I understand that. But Tomac is, y- your words, the be- the best January he's had. Mm-hmm. So, in, in Anderson, if you take away the the takeout or, or the get-together mm-hmm. at A1... Um, you take away the, the radiator cap, the radiator bi- thing, yeah. bike malfunction at San Diego. Um, we got a problem. Yeah, that's what I said. That's what he said. I'd be panicking. I don't know if I'd hit the button yet with Webb, but I'd be looking for the panic button. I, I mean, yeah, I, yeah. Okay. All right, All yeah. Right. Fair All right. enough. Next question. Yeah, fair enough. From Fresno's smoothest for both of you guys over there what would be better about racing today and what would be worse compared to when you guys were racing the covid bullshit that everybody's that well that's worse yeah yeah that's worse yeah. that's right. the worst part of it yeah and the funny part of that is 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 i say I, you know oh, i follow some guys on here you know on the instagram and i'm you know <laughs> and and i i go and so i i taught i had talked to somebody inside of supercross and they're like you know basically yeah if, like brayton got popped already yeah. once popped so can't race so then you brought up the private jet and ac and eli yeah. and kenny yep eli doesn't know what ac's doing during the week kenny doesn't know what eli's doing and vice versa all three of them so then the dumbasses all go get on one jet and if you're if one's got it like i said you don't know yeah. what they're yeah, doing yeah, during yeah, the week yeah, yeah you lose all three top contenders in one weekend mm-hmm. yeah could have happened so the, the, I would the, say that's the biggest. The Omicron thing was very contagious. Like it was, you know. That's so, the biggest yeah. crock of shit. The whole COVID thing that they're having to abide by. You know, Feld is is making everybody test and right. They're, watch, they're gonna they're gonna lose somebody that's gonna be in the top. Oh, if you look at NBA or NFL, they've all lost stars. So they have a fucking team. What, what, what's your point? Uh, the team can still play. If they lose a rider, no, that no, rider but, can't ride. No. Yeah, no, but the top stars, the stars of the sports are missing I know, but games, you so. still hold together the team eh, with the team out there. Yeah, yeah, but if you lose a star, you're not going to win. I understand that, but so, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. you're, you're get, correct. You're correct. You're, you're losing a star, and you're saying, losing the entire yeah, – like yeah. right now, Kawasaki, they lose that him, they're done. They don't even might as well not show up. Well, yeah. I mean, riders get hurt all the time, so riders miss races. If Eli Tomac, Eli Tomac missed Houston in – two three years ago yes. and they still kept racing you know so it can happen i, I understand yeah, that but yeah. when somebody shows up a uh uh was asymptomatic where they have no issues and they have a runny nose and you you pop yeah. them for for covid supposedly just run the thing under the water and it'll pop you anyway <laughs> my point is what's is what's better lose. what's better than today's in today yeah um you asked for it i did <laughs> you asked i don't know for if it's it. better i think it's the same Okay. You know, I, th- I don't know if there yeah. is anything better. I haven't been to enough are races. salaries higher? I don't feel like they are, right? I don't think salaries yeah, are higher. Yeah, I feel higher. like salaries are the same. I think for the top guys, they're the same. Same, yeah. Jake? 
Worse and better. Give me the whole question again. Oh, boy. What's worse we about... Got, we, he, he went on COVID and all this shit. <laughs> what, give scary. me the question again. What's the... What's, what's better... What... Oh my God! What's better and what's worse? So, what's yeah. better about about when we raced and vice versa within today's world? Is that it? Yeah, yeah. Uh, I, it's the same. Unfor- unfortunately, they deal with COVID. I, I yeah. don't know. Yeah, like, I, don't, I already answered that question. Right. Move on. Oh. All right, from Doctor Papa for Steve. Why does Craig insist so much in racing 450 during the motocross season this year when he has a legit chance at winning a national championship and single digit if he stayed 250? Wouldn't that raise his stock tremendously for 450 rides? I don't know if Craig has a legit shot at a 250 motocross title. Uh, He's got a hell of a chance better at winning a 250 title than a 450 title. Yeah, better for sure. And think about it this way. If you just want to look at it from the income standpoint – if he can win five races overalls, yeah. it's way more money than he's going to, you know, plus his salary, plus the win bonus. His, dude, his salary ain't going up to race a 450 dude, class. the last time he rode for the outdoors, he, he got top three a couple times. Like, he was okay. making, yeah, he was doing pretty good. So Okay, so um, if he's going to do pretty good in the 450 class, that means he's going to win the lights class. Yeah, I don't know. I, he, you know, yeah, he just, he wants to ride for the outdoors. I, yeah. I, don't, Maybe, I, I, I would you know advise him to do different. It's probably a team thing where they're like, dude, we don't have enough parts and motors and you, you're good in 450, so that's what you're going to do. That could be what it is, too. Yeah, yeah. But I would advise it if he has the option right from griffiths 323 who hit vince in the head harder pike or shimoda's front wheel shimoda's front wheel pike okay i like pike was probably emotionally more damaging he's fucking smashed him from beaks and talons at your current fitness, but racing the last 250f you raced in supercross how do you guys think you would finish in this year's 250 class Current fitness and on, my old 250. Yeah, your old PC bike. Yeah, that's kind of a dumb current, question. Current like fitness I, I have yeah. and two. the bike that we race. Yeah. yeah. Well, I oh, raced three not years good. before you. Give you give you a level bike. Just current fitness. Yeah. Where do you, where uh, you not uh, very good. Uh, no, not great. <laughs> Both of them are like no, no. no. I mean, I might have you know with a little bit of riding, a couple laps in me. Yeah. But we I, might yeah. have a decent heat race, but <laughs> may, may I don't no. even know about that. I mean, d- we'd make it Just to the main, Just let me out there I and think. practice and let me do my own thing, and I, you know, right. I'll put her in the top ten. Yeah, not great. The, the bikes, not great is hey, the question. Those bikes That's, now are fast. Like, they're putting up more yes. power than 252 strokes back in the day. You know the what I mean? The stock like, 250Fs yeah. right now are the s- stock out of the crate are the same horsepower as the bike that I want to title on. Yeah. So Yeah, I believe that. Yep. It's it's not. Nope. Yeah. No. You guys had carburetors. Yeah. <laughs> nope. I don't like it. From Preston Rose 513. Does Vince win a gangbang this weekend if the little birdies and stars are gone after that hit? Hold on. I know Does Preston he... Rose. He was Billy Leninovich mechanic. What, what huh? was the question? Uh, does Vince win a main event in the Triple Crown this weekend? I was in a gangbang. How long are they? Uh, the four fifties are twelve. Yeah, four fifties are twelve. Two fifties are okay, ten. Okay, all right. It's possible. Yeah, it's possible. His starts are money right now. And actually, I will give it to him in the heat race last this last week. Has he won a heat race yet? No. Nope. 
But he he might have won without, without he was yeah. he crashed. Yep. He was oh, holding he up. Did. He was holding up Mosman, but in the main, like dude, he was holding his own. Like he like I get it, but so, the verdict is he could easily win a main. He, he could not easily. He could win a main. Yeah, potentially. Yeah, absolutely. Saturday, yeah. Yes, he could. All right. Depends on if there's big whoops or not because he's not too stellar there. Right. Yes. It's funny how Mike is gone and they have the new Mike, not good in whoops and great starter. Like literally a poor man's Similar style too. Yeah. I think a little bit. He He's a bulldog though, man. Like. He even if he's a little bit slower, he don't believe that. Right. Like he won't. He's he not. Rides good. He's not gonna roll over. That's right. All right. From Abide Moto for both of you guys. What was your favorite track in the Pacific Northwest growing up? Mine's Port Angeles. I, I grew up. I was right good now. there. I was you good. were. Oh yeah, I shredded there. You like all the rocks. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uphill, the uphill. Was there uphill double or uphill triple or something? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I don't know if this would be considered PNW, but I liked Horn Rapids. Horn Rapids was dope. When I was a kid, it was good. Yeah. Uh, Washougal, right? Is the default answer? Washougal. Uh, never. No. Good track. Yeah. It's slippery. I know, but it's Washougal. The roost, it roost feels hurts. like you're getting shot by a shotgun. Yeah. Okay. Um. Is there, what's the better then? There used to be a track called Sky River way, oh, way okay. back in the day. Yep. Um, I also, what about Horn Rapids? I was, yeah, it Horn's was pretty good. cool. Back was, in the day, it was good. It's sandy. Now it's all kind of hard packed. I was but, good yeah. at Mountain View, too. My. Oh, I was good at Mountain View. I would say Ra- Horn Rapids. Okay. Uh, for RV from Bones 338, what was your most rewarding championship year? I would say my very first one, uh, 450, just to not have a target on my back, go into that season, um, win Anaheim one, and then have a pretty solid all the way through, and then knocking, you know, getting the monkey off my back of actually winning, winning that that first one, and then because everything after that, then you have a target on your back. So I would say that one was probably like you know, yeah, the best one, the easiest one, I guess you say, call it easy. What year was that, 12? Yeah. Right. 11. 11. Oh, God, yeah. you're an idiot. Yeah. He don't even know. <laughs> From well, how he did he... win in 12. When I said 12, he did win in 12. So there's, Yeah, I know. Yeah. That was the second one. I know, I know. But there was four in a row. Oh, yeah, I get mixed up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. From God, how... you rich assholes. You don't even know. Yeah. You got doors in hey, front Steve, of your you front door. you need a door. new vent up there. It's dirty. Ah, uh, see? You need a new... Yeah, uh, see? The house is falling apart. Where's the maid? I got, maid! I got on a short sale. Maid! So, I think this place is falling apart. Yeah. All right. From Howie Felter Snatch. Uh, put Stank Dog, Little Red Dog, Hayden, Deegan, and RV on a super cross track with 125s and a 10-minute moto. What order do they finish in? Hayden wins, right? I'm going to go. Was it Little uh, Red Dog? I'm, yeah, I'm going to go. Uh, Hayden, Little Red, go Dog, Red Dog, RV, I'll go Aiden, Stank. I'll go Hayden, Little Red Dog, RV, Stank. Hold on. Well, I'm not going to beat Stank because he rides all the time. I, I still feel like you're better than Stank. I, well, I 
Okay. Uh, I mean, I'm not going to say here, sit here and say I disagree with don't, that. Don't, don't, because he, he'll get mad. And, and but I don't think out. I won't beat him. Uh, current state, I won't beat him. Uh, uh, I would assume it was in practice. I think that Little Red Dog would, would, that would be a close race. Okay. Why isn't Hayden Dean racing these uh, futures? What's going on? It, shouldn't because, he be racing the futures? Uh, I think he, next year he will be. Oh, okay. I think he's, you know, he's still just, young. Well, I think he just got on the bike not long ago. Okay. And he's riding Supercross and he's good. Right. But I think he needs, you know, I think they're taking the route of like next year we'll do those or okay. whatever, you know. All right. Oh, ask Brian. Yeah, we race Ryder D. We'll get there. We race him when it's time. That's Brian there. <laughs> All right. From All right, Moto, that's it. That, that, that's hold on, it. Come, one more, oh. one more. Moto fan ninety two for you, Steve. Everybody's over this. If Moto, if Moseman has an RV this summer at the Nationals, is there a good chance he would allow you to stay with him for a few I rounds? I think he would. Yeah, I think he would. We had wow. Moseman on last week, and he told us about how he, he was letting these homeless guys stay at his house. Do you know? So what he was just tr- trying to help them out. So I have to say this. Oh, well. I just have to. Someone dropped this on me a month or two ago. Michael Michael motorcycle. Does that not fit him perfectly? I don't really know what that is. Yeah, no, Michael no. Michael motorcycle. I've heard of it. Any, Mike, guys, Michael Moseman. Michael Michael motorcycle. Yeah, I know, but where does the yeah Michael you keep Michael saying Michael? that, but it doesn't mean anything. From. Yeah, where does it? You come don't from? think that that name fits him? It does fit him. But that's, where that's somebody just I'm made saying. it up? Oh, yeah, they're like, oh, it's. Oh, is this? It's not a cartoon or a character. I'm thinking like no, a, la- no, no, no. a Lego character. Yeah, 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 no, yeah, totally, totally. No, no, oh. no. This isn't a cartoon. Oh, this it's is not just a your YouTube. name. It's just like Michael Michael. Oh, motorcycle. Michael Michael Mo- Michael Michael motorcycle. And I'm like, it's perfect. Like he's yeah. he's genuine. He's true. Perfect. He works hard. It's Michael Michael motorcycle. All right. I like it. It's a movie. It's a movie from 2004. It's a new bike I mean, patch. Yeah, oh, it's a movie. Yeah. Oh. I didn't expect you it's to a movie. be shocked. It's a movie. I just, it kind of struck a <laughs> okay. bell with It's a me. movie. It's a movie. It's a movie. movie. Hey, it's a movie. It's a movie. What? Hey, guys, it's a movie. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> what? Riveting. What's up? What? <laughs> All right. Is that it? Uh, That's horrible. <laughs> All right. Listen, it has been a long show, but it has been a good show. Uh, before I go, I want to thank the folks uh, at Align Images uh, to help me out with the um, the Supercross uh, uh, photos I use all year long. Uh, I don't know how this happened, but Rich Shepard and some other guys got photo equipment stolen from the photo den in Anaheim. And uh, Mike Emery and all the guys at Align have put together this thing. I, I reposted it on my Instagram today. You can buy an image of San Diego with the fireworks. It's really super cool. From Taken from another building as the fire, mm. fireworks are going off. That's a sick stadium. Yeah. And so all the money, if you buy this photo, all the money will go to Rich and everybody else to try to get some money back for this stolen camera equipment, which sucks. So I was going to mention it earlier. I didn't get it in. So thank you to those guys for all they do for us in the media to help with the photos and uh, buy the print and uh, help those guys along. So please check it out. I posted it on my Instagram. And a line is uh, A-L-I-N-G. Um, all right. G-N. Yes, G-N. G-N. Uh, thanks, boys. Thanks yeah. for coming in. All right. How do we I do? Mean, I How mean, do we do? This guy is hard to deal with, but like we said at the beginning of the show, yeah. he was in. He was. Sh- we should have never doubted him. He was in. Why would you ever doubt me? Yep. He was in. Yeah. Yeah. We. I feel like we kept it below a six. Oh, you guys were good. Yeah. Yeah. This is really. This real- is redemption. 
If I was, I mean, I was maybe a three and a half if I was lucky. Yeah. I'm watching my figure though, people. Uh, so that's why. I'd call it a four. So you five. think this is redemption? I think so. I think we could get back in here. Redemption, boys. Uh, yeah, I would say so. I thought it was really. It was good. a strong show. Was, okay, great. Really strong show. Good opinions. Yeah. Good thought. Good discussion. All of that. Yeah. You know. Next time I'm charging you. Oh wow. Okay. See, I wouldn't. Thank you, Jake. But I'd Thanks. come back yeah. in. Well, he'd come back in. Maybe like twelve hundred bucks for the show. Twelve hundred bucks. Yeah. I got two hundred dollars in sushi for you. <laughs> I bought you a flight. I bought you both flights. I was, I was, the, if the JSX was too expensive for him, so it I was. had to go Southwest. It was. My plane was empty, though. Do you know how much it cost me to have you two here? Roughly? How much? Probably with, two grand. With sushi? Two grand, almost. No, but a grand. <laughs> <laughs> but <laughs> his ratings went up, like. <laughs> no, I hey, listen. hold on. I, when I say that, <laughs> you can hear the echo. <laughs> you can hear the echo. Pull the sheet open. You can hear you the suck. echo in the mansion. Okay, so ah! <laughs> you can hear so, the echo. Okay, so I'm not complaining. You guys were worth it. It was great. Thanks, I Steve. appreciate it. Thanks, yeah. Steve. I mean, I tried hard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I had a hell of a day. Yeah, you here. did. You did. Came in late, but came in strong. I liked it. And uh, I'm gonna have to wake up at like 4 a.m. Yeah. to get back on a flight yeah. to go the other. Oh, way. and too, I, I only got one hotel room. You guys are sharing a room, so we I, I saved money room. on. Yeah, I know. I saved money on that too. It's, it's fantastic. It's a great move. So. Go uh, fucking Jake Walmart or a fucking legend. We had a lot of Australians, Thanks, a lot of us Aussies calling in. We got in. listeners from all over the world. Yeah, a lot of so, Aussies calling in. Uh, I really appreciate both of you guys coming up. Seriously, uh, it was yes, it was great to have you guys. Uh, I know our listeners love it. Our, our, our my, my Instagram feed, my Twitter. We'll feed. be back. Yeah, people are stoked. So you two together, <laughs> it's, it's something. It's something. So, uh, thanks for coming in, Jake Weimer, Ryan Villapoto, Eli Tomac. What was the best interview? You don't count because you, Eli Tomac, Dunge, Lars, or Mitch. They were all pretty good. They were right. Yeah, they were all pretty good. What do you think? I think it. You well, missed the they, Dunge one. I'm gonna say they are all pretty good, but oh. I actually, it was nice to hear Eli talk because he's like been he good. You know, that was he's, a he's, really good Tomac interview for us. Uh, he's a little loose. I like it. He's yeah. been a little stiff, and I get it. But well, I just think that he kind of he's a little he stiff was, in general. No, I know, but I felt like he he wanted to do it. It didn't feel like you were calling him to be like, "Hey, please do so this." Like he, it was. He would come on a show quite a bit, and then the last yeah. couple of years he's barely come on. I've had to go through Cowie PR to get him on, yeah. right? And and then he yeah. wouldn't. You can tell he wasn't stoked to do it. So all, whatever, all going through stuff, not happy, all that stuff, right? Texted him yesterday. He hit me back within thirty seconds. Yep, I'm in. Like, and then yeah. he was happier on the phone. Like, I just yeah. think he's in a happier place. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I, I would so, agree. Yeah, yeah. Blue yeah. Crew. That's what Blue Crew does to you. I would agree. Look at us. Look how happy we are, Jake. I would I, agree. Hey, I yeah, I get it. <laughs> I've been Blue uh, Crew. So thanks to those guys for coming on, Marks. Thank you. Happy to be here, uh, Talon. Thank you. Thank you. thank you for not being tits tonight because this would not go over well with the other guy. Yeah, like, I like how we start at five so we can go home earlier, but we just go. Listen, what I have, yeah. I have these the combined amount of wins and titles sitting here. I got to get everything I can out of them. So I, I want to, I, you know, I feel like I, you know, got that. So yeah. Perfect. Thanks to our sponsors. Thanks to our partners. Thank you people for listening. Really appreciate it. Next week is uh, Zach Osborne and Jim Hollywood Holly. Sitting in those chairs. So Whoa, that'll, that'll be a good one, too. Whoops. Yeah. Uh, Osborne did a great job on the broadcast and all of that. So, uh, all right. I'm, I'm, uh, I'm out of here. Thanks for listening, everybody. Appreciate it. All right, Ryan Villapoto, Jake Weimer. Thanks, boys. Thank you.
Might have came the earliest he's ever, ever come. There's something I want to get off my chest. And it's about that summer when you went away to community college. I got an offer to do Playgirl magazine. And I did it. I did a full spread for Playgirl magazine. I, I mean spread, man. I pulled my butt apart and stuff. And I was totally nude. And it was weird. I, I mean... You probably didn't hear about it because I went under the name of Mike Honcho, but I just wanted you to know that. If you could hear me, if it got into your brain somehow, that I spread my butt cheeks as Mike Honcho. Complete.